Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Oh my God, party people. Welcome back. It's been no time at all for you. It's been a couple of days for us. Allie, how are you? I'm doing all right. Holy fucking shit. Here we are to talk about what we have been waiting for. It's time. Here we are. We've been looking forward to this for two books, Allie. We're here at Tarvalon, and it's time for the siege. Oh my gosh, finally. How's it going? It isn't. No, it is not. What have they been doing? <laughs> well, they've been talking about blockading things. They're like, we, I mean, the, the point of a siege, if I you know, know anything about sieges, which I don't. And real quick, this section contains spoilers, by the way, through the end of chapter 22, uh, which is the Egwene chapters and also the White Tower chapters. I, I will admit I'm, I'm rather a siege dilettante, if you will. Sure. I, you know, know very little. But um, I think that the point is to block access to, like, things like food. Yes. Right? To put the pressure on the people who are in the city to capitulate to whatever the people outside of the city want. Yes. However, there's an issue in that they have not done that yet. Yes. And they have a harbor. And they're talking and about... they can just... Stopping bring the, food into yeah. the harbor and, and they have this yeah. well there's like a weird there's a chain or something that's along the harbor that they right they talk something about like this that. chain and there's like a chain that the Aes Sedai in the tower have put up that they like drop when their ships come in I uh, yeah something right like, that. like this confused the shit out of me the first time I read it yeah it's if I am right because I've read another book where they have something similar it's to stop ships that they don't want coming in coming in yes i believe right? it's it's essentially like a, a reverse drawbridge right like if you're sailing into uh a chain i think it damages the ship oh yeah it would fuck the ship yeah up. it would ship fuck up. the ship up yeah so, so they, they can drop can the drop chain. it into like lower into the water yeah like and then raise it back up when they need to, which is something that happens also in Throne of Glass. Oh, very There's cool! A, a chain of some kind that they can raise and lower and all that stuff. Yeah, so we're um, kind of we're kind of unable to affect any kind of siege because they can just bring in whatever they want in the harbors. Yeah, and so they're trying to figure out a way around that. Yes. They're like, do we disguise our ships as their ships? Which seems like that's a logical idea. Yeah. Right. There's there were a couple ideas kicked around as to what to do, but we're struggling with the concept of the siege at the moment because of circumstances. So they're working out that stuff. But Egwene's like Gareth Brynn will figure it out. Yes. Gareth Brynn's smart. And He's done this before. What else have they been up to in the intervening time? There was some. Well, Swan is suspicious about the number of young sitters, both on. Yes, their council yes yes both sides and, yes. yeah the white towers council because she because elida redid the sitters right like many she, of them she got rid of some of the sitters that made her mad yes and the replacements 
are suspiciously young. Both sides have suspiciously young sitters. A total of 12 or 13, I believe. Suspiciously yeah. young sitters. And Egwene's like, well, you're a suspiciously young Omerlin and I'm a suspiciously young Omerlin. So, you know, maybe that's part of it. Yeah. You and had she a theory also goes, this. well, but then also there's this other sitter who's like 200 years old. So that doesn't, you know, so she's, she's not quite sure if Swan's theories carry any water. I... You had a theory about this last time it came up because it came up in book eight. What did I say? You said something along the lines of maybe they're trying to stack both councils with people who will want to make peace. Oh, yeah. I think that's a possibility. And that seems to be coming to fruition because they talked about, oh, that's the other thing is um, a few of the members of the council are like, I think we should negotiate with Elida. Yeah. And meanwhile, Delana is in there like, I think we should launch fireballs into the city remotely and just cause chaos. And I'm yeah. totally not being paid off by Big Titty Maid Girl to say this. And Gareth Brynn is like, why don't we make a gateway into Tarvalin and just take it? Yeah. We can like literally... That... We don't have... Fuck the walls. The walls mean nothing to us. Yeah. That will be a... You know, that there might be a lot of bloodshed, but, you know, such is life, such is life when you're at war. And Egwene says, uh, totally shoots down that idea because she's like, I don't want to take it that way. I don't want the war that I'm fighting to be an actual war, which I mean, I get it. Yeah. Politically, I it makes it. sense. I Well, and, you know, just as a person, yeah. like you don't both, want both. unnecessary amounts of people to die. But that's kind of what war is like until the point where we all just decide you know what we'll just build battle robots in the desert and let them fight it out which is always my i like the proposal battle robot plan it's for a good plan we should do instead is just build battle robots and then people go okay well what that would just favor the rich countries i'm like no you would just have you know the rich countries as allies coalitions yes yeah, coalitions just like we have now right like i mean come on but then one but side then builds no one a battle dies. robot that has nukes, and then you get all the USA versus USSR again. Well, we could put rules in place <laughs> as to what you can and can't do with the battle robots, uh, right? Like nothing that could cause the cause actual human life death. So, and then you know people just run out of money, that would, and we'll yeah. solve it that way. As I recall, Egwene's thing here is essentially. And, wait, hold yeah, on, please continue in talking about my battle, battle robots. robots. Thought we could televise it, right? And then you know. We could use, and that would be fun. Yes. We would all love to see Battle Robots. I, well, there is a show called Battle Bots. Right. It would be, it would be super interesting. It'd yeah. be like the Olympics, but a little bit yeah. hostile. Yeah. So fencing. So fencing. Yeah. As I recall, Egwene's plan or her argument here is if we have sisters fighting sisters, the White Tower's reputation will be permanently demolished. I mean, I think it's pretty tanked at it's this point. It's pretty bad. Because um, everyone knows that there's a huge rift. But I mean, I get her point and I get the point of also just being like, I don't want people to die. And that is very yeah. valid and fair. Yeah. I just think that we're at a point where, I don't know, it, it's either we go directly to the source and fight the source of the problem or we let civilians starve, which that's kind of. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little. Uh... Like, I don't think there's like a good. Yeah, because I mean, that's the point of the siege is you starve people out. Yes. You wait until they're eating their horses and dogs and everything. And then and they, that's horrible. And then they they surrender. Yes. Yeah. You wait until they're they, they lead a sortie and then you, you defeat the sortie and then they. And that does have the potential to have innocent people die who are Many, not involved yes. in this at all. Much suffering. 
Yeah. So that's not my favorite yeah. either. So I don't know. I think there's no really good point to this. Um, I mean, obviously, Elida needs to be defeated. Obviously, we need to root out the Black Aja. All of that needs to happen. I don't know. I think Elida at this point see, is kind of sad. Like she's kind of a sad person. Well, she's essentially powerless, right? I mean, uh, she's on to Alviarin, I think. Yeah. You know, I mean, a broken clock is right twice a day. Yes. So she's on to Alviarin. She's got the Black Aja hunters on to Alviarin and looking for more of them. What they can do in the wake of knowing who the Black Aja are is pretty rough. I'm sure that the, like, I'm sure Swan is right. I think Swan's instincts are probably correct that it is suspicious that so many young people are on both sides. Yes. Um, it could be to broker peace. It could be that they're also Black Aja. Could be. That's possible. You right? know, I mean, you'd think there'd be an uptick in recruitment ahead of the last battle. Yeah. Perhaps being a Black Aja is a young person's game. What else, uh, have they been doing? As they as they sit the siege, well, the, the brokering of peace. They're like trying to negotiate. Is that what? You no, mean? no. I'm I'm going for the funny answer. What are they making? Pottery class. Oh yes, they're making pottery class. Allie, they're doing pottery. They are doing pottery. They're doing pot. We love pottery. I mean, okay. Here's here's my thing. What is the Quendiar for? They did not. I think they have that not very made that me. clear yet. Like what no. the point of the Quendiar? They are is? trying to figure out how to turn stuff into Quendiar. Okay, and and but I I go what what do we get from that? That's I mean, a great I question. Guess we could get really good shields and armor, maybe. Perhaps that yes. would be pretty good because it's really hard to break, right? Yes. So that would be pretty good. It's to have also Quendiar probably, armor. Yeah, yeah, and Quendiar shields and Quendiar swords. Right, maybe. But that would be making a weapon with the power, wouldn't it? Well, I mean, maybe that's not a problem for Egwene. But she, her whole thing. Remember now, she she went from being like, "Fuck the oaths, the oaths are for dumb fucks," to being like, "I am all about the oaths. I have the three oaths tattooed right above my ass." Maybe okay, but but can you justify it? Can you justify it by saying it's it's used in the defense of our lives? The last extreme defense of your life. Well, right? I mean, would the last battle be a last extreme defense? Yeah, but she's not making them for the last battle. Is she? She'd be making this well, for mean, the siege. I like saying siege. Well, I mean, I could, but can you justify it? Can you say Elida being in power while Tarman Gaiden is happening is such a profound threat to the future of humanity that making Quendiar, well, at least Quendiar, um, shields and armor, which shields and armor is just defense. Yeah, shields and armor might work. So maybe we're just making shields and armor. That's possible. Which to me makes sense as a thing, but like it's not, I don't think made super clear what they're using the Quendiar for. But I mean, if I'm a Gwen, I would think, well, if we can make stuff, that's not Quendiar into Quendiar, we could theoretically, or, I mean, it is very valuable. It could fund the war that they're It could. That that was my initial doing. thought. I won't tell you whether or not I was right, but my initial thought when I read about pottery class outside the White Tower was, are they, is this their alum? Yeah, is this their attempt to fundraise for what they need? Um, I think that's likely. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Is there... Yeah, but I was kind of like, what are the broader implications of that? But um, yeah, so we have the Quendier pottery class, and some women can do it and some can't. Yeah, notably, who is quite good at it? There was this girl, um, Nicola. Nicola and Nicola, and there was another one. Did it start with a D? No. Oh. If you were trying to figure out 
how do how do it's I how do I make Nicholas this joke? Lover because Nicholas Lover no. doesn't. Uh, Arena can't channel. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how to work this joke in. Uh, Allie, who are the girls? Who are the girls? Yeah. Who are the girls? I'm making a reference. Well, I know you're making a reference to Matt going, "Where are the girls?" Yes. Speaking about whom? In in something. Speaking about, about whom? Whom? Uh oh, Bode. 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 Bodwin is good at Quendiar. Bode can make Quendiar. Yeah. Yeah, and that you know what that tracks. I like that. It's now, a family that wants money. That's makes sense. Realistically, I think we've actually covered everything important in this section, but we're going to do some stepping through and wait, also. Can I yes, talk please. about? Wait, uh, one thing. Can I talk about the peace brokering? I insist that you talk about the peace. Okay, brokering. so both sides are going. Okay, fine, broker peace, whatever. So both sides are are at this point going. Okay, fine, broker peace. Right, we've got um, this gal that I don't like on Egwene's side, who's all smirky about, you know, oh, we're gonna broker peace, yay! I, that's all I want, and I'm like, okay, this the time to do that was before you elected Egwene Omerlin, because now it's like you understand that Elida's whole thing is gonna be, and I get fucked, right, as Egwene, yeah. Um, it's one of the only. It's like, one of like the stillable, few things she wants. Stillable offenses is impersonating the Omerlin. Right? right. So like, Egwene's like the. Or is time, it stillable or is it a death sentence? I forget. Both, I think. But the the time to have had that conversation about whether or not we can broke would negotiate with Elida was before you elected me, Omerlin. Yes. Um. Why are we reneging on that now? That's stupid as fuck. So I don't like that. And I'm concerned that Gawain is going to be used by the White Tower to do bad things potentially to Egwene and that he's going to have to make a choice as to whether or not to kill her. And just because Gawain is Gawain, I'm worried he will make the wrong decision. I don't, I hope he won't kill her because there's that whole Min thing where she's like, he's either going to bow to her or snap her neck. Yes. And Egwene is so confident that Gawain is going to be her warder. That now I'm starting to get a little worried for Egwene that like he might kill her. Yes. Understandably concerning because, you know, all of the things we've mentioned. Yeah, I'm a little concerned that he kills her now. I'm starting to get a little worried. Well, we're going to have to. She's so confident. She's so confident. Egwene point. Is? Yeah. Where yeah. she's like, she's constantly talking about how he's going to be her warder, how they've fucked in his dreams. Um, and there's like, he's either going to pick you or not. And like, if not, then he snaps your neck. That's concerning. And there was another thing where it was like, if Gawain goes down this path, they both live long and happy lives. But if Gawain goes down this path, they both die tragically. Yes. I'm worried that he's not going to realize that he's killing Egwene. Mm. Like he's like, I'm killing the Omerlin. And then he realizes that he killed her. And then that you like Romeo and Juliet's himself. That would also be a bit of a bummer. I mean, would that not be a bummer? That would be a huge bummer. I'm Although Gawain would be it. dead. So, you know, it could be worse. I'm worried it's going to... Because we keep getting in people's heads and they're like, Gawain's not that bad. He's just like a tragic person. And I'm like, mm, I don't... Uh, I just worry that he's going to make the wrong decision again. And that like his whole thing is like misunderstandings and bad... That is kind of his whole bag. Yeah. Is double, doubling down on the wrong choice. Yeah. And I'm like, what if he doubles down on the wrong choice and then it really fucks everything? I'm worried. So... Yeah. Um, 
So anyway, so, uh, but I do think they'll beat Elida first, potentially. I don't know. But the time to negotiate peace was before you propped up this girl. Probably, yes. Kind of against her will. Very much against her will. She had no choice in the matter. I'm like, this is bullshit. They abducted her, essentially, or summoned her because she was Rand's friend. But she does say, okay, obviously the negotiations are not going to pan out, right? Like, I'm going to instruct them that the only the only piece I w- negotiation that I will accept is Elida stepping down and basically fucking off into the woods, right? I don't think she's even asking for her to be stilled. I think she's just like, I want Elida to fuck off and resign. This is uh, uh, Egwene's plan? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's banishment, right? Banishment. Yeah. So Elida's never going to go for that. Probably not. The sitters might. The sitters might. They might oust her, yes. But I think that there might be enough black gauge. Well, and would all VRN go for it? Because I feel like what's going to matter is whether or not all VRN goes for it. Yes. And all VRN definitely wants Elida gone. Definitely. But I'm also worried about, haven't we been seeing visions too of potentially like the Sean Chan fucking the tower? Egwene has a dream. Egwene has three dreams in this section. Uh one of them is oh god what's the first one is it a gawain one no i don't think Should we so. kind of start well we're yeah. talking like go through the books and what happens well we kind of been doing that well right, yeah a but bit. like you know do we want to zip back and start ripping through do your notes i'm sure you have notes right oh yeah and we didn't even ask where we left off where did we leave off oh um elaine yes and you're not and friend and mine david he- but now we're with Egwene. i don't know her uh, go ahead, Allie. Give us your notes. What chapter is this? 16. Okay. Uh, 16 through 22. Big one. Big one. Mm-hmm. Big one. Big one. <laughs> Gareth Brynn is like, can we get this plot done already? And Egwene <laughs> is like, no, I want 10 to 15 more books of this. Yeah. Because you know what? It turns out sieges are boring. Sieges are kind of dull. It's the thing is the, the first you Malazan, can't really do anything. The first Malazan book, and I know I talk about Malazan all the time but I just finished them a little while ago and now I'm reading the sister series and I like them. Uh, the first Malazan book opens with a siege, but it's the end of the siege. And it's like at f- after like five years of sieging this city. And it's this one my guy, goddamn guy, gigantic climactic battle to resolve this siege. And you just start the book and it just drops you in the middle of this. And you're like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> so I agree that sieges are boring, except sometimes the way they end is pretty cool. Well, yeah, I mean, the way they end is cool, but like being trapped in a siege, I imagine is kind of boring. Dull you don't fuck, have yeah. the internet and you can't get new things. Yeah. And yeah, I feel like it would be kind of boring. Yeah, I think A Song of Ice and Fire also does a really good job of sieges being boring because people like visit sieges. It's like, yeah, we've been here six months. Yeah. It's, I mean, you know what else is boring? Strikes. Strikes are boring. They're boring. They're important. A lot of the boring. time. They're boring. It's a lot of walking in a line and talking to people. It's fun. Like, you can make it fun. Luckily, it's been made to be fun. But, you know, the whole, all of Los Angeles is at a standstill yes. at the at, moment. As we record this, by the way, the uh, the AMPTP and the Writers Guild are on day five of renegotiating. So everyone's just kind of sitting here, like, furiously refreshing twitter refreshing the writers guild of their America's emails twitter. to see if there are there are any updates and laughing when the trades report last and final final and best deal or whatever best and final anyway deal. anyway we've done whatever whatever um carlina last chance to say you're black aja it's your girl i just feel like she might be 
There's got to be a couple. And I mean, Shiriam can't be the only one. I think it's Carlinia and Morvrin. Those are the two. Because we've gotten a lot of attention on them. Morvrin does and, have the, the appropriate prefix in her name. Yes, because that more means death. And um, Shirian was having that suspicious talk with them about how Elaine's insufferable at one point. Oh, yeah, yeah, that part. And I, that kind of made me suspicious of both of them. And Carlinia was there, I think, too. Uh, that sounds Morvrin right. was definitely there. Carlinia also doesn't have a warder. And she's a white Aja. Uh, yeah. Which is weird, right, for white Aja. I mean, white Aja usually have... Uh, I mean, don't they all usually have Most one? of them are likely to. The only ones who never have any are reds. Right. Yeah. Okay, I said... Uh, Gareth Bryn as Egwene's warder and picking an experienced man as her first. My God, Shiriam, who are you, Alana? <laughs> and I said, LOL. Yeah. So, yeah, at one point, people... Oh, people start pressuring Egwene into getting a warder. And they go, oh, what about Gareth Bryn? You talk to him all the time, which, of course, he does. He's the He's general. the general. And they go, oh, a lot of people pick an experienced man for their first. And I was like, why does this feel vaguely sexual? And also, wow, there's a lot to unpack there, theoretically, about a woman who's, what, 20 and a man who's, what, 50-ish. And them going pick an. Ex- I don't think they mean pick an experienced man to bang. No, I, think I know, yeah. but like I feel like the implication is also. I don't know. It just felt. I don't think. I don't know if Robert was going there, but I was just kind of like, why does this also feel like it's like a wink, wink, nudge, nudge? I don't know. I don't. Maybe I'm reading into. I don't it. know. I get it. I, I'm not I sure. I might be though. reading into. Ma- it. Maybe I don't remember how this is. Why the fuck would they negotiate with Elida? Oh, I got pissed about this. I like put the book down for a second and had to breathe. Honestly, Crossroads is definitely going in the freezer for about 45 reasons <laughs> after we are done with this. Well, it will absolutely be in the freezer indefinitely. We're like half fish, a little over halfway, right? I don't think we ever put Crown of Swords in the we freezer. We didn't. Either. It should so honestly gonna live They're going to both in there. go in there together. We're roughly halfway through the book, a little over halfway through the book. Uh, how 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 you feeling? Um, With all of the respect in my bones. I am bored. Yes. I just, here's, here's why it's not that there aren't some interesting moments. Cause like, obviously we've been talking for a, a hot minute yeah, about we're, what's we're happening six in this hours right stuff. Now, yeah. yeah. It's slash everybody's stuff. 20 ish minutes in this section. There's, there's things to talk about. I think what I'm missing is like what the pulse of this book is. Yeah. And I think I've been missing it for the past couple. There's just not a like clear plot question to me. Yeah. And so I'm I'm lost a little bit in like why am I reading? Yeah. What what are we going towards? And like and that's not a, a knock on the series as a whole because no, I know obviously not. we're reading toward Tarm and Gaiden. Yeah. But for like this book specifically, I'm like, what am what is my goal? What are the characters' goals right now? I know Perrins is obviously to get his wife back. And Elaine's is to, you know, withstand the power. But it turns yeah. out that like sieges are not the most riveting thing, right? Because it's a lot of waiting for some for for something to happen. Um, there's kind of I'm not personally a fan of slice of life things. Some people are. Yeah. I personally am someone who needs goals and like clear plot points. I I really appreciate those. I really like those. I get excited for those. So for me, I. I'm a little bit lost as to like, what is the thing that we are going toward in this book in particular? I think, I think another, another 
kind of take on this is we've said this before. We know why we're here this year. We don't know why we're here this week. Yeah. And uh, they have goals. A lot of the goals are not achievable within the bounds of the book. And the, the individual steps they are taking towards the goals are also not demarcated to us. Maybe they are to you and that's okay. In a way that, uh, it seems as though what are we working towards now and today and here in what, what are we work, trying to accomplish by the end of the book? Yeah, it. I think. And that's not to say. Oh, sorry. No, it's OK. I, I, the more I think about the slog and the concept of the slog, when you consider the wheel of time as one overarching story, everything is constantly working towards a given goal, etc. So, yeah, if you look at it that way, sure. I understand people saying I didn't feel the slowdown if you are able to read it through as one story. However, you consider the books in the middle, particularly as individual books, which I think you, you kind of have to consider. They've released as individual books. So to a certain extent, you, you do need to consider them as individual books as well. It's very difficult for me to say kind of what are, what is the premise point objective goal of this individual book, right? Right. That's kind of what we're saying. Not it's bad or anything like that. It's just, yeah, we're kind of crawling, slouching towards the the, the, the the grand conclusion. But what is this volume? Yeah. You know, like I, I think of um, most other fantasies uh, that are big and long. And, you know, the, the, oftentimes what they will go for and sometimes miss is a, okay, yes, here's the overall goal. And this this installment this character is working on this thing and they will succeed or fail right i mean if you think about harry potter yeah hashtag trans lives matter if you think about harry potter as a series i mean a lot of the books can kind of be broken and you know obviously this is that's meant for young people but i you know when you think about other fantasy series this works too yeah you kind of could do like okay you've got the chamber of secrets we know that kind of the outlying goal of that is to figure out who the heir of Slytherin is and stop him from killing people. Yeah. And that eventually all that also contributes to the overall arc. Once we figure out what Horcruxes are, but what? N nothing. You know, no spoilers. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, you know, that contributes to the overall arc of the series, but it also has its own, and this is kind of important in TV as well. It's a, it has its own mini arc within yeah. the book itself. Yeah. And like, when you think about, I mean, the Wheel of Time is a show, right? The the arc of the first season is who is the dragon reborn? Mm -hmm. Can we find him or her? Um, and the climactic point of that season is answering the question definitively of who it is. Yes. And then this season, theoretically, it's one of the two. I'm I'm kind of circling around two different plot questions, but I think they're both e pretty equally important. Um, figuring out a way to get us all back together because alone we are vulnerable. Yeah. Right. And figuring out who is a part of our group um, and who we, I, I think there's also, of course, a larger quest, thematic question of like good versus evil, who we can trust, what is good and evil, where we kind of follow along that line. All of that is like a big, bigger thematic thing. But in terms of like just the plot, like why are we turning the page? It's like, how are we going to get back together? Slash, can we keep rand being the dragon reborn a secret sure. i think that might be kind of an even bigger thing yeah 
But um, and I'll, are we yeah. going to resist temptation? Is the thematic question and all this? Yeah, stuff. those are like bigger thematic questions. But yeah, yeah the, I mean, just the like, can we keep Rand a secret? And can we get back together? Is something that keeps kind of popping up as a plot point every episode. Yeah. Um, and I, I also think it's it's certainly not uncommon for a series to abandon more of its uh, short term arcs in favor of long term arcs as it goes on. And I think that's part of why whether or not there's a slog is a little dependent on how you view it. But for me, I think Wheel of Time in particular, tone switches so hard from having book to book plots within the the meta meta plot to being like mostly meta plot that it, it jars really hard for me that way. My thing, too, is that for me, series tend to kind of suffer a little bit once they start to do that. Yeah. And I think... It does for a lot of people because when you talk to them, they talk about like, oh, and then these books kind of blend together for me. Yeah, yeah. You know, they don't, I don't really. And that's a very common thing when we talk to people at Wheel of Time. They say, I truly, I couldn't tell you between seven and when Brandon Sanderson picks up again. I don't know when, what happens when. Yeah. And I, I think that's, yeah, for me, a series does kind of tend to suffer a little bit when we lose kind of like those mini arcs within a book. Yeah. Um, because I think they're kind of touchstones to like, why are we reading this particular book? Yeah. What can we kind of take from this? Um, and walk away going, that was the book that that happened in. And I was really excited to get to that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, cause now I'm like, okay, last book was the cleansing book. Yes. And that was really exciting. And we, but I felt like we didn't necessarily build to it, which is why I felt like Winter's Heart suffered a little bit for me. Yeah, for it's, me. it's mentioned two or three times. Admittedly, it is one of the few quote-unquote slog books where the goal is stated pretty early on, but unfortunately it comes on the heels of Rand stating and other characters stating goals and then not accomplishing them within the bounds of that book. And I'm not yeah. saying you have to accomplish all your goals within the bounds of a book. You certainly don't. Uh, it's no, better you shouldn't, because if, if you're writing a series, you need to have hooks that yeah. keep people reading. But yeah, I think for me, what was hard about it was that it, it felt like we stated the goal and then suddenly we're like, well, now we do have to do it. Whereas, you know, like you didn't see kind of the, the yak shaving scenarios of like, okay, we, we set out to accomplish this goal, but I kind of, I also refer to it as like give a mouse a cookie. But then this happens that gets in the way of that goal. And then we have yeah. to accomplish that. And then this happens in the way of that goal. And we have to accomplish that. Like those little mini obstacles that come. But like we're still kind of consistently looking toward that goal. It's it's really interesting because, and again, I, I when I compare fantasy series, I am not doing it to say this is better, this is worse. But simply this is a different approach to this. Uh, having just finished Malazan a few months ago, and without any spoilers for the Malazan Book of the Fallen, Malazan Book of the Fallen is a book where I actually believe that my reading experience suffered because I was focusing too much on the overall meta plot. Uh, hmm. that, that is a series where each book, while the characters carry through, many of them carry through, each book essentially sets up, tells, and resolves individual stories while somewhat advancing the overall plot. And the overall plot is not something that really becomes clear until the very end. Hmm. So I spent several books reading Malazan going, what are we getting at? What are we going for? And really ignoring kind of the, 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 the rich storytelling that was happening within the individual book because I was looking at it from a more Robert Jordan or Sandersonian thing where I wanted to pick up on Easter eggs and, and uh, puzzle it out. 
you know? Sure. And I do, I personally really enjoy, I, I think for me as a reader, and this is just my experience, and this, two things. One, I'm not saying that every page has to be no, like no, explosive, bangers. Like, obviously, I love character moments. They they are necessary. We need those moments of breathing. Just for me, when we're breathing a little too much, when my heart rate's not getting elevated, um, the reading for me suffers. And that's yeah. not necessarily everybody's truth, but it is mine. And for me, the overarching point of the series, right? The defeat Voldemort, the, you know, avoid Tarman Gaiden or, or like win Tarman Gaiden, Tarman or, whatever, Gaiden yeah. or whatever. Um, that is equally as important to me as the mini arc of like, why are we reading this particular book? I think both of those things for me are like best when they are both very clear. Yeah. Um, and then I'm super down for surprises, super down for twists, super down for all of it. But I, I, as a reader, kind of need both. And I need the puzzles to solve. I like a puzzle. I like, you know, getting to speculate on things and kind of going, okay, where do I think this is going to go based on what my understanding of st structure and being someone who's read a lot of books, where do I think it's going to go? And then I do get delighted when there's a surprise that is earned. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So, but, Which Jordan's very good at. Jordan is really very good, good at. at. Yeah. And that's why I'm a little worried about Gawain. Yeah. Because Jordan has set him up to be, you know, I'm I'm actually not surprised when people tell me that they like Gawain. No, I, I think he's because enormously I do think, Yeah, he is an enormously sympathetic character, yeah. character, theoretically. I, you know, and like what I'm, a lot, lot of my joking about Gawain is, is that just that. It's joking because I... No, it gets, I know, I know that some people really, really feel passionately about him. And, and I'm here to, uh, mock all of your favorites. <laughs> um, but, uh, and I, in a loving way. Um, but I, yeah, it's not to, where was I, what was I talking about? Being surprised by characters and being surprised by That's why by I'm things. a little worried about that. Sure, I'm I think that's worried real. that he could surprise me again in a negative way because I think I'm being set up to go, oh, Gawain's going to end up a Queen's warder. Of course, he because he loves her, of course he's going to side with her and do the thing that I would do, which is become her warder. But I'm like, there is a lot of ways, there are a lot of ways that this could go wrong, actually, yeah. thinking about it. <laughs> and is it that thing of like, I am being set up to go, oh, I'm going to be annoyed with Gawain for the rest of time. But maybe not. Maybe there is a misunderstanding again because he's the misunderstanding king. He is. I, I think going back a little bit. What? I think another thing that I that I want to discuss briefly, uh, not to take away from Gawain. I just want to make sure we hit on this talking about. No, please take away from Gawain. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, part of the reason why we did our doing Crossroads this way was sort of an experiment um, because we have often discussed how perhaps our perception of the slowdown is exacerbated by the pace at which we read these books. And we chose in part to do Crossroads really, really fast to see if that would affect that perception. And the other side of it was we thought it would be really We thought fun. it'd be really funny. It was a big part of it, but yeah. We thought it would yeah, we thought <laughs> it would affect the perception and we I knowing what does and doesn't happen in Crossroads didn't really want to spend two months talking about it. Uh, so we thought we'd do it this way instead. And I'm just, I'm really eager to get to 
the meat and potatoes. Yeah, but my question for you, I guess, Allie, is has that affected, has this change in pace really affected your perception of these middle books? Um, no. I think that they are slow. I think that I struggle with some of the plot points. Um, I I think it feels a little meandery. Sure. I think in part because I don't feel that pulse of like urgency. Yeah. And but there's ghosts where we're going. Sorry, I just love because he went to the dartboard and he hit ghosts. Ghosts. Yeah, I. So I struggle. Sure. I'm struggling with it. Um, but I mean, part of that might also be that I hit a really exciting point in the other book that I'm reading, <laughs> so I'm like really eager to get to that one. But um, yeah, you know, I think. I think I think there is such thing as the slog. I do. <laughs> I do. I'm sorry to those of you who say it's not real. It is real to me. And you know what? Here's the beautiful thing about art, about books, about that, you know, AI cannot hope to capture. Mm. It's that, you know, we think, oh, well, well, if we use AI, then we can like use all these calculations to figure out what is going to be like the most universally loved thing. There is no universally loved thing. There are billions of people in this freaking world. And like Crossroads could be someone's absolute favorite book. Who am I to say they're wrong? And this is what also bothers me about internet discourse sometimes is they're like, this show is objectively bad. And I go, I bet you there are a lot of people out there while you hate this show that think this is the best show they've ever seen. Yeah. And that's just a thing that happens that we can't, we can't predict what is going to land with people. And, and, I, you know what? Here's my thing. Robert Jordan obviously did something experimental here. Yes. He was making an experiment of his own as we are making an experiment here. Right. And some people may go, the crossroads of twilight one episode was brilliant. And other people might be heartbroken that we do this. I've yeah, I'm sure there will be people who are heartbroken that we do this. And that's the thing is you make these big swings because you're like, this is something that's speaking to me as a creator right now. Yeah. Right. And that this is something that spoke to Robert Jordan as something cool to try and do. And I kind of go, all right, is it for me the choice that I personally would look for? No, it's not. And I I know that I am someone who really needs like a a, a quick pulse in the books that she's reading. And yeah. that is, I think, fair. Um, do I think that it is impressive to me that at this point in his career, he thought, let me take this swing and try something. Oh, absolutely. Unprecedented in these books and see what happens. Yeah. I think that's very cool because it's a risk. Uh, yeah. He took a risk. No, did did it work for me? No, yeah. it didn't. Um, And that's v- also valid. Do I respect that he took a swing as an artist? Yeah. My acting teacher... Uh... <coughs> also directs plays and the like and he he says if you generally speaking he says when people come to a play that i have directed i want them to leave either saying that's the best thing i've ever seen or i fucking hated that that's the worst thing i've ever seen yeah he says as long as as long as you have an opinion don't walk out and go eh, that was fine take it or leave it he's like that that means i have failed because i have evoked nothing yeah it, it's true i think that that's the hardest thing about making things is you think to yourself, God, I'm going to make this thing and everyone's going to love it. And everyone's going to think I'm a genius for making it right. Cause, cause you have to be you have a little to, you have to convince yourself of that. You have you, yeah. to, you must, it's part Even of it. You know, it's not true. 
the first draft to me is like falling in love. You're like, no one has ever felt love like this before. It is the most amazing love that's ever existed. This is perfect. This is amazing. Everyone's My vision going is to golden. My vision is golden. Everyone's going to see that. And then they don't. Because how could they? Because you know what? That's not how that's, the world works. That's, that's life, not how art right? works. The thing that you make, you have to understand like part of the thing that the part of what is making things is going, I'm going to create something that I think is good and that I like. And I have to surround myself with the people who are probably going to like it, but who are also going to give me their honest opinions about how to make it stronger. Yeah. But like your your dad might not like it. Yeah. And that's or ever read it. <laughs> that is the also other thing. very possible. Getting your family and friends to engage in your art is also real fucking hard. Really fucking hard because it's a lot of time on their part. And you know what? People don't have a lot of time. One last. Oh, you're, you're still talking. Please. <laughs> yeah, continue. I'm still talking. Um, so, yeah, I mean, so the thing that you have to learn is like you're creating for you ultimately. Yeah. And doing the things that you find interesting and hoping that that speaks to other people. But that's kind that kind of can't be the point. You know, you kind of have to know that you're writing ultimately for you. Yeah. Well, you're writing for and, the act of creation. You know, maybe an idea of who else might... And also to do it. Yeah, and maybe an idea of who else might be interested in that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, especially in your early career, like you're just kind of throwing spaghetti at your own wall and seeing what sticks. And that's awesome. And I think, I mean, I can't imagine having a series that became as popular as it did... And how vulnerable that ends up feeling because that becomes this huge responsibility of like these, there are all these people have different ideas of what this series should become Mm -hmm. and how this should go. And I do respect that at this point, his thought process was, you know what? I am going to release a book in which I'm going to really delve into this world in a way that doesn't advance the plot. I do respect that he was like, I'm going to write what's interesting to me. And that's not the book Allie would have written, maybe, right? If we are, our roles had been switched. But it's the book Robert wanted to write. Yeah. I th- and that's great. I believe the idea here is it's a deep breath before the plunge, you know? Yeah. And I'm a person that is someone who kind of has to remind myself to breathe. So I tend to be attracted to things that are a little more plotty. And I get yeah. that note a lot as a writer is like, okay, but we also need to take breaths. Yeah. And... So that's my own thing that I am working on as a writer is remembering to breathe. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, yeah, I, you know what? And, and I have a hard time, I think in general, I know I, I jab at Robert sometimes for some of his, um, viewpoints that he accidentally puts into the books, but I have a hard time, I think, critiquing writers for doing something that interests them. Oh, absolutely. And that, that was not my intention in bringing this up. No, no, no. I, I just, I think that's kind of my thing as a whole is I'm just like making art is hard. Real hard. Um, making art that's popular is hard because you really do have to ultimately kind of be like, this is how I see the world and this is how, what I want to say. And hopefully other people will look at it and go, wow, that's cool. But a lot of them might not. Yeah. And you just kind of have to be okay with that. Like, there's no book on Goodreads that has all five stars. No. There just isn't. And I am a chronic, like, I'm either a one star or a five star gal. It's either for <laughs> me or it's not. Sure. And, um, well, and you might give something five stars, even if you didn't like it, if you think it was well written. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
That's a three star for me. Sure. Yeah, Didn't I do a one, me, five, or three. Yeah. A three is like, it was well written, but not for me. Yeah. One is like, it. Well, and who am I to even say what well-written is? You know, that's kind of the sure, thing. Is sure, I'm sure, like, sure, well, sure, what's sure. well-written to one person is not to another person. True, true. It's that's the, yeah, yeah. Didn't mean it, to be productive. Yeah, yeah, and it's impossible. And then also all of these other factors come into the equation too, right? Like where we're at in the dialogue of our world, oh, right? Yeah, what society's yeah. doing, what's going to speak to people is going to change depending on a lot of factors, right? And if your name is popular, some people might hate it just because it's popular, that happens. That, that does happens happen. a lot. Yeah. Right? They're, the contrarians always come out and go, well, actually, I didn't like it because X. And I just go, how could you not like it? Uh, it's It made me weep uncontrollably. But that's that's it. It's just we all come from at it from a different experience. Your experience of it is just as valid as mine. So, yeah, it's hard. I like I'm not here to say, like, this was bad. I'm here to say, for me, the slog exists. For you, yeah. it might not. Uh, one th- thing, though, I do I do want to say, as a Excuse as a me. you poor thing, we're still a little sick. Mm-hmm. As a, as a, as like a for this book in particular is that while perhaps it is the slowest in our experience, uh, it is far 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 from the most upsetting. <laughs> yeah, I think Cross Crown of Swords is still my least favorite yes. of all of them. Um, and again, in that book, and we'll talk about this eventually, I think, when we do some kind of deep dive on this, if we get it, we will get around to it. Um, but you take take a clear throat. <laughs> I know it's clear. This is as clear oh, as it's getting, you okay. know, and I, it just does this thing. Sure. So um, I think Robert was trying something then, too. Yeah. It didn't work for me. Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah. So back but to, I still like the series. I oh, still yeah, like yeah, the of course, series. Of I'm, I mean, if I didn't love it, we wouldn't be doing this, right? right? Um, but back to my notes. Yes, as we were saying. Why the fuck would they negotiate with Elida? <laughs> uh, this is my thing. Elida is going to be like, my uh, my terms are uh, Egwene gets stilled and this maybe executed. This is my executed. best and final offer. And, yeah, exactly. She's going to be like, best and final offer. And they're going to be like, no. And they're going to say... Uh, Elida steps down and Elida's gonna go no I mean I could see a world in which maybe she gets betrayed by the sitters and Alviarin sure could see a world in which that happens but then the Black Aja Brigade is kind of still team Elida yes they are so this is all gonna be kind of a mess um I know I don't think the negotiation is going to work, but maybe maybe I'm wrong. But I said, I'm going to say this as eloquently as possible. This is dumb, dumb, silly pants. <laughs> Bannon seems like a straight up dumbass. Oh, that's the one. She's the one who wants to negotiate Bannon. Oh, Bannon. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah, she yeah. seems like a straight up dumbass. And then something happened. And I said, ha ha ha. Get fucked. Are you still in chapter 16? Yeah. Uh. But I don't know what it was. Someone said something mean. Bayana nearly faints when they say they have to exile Elida. Oh yeah, I was like, "Good move, Egwene," because yeah, she should she should say these are the terms. Yeah, because she goes, "Okay, <laughs> fine. I'm gonna look like a benevolent person and say you can you can negotiate." But she's she's but she's, here are my she's terms. Walking. Yeah, but I am not going to let you fuck me over for your little deal because you should have thought of this honestly months ago. Yes. This is not the time. Go ahead and read the rest of your Egwene notes. Chapter 17. The weevils. They're wobbling. They sure are. A lot of weevils, this book. A lot of weevils, this book. Egwene playing undercover boss. Oh, yeah, because she's not... She she goes out not in her, like, stole and everything. 
kind of like inspecting how things are going. Yes. Did these women literally elect an Omerlin and then almost immediately backslide because it started to seem hard to overthrow the tower? Yes. Exhausting. This kid's name is really Lettuce. Yes. Uh, well, Latisse, but yes, it's All Lettuce. Right. Lettuce. Liana, you couldn't ask a different novice. Let the kids see her sister. Oh, the the kid's like, I'm going to go see my sister. We've been separated since we got here. And Liana's like, no, you're not. You're going to hold Egwene's horse. And I'm like, there are other novices walking by. Can you just let this kid go see her sister? Like, Come on. What's the sister's name anyway? Tomato? Because her name's Lettuce. <laughs> bacon. They're a triplet. They're triplets. triplets. Bacon, lettuce, and tomato. Oh, bacon got fucked and didn't get magical yeah, powers. Yeah, Could you yeah. imagine? That would suck. Rarely was a woman given a chair before wearing the shawl for a hundred years or more. What is this, Congress? Egwene <laughs> <laughs> is selling Quendiar on Etsy. I love it. All right. And that is chapter 17. Chapter 18. Halima, Gus, ready the sexy baby voice. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> A luxury to be treasured quite apart from what her fingers could do. No comment. Oop. Okay. Swan fish metaphor. Bingo square Bingo achieved. Square. I love hitting that button. Swan thinks Cad Swain is a dark friend. Take it easy there, rainbow fish. She really, really leans in on that one. Color rainbow fish because she makes fish metaphors and she was the Omerlin. Yeah. Get it? Yeah. Love it. Chapter 19. So Shatter Logoth is Shatter Logan. Am yes, I right? Yes, it is. Rand needs to do a quick email chain to let everyone know that he did the cleansing. Yes. Ugh, I'm sure the reply alls would be horrid. Yes. Gus, who do you think the person would be the person most likely to reply all? Parent. You're so right about that, though. And it w- he would reply all with a question mark. <laughs> You're so right. Yeah, no, Perrin it's absolutely would absolutely Perrin. reply all. Ugh. Who else? Remember there was that company that had that like problem where someone emailed the entire company and then like everyone just kept replying all. No, the issue was that their IT department didn't set it up so that out of office replies would only send the once. So they they did a they did a uh, two things. Actually, They, they fucked it up and they they didn't set up their distribution list for the entire firm to be a limited number of people who could send to it. And two out of office replies would echo. So somebody sent a firm wide to everybody in the company, which was like 500 people, 400 of them were out of office. So then 400 out of office emails started playing eternal ping pong and crashed everything. That was hilarious. Yeah. Anyway, that's, that's what would happen because of Perrin. The girls are fighting. It's straight out of real housewives. Yeah. I've been saying balance is the answer forever. Finally, they're realizing this. I, they do need to work with the Black Tower. They do. They do. Just yes. The point blank period. Like they need to work with the Black Tower. I've been saying it forever. I don't love that they're like, we'll force bond them. That's well, yeah. trash. But I don't think that's going to go over well. I kind of am hoping for a world in which they kind of like bond each other. That would be good. Right. So that no one's got like the ultimate power over the other. That would be good. <clears throat> Can you bond someone who has bonded you? I feel like yes. What would be the ramifications? Well, haven't would there be didn't ramifications? Didn't they do that with Rand Avienda? Rand didn't bond any of them. They all bonded him. Rand has never bonded anybody. Oh. Rand, as far as I know, doesn't know the weave. Oh. You remember because the Black Tower came up with the the orgasm bonding weave. Well, that may change. Well, they're not going insane anymore. So, because they were like, well, but what? But what happens? They could go insane. That could be bad. And I go, well, they're not 
going insane anymore. Yes. So. Oh, wow. It's happening. It's actually happening. I don't know what. I forget. Was that chapter 19? Yeah. Uh, they make they vote to uh, they vote to connect with the Black Tower. Oh, yeah. Balance is happening. Oh, and uh, people faint and shit. Sherriam specifically is having an absolute meltdown. Over well, this. yeah, because it's what needs to happen. I, mean, I think I think she's like, oh, fuck, I'm going to get my ass beat so hard for this. Probably. Right. Especially if you're right about the whole thing of the the guards are there to prevent in some way that the two towers from collaborating. Yeah. This is worst case scenario for the dark friends. Not good. Yeah. This is the at which. <clears throat> frankly we should go back and look at who is really having a conniption i n- understand that some of them are going to have a conniption just because cooties you know no the ins- the them going insane all that <clears throat> but they need to get the and here's the thing there is going to be a black tower split because mazzy pizzazz is a bad dude and he's not good <clears throat> has his little coalition coterie of assholes i feel like we've already kind of got like there's a few ashaman who are not at the tower who were chill and working with rand and then there's Taim running the show. And then Loghain is kind of like... A side option. Hey, everybody, maybe we shouldn't do that. And I think he's going to have his own group break off. Like, there's going to be a break off once we've come to terms with the fact that Master Taim is a bad dude. Okay, chapter 20. I'm a little worried. Oh, wow. How relevant. I'm a little worried by what might happen if they send an embassy to the tower with Maz in charge and the Aes Sedai force bonded. That's not, not going to go over that would, super well. That would not be good. That's not going to go over super well. Well, um, as, as we know from chapter 22, the, the other tower does learn about this because Tovin sends a letter. Yeah. Uh, I Okay. So that's not going to go over super well. I do think it's necessary. I think that there's going to be a group of bad guys and I just worry about them, you know, going to the group of bad guys, not realizing that they're bad guys and Logan's group is the good guys, ostensibly. There was no such thing as privacy from your maid. I would hate that so, so much. Yes. Uh, that would be the worst thing in the world. I need privacy a lot. I need my space. I need to... Uh, uh, no. I'm kind of with Avienda at the bath where she's like, I can put on my own fucking robe. Yeah. Like, why do we need people to put on our robes for us? Like, that That just feels a little much. icky. Egwene, darling, this is hypocritical of me to say, I know, but you need to eat when you're stressed. <laughs> I often forget. Yes. When I'm hyperfixating. There's a lot of bad things about Halima, but I cannot stand for a woman to be slut-shamed at this time. No. And then I just wrote, Greta Gerwig. I agree. Because I was outraged. I so agree. I, here's how it should be read, probably. Here's the line reading. There's a lot of bad things about Halima, but I cannot stand for a woman to be slut-shamed at this time. Greta Gerwig. I like it. That's how that... If you don't know who Greta Gerwig is, she's exactly. a film director. She directed, she directed the Barbie a certain movie. movie that came oh, out fuck. recently. That uh, it was... Uh, uh, Whatever. Yeah. Meeting in the dream world. Bingo! Yay! I so love Egwene having a moment of appreciating how much a Vienda has changed. Or is it a Egwene who appreciates this? Well, it's Egwene's POV. Oh, yeah. She's thinking about it. She's meeting with Avienda. Yes. So I said, I so love Egwene having a moment of appreciating how much a Vienda has changed. It truly is such an underrated part of growing older. Just like yes. seeing the changes yes. in your friends and being like, 
wow, look how far you've come. Because Elaine, I'm proud of you. Elaine can't get there because she has buttered noodle weaves. Oh, yeah. Pregnancy weave. Um, Egwene dreams about doing Sisyphean tasks. Is she also reading Crossroads of Twilight? <laughs> Listen, what's a good little ribbing amongst friends? Like, I truly do feel like Robert Jordan and I would have been pals in some ways. So I'm like, eh, I'm ribbing, I'm ribbing him. But uh, yay, dream shit. This is my favorite. Yeah, I love dream shit. Yay. Okay, I did not expect to have fun dream shit. Yeah, it just yeah. pops up. How sad would this Gawain stuff be if I'm wrong and he kills Egwene? Very sad. Because she's just like, like paragraph after paragraph about, oh, he's going to be my warder. We're going to do the the naked dance (sighs) for real, not just in the dreams. Uh, Do you want to talk about this? The the dreams she has? I'm I'm getting. Okay, I wrote I wrote all of them down. Matt playing at bowls. Oh, it's bowling, Bowling, but he's bowling man spooky i'm assuming that's him being a commander he knocks well can i read the what it says on ewa yeah. he knocks over pins again and again only the pins are men and they are dead yeah. each pin represents thousands of men and an illuminator was part of it so a couple things that i'm taking from this the men are the people that matt is commanding he's sending them into battle right they're going to die the men are the pins command. he's bold or he's killing them the men are the pins yeah so he's he's through his commanding, he's killing people. But, I mean, a bowling ball looks a lot like a bomb. It does. Or a cannonball. Yes. So I'm thinking Matt and Aludra invent bombs. That would make sense. Wait, he already kind of have. Matt's already kind of bombed Matt something. made a bomb once by accident. You remember Aludra's right. whole thing now is that she wants to find a bell founder. Right. To make cannons. Probably. Probably. So... My thing is, is that they're going to, st- and, and so he, in, in doing so, a lot of people are going to die yeah, because, because of the bomb. They'd be inventing high yield explosives. Right. We're introducing, you know, nuclear warfare into Tudor England. Yes. So a lot of people are going to die. And, and bombs that can be controlled by not just channelers. Right. So, and yeah. so that's going to be, I mean, here's the thing. We kind of need to do this because otherwise the regular people amongst them become just cannon fodder right a mm-hmm. little bit a little bit we kind of need them to be able to fight back in their own unique and special way that would make sense matt's playing bowling but obviously that's gonna be bombs and illuminator is part of it okay that means bombs and the bowling ball is probably a cannonball or something um also it, the illuminator being part of it made me a little bit concerned that that means the illuminator will die Maybe. Egwene climbing a treacherous mountain seems obvious, right? Sure. Because of what she's doing right now. Sure. Also, I don't know, is it Dragon Mountain? I mean, Could when be. you think mountains, you think Dragon Mountain. Yeah. I don't know. Could be. Could be more, you know, Egwene ominous. Could she die? La da da. A Shan Chan woman is tied to Egwene's fate, saves her life. Hopefully, yeah, that's kind they of interesting. Mean together, they're going to stop slavery. That would be good. But I think this is Agianan. Why? Because she's friends with Some Egwene's channeler, friends. Sure, yeah, and okay. typically that means that you'll probably hang out. How's she going to help But Egwene? maybe Tuan. Hmm. Because she's the only other Sean Chan that I could think of that would have like any, know, level any of sympathy special at all? interest in keeping Egwene alive. Um, because they're hanging out with Egwene's friends. But um, I think, yeah, I think it's going to be Agianan. It Maybe it has something to do with her 
being Omerlin's seat or maybe a plot point I don't know about yet. Or maybe maybe they save them from Gawain. Mm. Maybe Gawain does try to kill Egwene. Gawain tries to kill Egwene. That gets stopped. Egyan and saves Egwene. Could be. I like it. Well, like I, Gawain doesn't realize it's Egwene, goes to kill her because he thinks, oh, that's the other Omerlin that's against Elida. Maybe, you know, additional substitute mommy will appreciate me more <laughs> if I kill the Omerlin. Second substitute mom. Yeah. She's standing on something that sounds like Quendiar with a white plinth and white flame. Two ravens almost knock it over. Okay, so now this is going to expound on my theory. Two ra- ravens almost knock it over, but it just wobbles. Yes. Egwene decides this means Ashanchan will help her get the white tower. Is that what she determines? I think so. I don't think that's what she determines. Yeah, it is what she determines. I think I think she determines that this one means that the Shanchan are going to attack the White Tower. No, she thinks this means a Shanchan will help her get the White Tower, but then the Shanchan will attack the White well, Tower. Well, Shanchan will help her, comma, not necessarily help her get the tower. Okay, well maybe read what she says. I th- oh, well, that's why. I'm and we'll looking. see. Okay. Maybe I misunderstood. Why would she dream of a Shanchan woman saving her and then of the Shanchan attacking the White Tower? An attack that would shake the Aes Sedai to their core and threaten the tower itself. Of course, it was only a possibility, but the events seen in true dreams were more likely than other possibilities. Okay, so you're right, but I was sick and it's sleepy okay, I support you. When I wrote this down. Oh shit, Anaya's dead. She just fucking dies. Yeah, she's just fucking dead. Halima What's up kills with that? Her, right? Probably, yeah. I mean, it felt kind of random. Pour one out, by the way, for a day two original here. Anaya from book fucking two. I know. Just chilling out in the, the background. The one who taught Egwene about the dream world. Yeah. About dreamers is yep. dead. That's a bummer. Um, And I never thought that she was Black Aja. I had never thought that. I think. I don't think I Anaya, I think you were always on her team. Yeah, I was always on team Anaya. So that's a bummer. Um, why, why, It's kind of random. Why would Halima kill Anaya? I forgot. They had an explanation, I thought. Who had an explanation? Uh, I thought they were like, oh, it must be because... Oh, no, no, no. They didn't have an explanation. What am I saying? Um, Because, I mean, obviously, Talima. Probably. Or Shiriam yeah. on acting on behalf of, you know, somebody. But why would they kill Anaya? Because of Talairan Riyadh shit? Because she knows too much about Talairan Riyadh? Maybe. Um, I can posit a possible reason because they're trying to get rid of the, like the votes to make black the black tower thing happen uh, i can posit a pot they were murdered with sidine by the way so yeah that's definitely halima mm-hmm. oh yeah it's definitely halima uh i can posit a reason that is based on like a throwaway line from very early please she's really good buddies or was really good buddies with cabriana mccandy's the person that that Samarag tortured to death? Yes. Why would that matter? Why did Samarag torture Cabriana McCondes to death? Uh, uh, to learn more about the White Tower? For what purpose? Infiltrate it? She was torturing Cabriana McCondes to get a bunch of verifiable information that Halima could use as a backstory. Oh, right. So I guess... But why now? I have no why idea. Why not kill her like books ago? Because she's she been also, hanging around for like two books. Now. She killed somebody else who was Cabriana's friend a while ago. I I'm assuming that maybe she got curious. 
I mean, could it be that it's kind of a combination of like, okay, I will do this to maybe sow distrust for men who can channel. That could also be. And also get rid of someone who might be able to identify me. That could also as be. an imposter. That could also be. Okay. I, I guess I buy that. But it just feels like late in the game for that. It is. It is also possible that Robert Jordan was like, I need something exciting to happen. Yeah, I will I kill mean, Anaya. I think that's that's probably pretty likely. Um, which, you know, no problem. It, it just felt sudden. Yeah, it's, it's a little sudden. Uh, Ooh. Okay, so we, should we go on to chapter 21? Now let's rip the Egwene chapters real quick. I Even though we've been talking for an hour, I truly don't think... We've covered almost everything there is to talk about. Chapter 16, uh, the subject negotiations. What's this? A bowl. Bryn bowl. We already talked about this. They're outside of the town. They're outside of the town. He talks to Gareth. Gareth says, "Make let's let's attack. And she says, no. And we talked about that. Negotiations. Delana wants them to... What is she trying to get them to do? Declare that Elida is Black Aja, right? That's Delana's thing. Oh, yeah. She wants that to happen. Yeah. Which, that's dumb. Why does she want that, though? Because she thinks that that will make the tower... Like, that will make everybody turn against Elida. Yeah. And also, why? Oh, because she's because she's Black, Black Aja. Aja, yeah, yeah, and because Halim is telling her to do stupid fucking things. Uh, yeah, the Gars are kind of comically ineffective. God, I love them, but they're so utterly worthless. Like, I love like, them. We they're brought so them goofy. back for what though? Uh, they're problematic in a lot of ways. But yeah, I know. It's just like she gives Egwene headaches, kills some people, interrupts a couple dreams. That's it. That's it. Maybe she does more later. We'll see. Uh, and that's the end of chapter 16. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people, and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Chapter 17, Allie, is called Secrets. That's the logo. What is it? Uh, it's the Ravens. Ravens. Oh, speaking of Ravens, when we're talking about the dreams... Matt is also associated with the Ravens. Is he? Yes. How? He's got the Ravens on his... Yes, he does, doesn't he? That could also be Matt fucking with whatever's going on with Gwen. She's pretty sure it's the Shanchan. I mean, I'm sure it is. I'm just saying, could... I I mean, if the Shanchan are involved, that's kind of weird and rough for Matt. Yes. Because... Tuan is Shanjan, yes. and Egwene is a woman who can channel who's his childhood friend. Yes, that might cause conflict down the I line, don't you think? that will cause conflict down Wouldn't the line. Wouldn't that be an interesting thing to explore? I think it would be an interesting thing to explore. I think that is inevitably a conflict that we will explore. Wouldn't that be something Please, that would God, be a lot of interesting setup? fucking slavery. Can we end it? End mm. it. End it. End it. Wouldn't it be great that Matt who sees the women who can channel as people, hopefully, because of his best childhood friends. Also his sister. And his fucking sister. Oh, my God. Yeah. Bode. Could he convince Tuan that they are people and that they should not be fucking leashed? 
Maybe we'll have to read and find out. God, I fucking hope so. Otherwise, the, otherwise the books push. are all going in the freezer. <laughs> uh okay so uh chapter 17 delana being annoying delana being annoying and Aya says no one's going to return to elida uh you know if we have negotiations it's not like we're gonna just give up god i hope not but i'm not sure these women are just fucking around Egwene thinks about how she could sink the ships that are coming to the harbor uh and circumventing the chain but instead she's like no i will not because i'm pretending i've sworn the oaths because i so goddamn dumb snort the oaths for breakfast because swan talked (laughs) me out of undoing the oaths and now i'm fucking all about oaths i want the oaths to marry me the oaths are so goddamn dumb now we've talked about this before there's some no justification not at this point there's justification but like it's it's dumb it's dumb it's dumb the black tower doesn't have oaths okay fine the White Tower can have oaths when the Black Tower has oaths. How about that? Fair? Uh, also, the oaths are sh- like curtailing their, the yeah, they're, truncating they're chopping their, their lifespans in half, yeah. That's a no for me. They agree to uh, stretch out the talks for a long time. So they're negotiating, or they're gonna, which is cool. She tries to get them to tell her who the Ajaheads are. They refuse. Hilariously, if you check the glossary, one of the people who refuses to say this is Myrel. Myrel is currently the head of the Rebel Green Aja. Uh, oh, here we go, Allie. Oh, Myrel. What had spilled out of the fellow's basket onto the street caught Egwene's eye and made her shiver. A tall heap of meal crawling with weevils till oh. it seemed there were as many moving black specks as meal. Another bubble of weevil. The men must all have been carrying ruined meal to the midden heaps. The weevil weevils as the weevil weevils. <laughs> Too many baskets of meal and grain had to be disposed of every day. For that matter, half the barrels of salt pork and salt beef opened for use stank so that there was nothing to be done except bury them. Weevils could appear any time, and merchants trying to stretch their profits always sold some rotting meat along with the good. Ew. Among the eyes to die, though, it was cause for deep worry. Every barrel of meat, every sack of grain or flour or meal had been surrounded by a keeping as soon as bought. And whatever was woven into a keeping could not change until the weave was removed. But still, the Magic meat cooler. the meat rotted and the insects multiplied. It was as though Sidar itself was failing. Thoughts on this? We haven't really talked about the weevils of it all. It's Bubbles of Weevil. Bubbles of Weevil. Uh, she goes to the Quendiar tent. They have a whole tent for pottery class. The whole tent where they're testing for pottery class. And lettuce is there. I just think about Ryvik Patrick wedding. The Greeks invented pottery. <laughs> that was terrible. We can't talk about movies. Oh, fuck. We didn't do it. They go into the pottery class tent and Shireen is there. Remember her? No. Shireen Malloy. Isn't she the one? Uh, uh, who, who is? Ha, no, who is she? Is she the one where in, uh, yeah, this is the I one. Remember in, in Nynaeve's uh, accepted test, they talk about Sharina Sadai, and then it turns out Sharina Malloy is a real person. She's like a 70-year-old woman who they brought in as a novice, and she's stronger than Nynaeve. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you remember this lady? What did she do in the accepted test? Was she evil? Uh, she just existed. And Nynaeve was like, ew, ew, hate it, hate it, hate that there is any level of reality or prognostication in there. That was a little creepy. Yeah. Uh, so they're they're working on Quendiar. They're trying to make some Quendiar. They're trying to turn some. Sorry, they're trying to turn 
what are the iron cups into Quendiar? I wonder if the arches are just showing you alternative turns of the wheel. That's a possibility. Like the flickers. How did uh, Egwene figure out how to make Quendiar? There's a malevolentness to the... Sorry, really quickly. You're fine, please. There's a malevolent like nature to the arches because it's like also trying to convince you to stay. Yes. It's a little creepy. A little bit. So what would the original purpose of that have been? I don't know. Prison? Maybe. Uh, who? How did Egwene learn to make Quendiar? Uh, Egwene learned to make Quendiar by... She inferred it from some stuff Magedian said. Oh, yeah. Which is not quite as funny as when she was like, hey, dumbass. Hey, shit fuck. You know how to make gateways? She's like, well, maybe I do. And she goes, is it like this? And then she just makes a gateway, which is still <laughs> a was, top five Egwene Alvira moment yeah. of all time. She totally shook that for a second. Uh, Nicola's there. Nicola, how you doing? And Nicola leaves. Nicola's like, oh, I wish I could get stronger faster like y'all. And, and you know, I, I know how to do foretellings. And we're like, you've done one foretelling and it was some shit we already knew. So let's all take a breath. <laughs> Let's calm down now. She's like, let me work harder. And Egwene is like, no, go away. Uh, we talk about, sorry to focus on the Quendiar stuff. I just think it's really interesting. Uh, they talk about Nicola for like five pages. Yeah. And how like Nicola threatened Egwene at one point, And then Egwene was like, no, don't do that. That's Appa- silly. Apparently yesterday, uh, Bodwin and Nicola tried to make Bodwin's a good girl, but she spends more time giggling and playing with the other novices than applying herself if she, if she isn't watched. It's almost like she's a child. Yesterday, she and Alfin Conley tried two items at once just to see what would happen, and the things fused together in a solid lump. Okay, and to, that's kind of funny, though. Useless for sale, of course, unless you find someone who wants a, a pair of half-iron, half-Quendiar cups joined at angles. And the light knows what might have happened to the girls. Okay, but they're the kids. Yeah. They're going to fuck around. They're yeah. kids. Uh, apparently, you can only really turn. Is it anything? They're they're experimenting mostly on iron. I mean, I get it. They're, it's dangerous. Like they're fucking around with welding tools, essentially. Yeah, kind of. And they're turning metal into quendiar, and that's concerning. I mean, yeah, yeah. I know. Okay, you know, but. Still, she's a child. Well, the other thing, too, is they've stuck these two cups together, and now they cannot be... They were two separate items, and now they are linked together and cannot be removed from one another. Okay, but that's so they've funny. Yeah, but they've kind of ruined the purpose of the cups. They can't sell them. They can't do it. They can't separate them and drink with them. They're chained together. Yeah, but it's kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, it just seems kind of dangerous. Anyway, that's... Oh, it definitely is dangerous. No, I'm just saying, they're kids. They're d- they did a dumb thing. Sure, sure, But, sure. like, I mean, it's not necessarily not. I mean, yeah, it, Looks like Bode it has inherited a smidge of Matt Coffin's troublemaking streak, is what I will say. Now, this is weird. But I'm like, why did you let, why, okay, why would we let, you know, unsupervised kids fuck around with welding tools? Yeah. Like, they, let's supervise them when they're making the Quendiar, perhaps. Now, this is, Egwene is watching them work on Quendiar. Uh, Kyron and Liana, and she goes, her attention on Kyron's cup, the line of white, crept upward steadily. When Liana did this weave, black iron turned to white quendiar as if the iron were sinking quickly into milk. For Egwene herself, the change was faster than the blink of an eye, black to white in a flash. It would have to be Kyron and Liana. But even Liana was barely fast enough. Kyron needed time to improve. Days? Weeks? Whatever was necessary, because anything less meant disaster. 
for the women involved and for the men who would die fighting in the streets of Tarvalon, and maybe for the tower. Suddenly, Egwene was glad she'd approved Bayonin's suggestion. Telling Chiron why she needed to try harder might have spurred her efforts, but this was another secret that had to be kept until the time came to unveil it to the world. What the fuck is this? Why does she need people who can make Quendiar fast? They need a lot and of money. What is it? What does it have to do with armor? What does it have to do with the sieging? What does it have to do with men who could die fighting? What is this? What is the relevance here? Is, is this something they could do with the chain? I don't, I, what if they what if they quendiard the chain? Then it won't go, be able to go up and down. Well, if you quendiard links together, do they stick? Yeah, because the cups. Oh, I suppose that could work. Right? Yeah, I guess. Couldn't you do that? Maybe, I suppose. You just like quendiard the the mechanism so that it sticks? You could, yeah, well, you could. You'd block off the harbor forever. Or you do it when it's lowered so that then... Oh, and anybody can get in. Then anybody can get in. Sure. I guess that could be interesting. And if you can't undo it, it's Quendiar. That's true. Ooh. Anyway, that's the end of chapter 17. Chapter 18. Allie, a chat with Swan. What's this? Forsaken. Forsaken. Okay, there's two things I want to touch on here. Uh, Egwene wants to set up, up so I said I can retire into the kin. Okay. Thoughts? Um, no. What? 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 No. Why no? I, mean, I, I didn't hear what you said, so then I had to figure out what to say. Egwene wants to formally set it up so that the I Sedai, when they are at the end of their careers, instead of just fucking off to a farm... They forswear their oaths and retire into the kin. For what purpose? So that they don't just have Aes Sedai like dying at 200. Like th- this way, if they're getting older, rather than oh, just dying. so that they don't have to deal with the whole... Well, then what, what the fuck are the oaths for? Well, they're no longer Aes Sedai at that point. Yeah, but the, the kin are walking around in their magic and no one's going to regulate any of that. Yeah, just it's a different society, I guess. I guess it's a way to keep tabs on them. Yeah. So we don't just have a bunch of like 600 year old old women who are out there who can channel because they could still do just as bad of stuff. They could. Yeah. Right. Like look at it. Van Dean. She's killed people. Maybe she has. Oh, come on. Please. Gus, you big liar. Egwene herself is not totally sure how she feels about this plan, but she's kind of like this might be a good idea. Might be a good idea. Yeah. I mean, (sighs) I guess they'd just kind of be in a little society. Yeah, okay. What age? What age are we going to do this? When they're ready to retire. Because I said I retire all the time, right? Cad Swain has retired like six times. <laughs> I don't think that counts as retirement. Cad Swain is the Tom Brady of the White Tower. <laughs> that was a Stellar reference. That Gus. is the only thing I can refer to about football is that Tom Brady keeps that was retiring. Very funny. We have a lot of people who follow us and listen to our podcast who are really into sports. This one is for you. That one was for you. I probably got the guy's name wrong. No, you got Tom Brady. Go. Tom Brady was right. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, it's not. It's not the worst thing I've ever heard. Yeah. It sounds okay. Keep tabs on people. I guess you know. Keep rules in place. But I don't know. You have a that like a six hundred year one woman who could still s- kill you, living next door. Yeah. 
Uh, that is all that I have to say for this chapter. Chapter 19, Allie, is called Surprises. This is the logo. What's this? Uh, and I said I tear. It's the tear. They have a meeting. Oh, uh, Black Aja, go go to the tower. Black Aja, yes, no, we've talked about this. Anything else you want to talk about here? Um, no. Okay. Young uh, Sitters, we've talked about that. There's a hole where Shatter Logoth was. Oh, by the way, this is half a week after the cleansing. Okay. Oh, so now we're going to after the cleansing. Yes, this is several days later. Okay. So now we're going through like people's... Are we just going to go back through and recheck in with each character and see what their reaction to the cleansing was? Well, this is them a few days later going, what do we do about this? Mm-hmm. There was a lot of Sidene used there. Sure. And then they talk about the Ashaman, and we've already talked about that. I just feel like Rand needs to bop into each person's area, just figure out where everyone is, right? Because Elaine knows where Egwene is. Well, not well, now. Well, Avienda does. Not anymore. Well, uh, Avienda does, yeah. Here's what right. I do. Here's what I do if I were Rand, because we need to communicate. First of all, we do a once weekly meeting just to touch base until Iron Riyadh, see where we all are, right? Get get together. Then, so that's one thing I would do instantly shh, off the bat. Then I would also gateway to everybody post-cleansing and just let them know. Just send them a quick message. Like, hey, that was me, Randall Thor. We cleansed the taint. Men are no longer going to go insane when they channel. Do with that information what you think is appropriate considering time and term and guidance is coming. Yeah. Uh, they agreed to seek an agreement with the Black Tower, and that's the end of chapter 19. Chapter 20, Allie, in the night, what's this? It's a ring. It's dream a dream ring. ring. They talk for a long time. They don't determine what to do. They kind of just do a quick check-in. Yeah, Chasa chastises Egwene because she hasn't eaten. Yeah, and that's fair. She does need to eat. She's got weevils take in her rolls. Take care of yourself so you can take care of others. Got to pick the weevils. What, would you talk about the rot for a minute? What's up with everything rotting? Well, obviously, again, I, I say it's a bubble of weevil, but it's like it's clearly weevil, the dark yeah. one fucking around like Again, you did with the weather spin the wheel throw the dart weevils ghosts and weevils they were on the same card weevil ghosts weevil ghosts oh shit that would be terrifying weevil ghosts little tiny weevils you can't even stomp on them uh she goes to sleep we've already talked about this she she meets with avienda what do they talk about i truly sound like scooby-doo when i say ghosts ghosts <laughs> They talk about they talk about the Black Tower and how they should or should not ally with it. And Avienda is like, I don't think the wise ones are going to go in for that. I think that's a shitty fucking idea. But all right. Anyway, have you guys done anything with this whole explodey do in the in the sky? And you're like, yeah, kind of not really. <laughs> that's a little better. I wasn't satisfied with my first row. I was like, hey, this should be deeper. Avienda does not tell Egwene that she's pretty sure it was Rand at the cleansing. Um, I feel like she should have told her she that. She probably should have told her that, but, that, you know. That, absolutely, that was a fuck up on Avienda's part in terms of communication. What the fuck? Why didn't you tell her that? Did it slip your mind? Oh, my God. 
These people need like a regional manager or something. I don't know. Some kind of, you know, someone in charge of them to just make it so that they communicate. Oh, my God. Just the lack of communication in my fucking wheel of time is just absolutely driving me batshit. Anyway, but it's fine. It's it's not like that information is going to be pertinent. Uh, they they leave the meeting. She dreams about Gawain and how he has a nice butt. Matt, bowling, bowling, etc. We've talked about this. For soup. Bowling for soup. Uh, the Pat, we've talked about all this. Okay. Halima, asleep. Oh my God. Well, I wouldn't mind a good night's sleep myself. All right. I just had to do a quick sexy baby voice. You had to. You had I had to. to. It's obligatory. It's, I, I said it in it's the notes. literally the law. I put it in the notes. And they're like, oh my God, Anaya's dead. And she's like, ah. And she goes, it was Sidene. She goes, ah. Don't tell anyone. We'll figure it out. And that's the end of chapter 20. All right, Allie. Here we are in the tower. Welcome to the tower. Can you share? Welcome to the tower. Everyone's afraid. All right. Uh, uh, do you have notes yep. for 21? Some. A mark. Yep. Couple, Ooh, two, three. All we are in. Interesting. Where have you been? Oh, a light is getting sassy. Oh, I don't know who to root for. Just hit each other, I suppose. Yes. I'm guessing this red rod doesn't do the same thing as Elaine's. Uh, is there a red? There's a red rod. Oh, cool. Might do the same thing as Elaine's. We finally get a description of what Masana's disguise looks like. And it doesn't rule out Danal. Well, yeah, because she has the, 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 the weird shadow thing, and then that vanishes, and she turns into a very familiar-looking woman with blue eyes. Gus, what color eyes do, does Danal have? I'm really not sure. Can you look it up? Uh, I'm not sure if look that's going to be documented anywhere. Look it up. Look it up. Just, we, just you know what? If it is, it, it's going to be somewhere. Nope. I believe. I believe. I'm really not sure if that's stated in the text. Oh, come on. Look it I'm up on the really wiki. I'm really not sure. There's got to be a wiki. And it's got to be like eye color blue. Well, yeah, but not everybody's going to have an eye color. And even if they do have an eye color, okay, it's but not a lo- a lo- is it Is it too much for you to just look it up on the wiki? I can't look it up because it'll say Danelle, a.k.a. Masana. <sighs> uh, okay, yeah. According to the wiki, she does have blue eyes. Um, uh, I'm sorry, she what? She has blue eyes. She she what? That's blue she, uh, eyes. I believe that I will win. 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 I just woke up Petey. I just woke up Petey. I just woke up Petey. He's so cute. He's got a face. Okay. That is the glorious love that I have for my baby dog. Oh, apparently they mention her eyes in the Fires of Heaven prologue. Okay. Oh, do they? Yes. Anyway, moving, continuing. How interesting. How relevant. Now we're going to need to go through and look up every sitter and their <laughs> eye color. No. Gus? <laughs> I won't do that. Gus, you can You can please. page back through the book if you want. Gus, we're going to go through each fucking sitter no right now all right continuing on it is hour seven okay we have reached hour seven hour seven of recording okay wait what shidar hardon is the dark one kind of seems like that it's his like proxy kind of seems like, like he might just be his meat puppet suits? yeah 
hysterical. Yes. Incredible. What? Yeah, that just kind of might be a thing there. Okay. Okay. He's at the dartboard and he's like, Shider. No, it, it reads, Dark One Meat Puppet? Question mark. I'm, I'm, you know what? I was into that reveal. It's fun. I was into that. I was like, okay, okay, okay. So the Dark One is doing something or other than the weevils. Um, he walks among us. Why not? I love it. Okay. Chapter 22. So Pavaro's backstory is heartbreaking. Dark. Sad. Jesus. Yeah, we knew that one. Oh, my God. The Reds are going to take them as warders. Now this I got to say. I think that's kind of clever, actually. You know, like hearing about someone's trauma and then like actually experiencing it. Oh, it's so different. Like you're like, oh, I can't imagine. But like, ugh. like I don't know. Seeing anyway. Never mind. I'm, I'm not going to talk about the show. <laughs> there is no show in Bossing Say. Oh, fuck. That's no, another... that's animated. It's okay. Oh, undo it. Yeah, that's animated. You we can get talk no about second Avatar. harp. I thought about it because I made a reference to Avatar and then I took it back and I went, ah, ah, it's Nickelodeon. It's animated. It's, it's tagged. Not struck. And is the voice acting struck? I don't think voice actors no, it's not. are striking. No, yeah, yeah it's not. Oh. It's not. Ah, yes. Yeah, because I think I think for some reason voice actors and audiobook narrators are not. Yeah, it's a different, different contract. contract. All right, chapter twenty one. Alviaran comes home and she's like, "God damn it! I left the fucking trash in the bin. There was a rotisserie chicken in there. There's flies everywhere." Which is essentially what I am comparing to. I was gone for a month, and now Elida has fucked around. Yeah, and I'm pissed. Oh yeah, don't leave any meat don't in your trash it. can when you leave your house. You uh, will get maggots. And flies. Yeah, don't do that. That's disgusting. Grody pants. She's like, maybe I should talk to Masana about the explody do down the way. Explody do so the the thing that's oh the cleanse. So I guess that means you get Elida slash LVR and notice cleansing, even though it kind of happened in the past. Oh come on, that counts. So I'm gonna give it to you. It's fine. Um. She goes to the library. There's twelve depositories. There's also a secret thirteenth. What? I would play the spooky sound, but I will never play it again. I hate it. But he's spooky. What about the... What about... That's much more appropriate. Thank you. I forgot we had that. Wow. I totally forgot about that one. Zamila's in there in the library, and she's like, what the fuck are you doing in here, Alviaran? She's like, I'm chilling. What are you doing? Yeah. Chilling in that secret 13th suppository. Oh, wait. No, no. no supp- definitely not a suppository. 13 suppositories. That's too many <laughs> suppositories. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. She almost wanted to tell Zamila what was happening on Tremalking, just to see whether the woman would flinch. What's happening on Tremalking? Zamila's a sea folk. Oh, wait. Oh, 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 the Shanchan? What's happening on Tremalking, which is the island where the Amiyar live? Oh, they're they're all dead. Maybe. Yeah. No, they're fucked. They're fucked. Ooh. Uh Apparently, in the Age of Legends, they had elevators. Because she's uh-huh. like, oh, my God, that sounds so cool. That is cool. It is cool. I love them. We do love a good elevator. I love how excited she gets about the concept of lifts. So, disabled women yes. in the tower just are fucked? What, what is the, uh, what's the plan? I that? don't know. I think Robert this Jordan This is what went, we should talk about uh, instead of... I said I menopause. I said I menopause. What did the... 
What do the old and or otherwise disabled people do in the tower when there's billions of stairs? They figure it out do with they get magic. Magics? I don't know. Because you can't make yourself fly, not really. So she is it like Yeah, this is, these are the questions. We'll talk about this instead of I said I menstruation. So she goes into the room and Elide is there and she's got like a shitload of sitter heads of Aja heads and sitters with her. Uh, half the sitters. And she's like, what the fuck? What the fuck? You're not allowed to have a meeting without me, you shithead. Well, you were gone for a month. And uh, Am I supposed to, is the president supposed to stop presidenting for a month? Elida goes, Alviarin, stand over there and be quiet until I have time to deal with you. Ooh, someone's in trouble. And she's like, excuse me. And then Elida smacks the it table. It looks like the tables have turned. And goes, when I tell you to stand in the corner, daughter, I expect you to obey. Or shall I summon the mistress of novices so these sisters can witness your private penance? How the turntables. She's like, oh, man, I'm going to this is I'm going to kick the shit out of you later. This is some bullshit. I don't think you will, actually. I think that I'll. Elida's got the upper hand because she is on to your shit. What are the sitters here to talk to uh, Elida about? Um, The cleansing thing? No. Oh, oh, no. Oh, 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 oh. That Egwene's people want to negotiate. Yeah, we're going to we're going to do negotiations. And Elida's like, cool, she can get fucked, basically. But but goes, OK, fine, you can negotiate. But my terms are that Egwene is deposed and uh, stilled. Right. And uh, all of the people who were rebels will see me for punishment. And the Blue Aja no longer exists. And the Blue Aja no longer exists. Which is so extra. Oh, it's too much. She wants to wield, weld the White Tower into a weapon to use at Tarman Gaiden. And so she takes them out. I mean, that is good. That is something that should be true. And LVR is like, hey, shit fuck, idiot, dumbass, clown. Uh, I'm still in charge. You're a little little pe- <laughs> you can't do anything uh demise wells i'm gonna blackmail the shit out of you and you you're bad at everything and i am so good and you <laughs> and, and elida's like i see your demise wells and i raise you black fucking asha is that what she says sort of mm. right like she kind of implies like i know that you're black asha and then alviarin freaks out and is like i need to tell masana that we like basically need to kill her she, yeah, she's like, I don't have proof yet, but I know you're Black Aja. That's kind of what she says. And I'm gonna yeah. figure out, figure it out, and I'm gonna let everybody know. I've got a team of people on this. She doesn't say this explicitly, I believe, but she she kind of she implies it enough that Alviarin's like, fuck, she knows. In the last week, we've heard a good many things about the Black Tower as well. It seems there are even more men than you supposed, but everyone thinks Tovine must have had the sense to learn that before she attacked. There's been a good deal of discussion of it, over it. If she comes dragging back here defeated, she will harvest the blame. So your threats. Yeah. And then, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like. Yeah, none of those things are going to blow back on me, actually. Yeah, and so fuck you. And also, I'm pretty sure you're Black Aja, and I've got a team looking into that. She says treason, but, you know, that's I, kind but, of the implication I mean, here. Mm, I mean, mm, mm, mm. Well, Alviarin takes from it, like, oh, fuck. Yes. She knows. And then Alviarin And panics. she shields her and says she replaced her as Keeper. Uh, she's no longer the Keeper. There's a new Keeper. Because Alviarin It's Tarna, by the way. Yeah. It's Tarna. Yeah. I don't know if Tarna's any better, but... We'll find out. As she runs She runs to Masana, and Masana pops in. She's like, what the fuck do you want? 
Uh, and Alvian's like, we gotta, we gotta do something about Elida. She knows. Yeah. She's on to me. And Masana's like, okay, so she's on to you. So like you get executed for kind of your problem. That's kind of your problem. Um, I've got like 45,000 other people that I can rely on. So probably Tarna. I don't know. Hmm. Given Elida's, you know, propensity for fuck ups. It's probably, she probably picked the other black Aja or one of many. Well, because, I mean, Swan's on to those sitters, right? She's kind of like, it's a little suspicious weird. that they're so young. So she's like, I don't really care about you, and I kind of never have. Yeah. So. She knows I'm Black Aja, great mistress. If she's uncovered me, then she's had someone digging deep. Dozens of us may be at risk, perhaps all of us. And Masana goes, that is ridiculous. Elida cannot even decide from one day to the next whether she even believes the Black Aja exists. You're just trying to save yourself a little pain. Perhaps a little more will instruct you in your error. And then Shidar Haran comes in. And oh, yeah. And it's like, Masana, you're fucking up, actually. My wants. Yeah, he turns off her disguise. And it's just a blue-eyed woman of flesh and blood garbed in bronze and embroidered green. A tantalizingly bronze, familiar huh? woman who looked just short of a million years. Say that's brown. Couldn't and you? she's like, I'm not quite sure who you are. I don't recognize you. I'm not sure who you are. I don't recognize you. Okay. What's Shidar Haran here for? Um, to like kind of talk shit to Masana. Yeah. He's like, you did not go. Yeah. To the cleansing. You fucked up. You're in big trouble. And she's like, who are you to tell me that I fucked up? I'm a forsaken. You're just, you know, um, a mere draw. Yeah. And he goes, no, I'm the Mirdral. Actually, I'm the Dark One's flesh puppet. Hand of the Shadow is just a name. You were summoned, and you did not come. My hand stretches far, Messana. Ooh. Do you want to know why one of the Chosen must be punished? He yeah. says to Alviarin, do you want to watch? And, and she's like, like no, I really you. don't, man. I'm totally not into any of this shit. I don't know what's going on right now. And I hate this. I really hate this. And you know what? Smartest thing Alviarin's ever done. And he goes, many have fallen from great heights for wanting to know too much. And he walks over and he like smudges her forehead. Okay. And it burns. Ouch. He goes, you are marked as mine. Masana will not harm you now unless I give her permission. You will find who threatens my creatures here and deliver them to me. Go now, if you wish to live another hour. Damn. She's like, I am fully out of here. Fuck you, Masana. Have fun. Whatever's happening here, none of my business. This isn't Crossroads. I mean, this isn't Crown of Swords. I'm out of here. And uh, she's like, this is really cool. So is Samarog in trouble too? Because Samarog didn't go. No, she did not go. Uh-oh. She's like, this is awesome. Dark One says, I'm I'm, I'm big boss. So cool. Uh, Got to figure out how I can get a light of fucked over with this. Any thoughts on any of this? Because I think this is actually pretty cool. This is pretty cool. Uh, no, I was just, I was just like, oh, wow. Okay. I mean, now he gets to enact more stuff. I guess, how did he get out when there are seals? He's not out. So like the way I consider this, 
one, she could be wrong. Two, he is a flesh puppet, right? He he still has to work within the bounds of the pattern. Okay. So he he can pop in and do some stuff with the true power and kind of control Shidar Haran. But Shidar Haran is still a flesh puppet. Yeah, and right? he's probably limited in what he can do. Yeah. The Dark One is the primal force of chaos and evil. Literal Satan. Y- yeah, pretty much. He's the primal force of chaos and evil. Shidar Haran is a meat puppet that he can use to do some stuff. Okay. Right? Yep. Got it. So, I mean, I still think that, I mean, ultimately, we're going to have to break the seals, let him out. That would make to sense. fight him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is just another thing to deal with. Another fucking thing that poor Rand and the kids. It's just another thing poor Rand and the E5 have to deal with. Yep. It's just more more rocks thrown at them in the tree. So that's the end of chapter 21. Chapter 22, Alley 1, answer. This is the logo. What's this? Uh, and I said I tear. I said I tear. Uh, notes. We get Pavara. You already read your notes, didn't you? I already did. Okay, great. Pavara, her any thoughts on this? Her backstory is so sad. She gets a sad backstory. She talks about how like her 12-year-old brother was killed trying to defend his mom. Yeah. That sucks to, to know. Honestly, whoever told her that probably shouldn't have told her that. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, oof, I just feel like I, I mean, I know she's got a right to know and everything, but like, sh- do you really want to know? Do you really want to know what their last moments were like? Ugh. So Tarna's here. Tarna's the... Oh, Tarna- oh she is. Uh, she she was a black Aja. We don't she? know that. She might or might not be. We're not sure. We know Guitara liked her a lot. Guitara did. Uh, she's the one who oh. was the embassy to Saladar back in book six. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wait. Wasn't she like a Saladar? Oh, yeah. So she was like a Saladar person, like hiding, right? No. No. She was sent from the tower to Saladar to be like, hey, what's up, idiots? Remember that? They had all the meetings. Oh, I hated her. Yeah. Oh, right. She was rude to... She's rude to everybody. everybody. But she was like specifically rude to Egwene. Is that right? Like she was... She came in and was like all mean about... Yes. And yeah, she's Black Aja. Oh, maybe. Elida has terrible taste. Uh, We don't know no, if she, she is. is or not. She is. I've decided. Okay. She's Black Aja. She she sucks. Well, Alviarin doesn't seem chill about her being selected. Well, yeah, because then she's in charge and not Alviarin. Sure. Well, and also Alviarin only knows like two Aes die who are evil. Alviarin might know more than that because remember, she's in charge of the Black Aja. Sure, but she doesn't get to know everybody because that's no, the thing. Probably Nobody not. gets to know everybody. Yeah, if you had all that shit collected together in any one place, that would be extraordinarily dangerous. Right, so, that would be stupid. Yeah. So she doesn't necessarily know whether or not Tar- Tarna is. She knows she is and she would like to be in charge in more ways than one. And so that sucks. Seems like it would be difficult to disperse information, though. Yeah. If, like, only you only know, like, two people. You know? How do you know when orders are legit? Yeah. And what if you, like, screw around and, you know, like, stuff gets really real and you accidentally kill a fellow Black Aja? That would be bad. That would be bad. So she has tea with Tarna and is like, good job. And Tarna's like, "Uh, I don't really want to do this, but, you know, whatever. Oh, 
Wasn't Tar- Tarana like super mean to she one of our She was kind girls? of a jackass in Saladar, yeah. Yeah, so I don't like her. Sure. Regardless of what's happening. Pavara thinks about how her younger brother... Is she red? Sorry. Tarna? Yeah. Yes. I think Pavara probably has terrible taste too. In Pavara, Pavara gets very defensive about like Galena being Black Aja and oh, stuff. Does she? Yeah. Oh, okay. So I'm like, I don't. Nec- I like Pavara. I don't necessarily trust her impartiality. Sure. Uh, Pavara thinks about how her younger brother Georg was killed by dark friends when he was 12. Trying to defend very his sad. Mom. Trying to defend. Mm-hmm. Really horrible. Really, really a bummer. See, I like Pavara. I'm just saying, I think she's not the most impartial person when it comes to who is Black Aja. In sure, her, she's fervent about in this, her right? eye, in her Red Aja ness. You know? Yeah. Uh, she's like, well, Elida trusts her, so that's good. But I don't know, man. She trusted Galena too, so yeah. I'm saying Elida doesn't have great taste, and Pavara, I think, will develop it, but is still not to be trusted externally. With who she trusts. You know what I mean? Uh, what did Tarna run into on her way? By the way, Tarna's the one we saw with Gawain, like, getting passage back into uh, the Black Tower in the prologue. She was there with Katarina, I think, who is black. Who is black. Aja? Aja. Yeah. Wait, she was doing what with Gawain? They were like, getting... hey, we need to get back into town. We don't give a shit what happens to you, but we need to get back in. Yeah, black Aja. Uh, maybe. Uh, they. She encountered a bunch of Ashaman who were recruiting, and she's like, "This is this is a lot. This is fucking creepy, and this is not so good. Uh, there's a lot of dudes, and this is a lot of dudes. It's a yeah, lot of like, fucking before dudes. We know it, they'll be. I'm about very as, concerned about all these dudes. Yeah. Before um, we know it, they'll be about as as uh, many as women who can channel. She goes when they can send six to one small village and travel. I don't know why I've given her this. And accent. can I say really quickly? I'm yes. so sorry. They should have been doing this yes. from the beginning. The White Tower should have been doing this all this time. Like, what? Let's get rid of the White Aja because that's useless. Logic can go with Brown, right? Yeah. And create the recruiting Aja. Yeah, Their only good. job is to go find more people who can channel. She says, Red Sisters must take them as warders, Pavara. And Pavara's like, uh uh, ooh. Really? Uh, and she goes, Yeah, man, because otherwise they're just running around. That's not great. We're used to dealing with these guys. So, like, this seems like something we should probably do. And we're going to have to bond more than one of them because there's a fucking lot. So, like, to keep them chill and working with us, we're going to have to go and, you know, deal with this and bond them. Now, does this feel like Black Aja shit? Because this is actively encouraging the two towers to work together. So, yeah, uh, Pavara's like, did Tarna, did Elida say this is okay? And she was like, no, but I do think this is a good idea. Now, does this feel like Black Aja shit? Uh, yeah. Encouraging the towers to work together? Oh, no. No, it doesn't. Because she's really into this. Hmm. Tarna. Well, unless Mazram Taim is bad, and then maybe. Why would Mazram Taim being bad? Well, because then they could unite against the good side. I don't, I don't know. Probably not. Maybe, I don't know. <sighs> You're being very doubtful of my thoughts. I am just interrogating. That's what I do. And then uh, Pavara gets a letter and she goes, hey, take a look at this. Let me know if that affects your decision. And it's a letter from Tovine, which means it probably is oh, what? Oh, yeah, they're force bonding. Yes. And she's like, oh, no, 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 no. We absolutely got to do that now. This is fucked. This changes nothing. And Pavara goes, actually, this changes everything. 
You're so happy I reminded you that that song exists. Uh, and that's the end of chapter uh, 22. Any thoughts on any of that? Um, I'm liking the Black Aja hunting. I love the Black Aja hunting. That's a fun subplot. Uh, it's one of my favorites. I like Pavara. I think Pavara is going to find out that many of her friends are dark friends. Very possible. Black Aja, in fact. Shall we press on? We shall. All right, we're going to dip. Allie's going to read some more, and we'll be back with, um, I don't know, what's the next section? Let me see. The next section is going to be chapter 23 through chapter 27. Who's the POV? I can't tell you that. Why not? Because you got to read it. Okay, give me the book. Well, the next one is Rand. Okay. See ya. See ya. Welcome back. I say that like you've been anywhere. Uh, We are here today to do five more chapters of Crossroads of Twilight. This section is going to be spoilers through chapter 27, What Must Be Done. And I feel like we're going to spend most of our time talking about chapter 27, What Must Be Done. Don't you think, Allie? Um, Yes. We're going to talk about what must be done what the happens, whole time. What happens in that chapter? Oh, my God. Perrin chops the guy's arm off. Yes, Perrin does a, something. Oh. And does he ever? Well, then we're really going to talk about what must be done. That's pretty much the, the primary thing I feel like we're going to be talking about over the course of the this Damn, section. <laughs> but before we get okay, to where we, we are... Go- yes. Can I say something funny? I wish you would. You okay. always do. <laughs> You're so sweet. No, but uh, funny to me. Yes. So I remember at the very beginning of our journey on the Wheel of Time. Back in the day. That you showed me. That's now our time time, time time travel. That you showed me <laughs> yes. some of the covers yes, of I did. the books, like the ebooks, the really good covers. Yes, I did. I mean, all covers are good. Love Daryl. You love Daryl. But like, you know, there's something about the, the less covers. stylized covers, perhaps. You know what I mean? The non, the, the ones, the ones. Yes. And, but the ones that didn't have any spoilers. And I remember you going, what do you think happens in this book for, for fun? Like we were doing it for fun before he ever thought that I was going to do this podcast. And before I ever thought we were going to do this podcast, I had read like half of the first book and I had had my big rants and I was like, this is how the end of this book is going to go. And. You know, I said I'd put ran in a box and ship into Tarvalon, and then like we played a game for a little while where you were showing me the covers of the books that didn't have like any explicit spoilers on them, and I vividly remember the axe in the tree. The, it's it's a great piece of art on the ebook cover. Vividly remember <laughs> saying that would Excuse be me. Matt Cawthon going through his emo phase. Yes, I remember you were very big on Matt Cawthon's emo phase. I decided that Matt Cawthon would have an emo phase. And I think I decided Perrin would like go into the wilderness and then like have sex with an ice princess. He did say that. And yeah, because I I started joking that Perrin was the Ben Wyatt of the series. He did, that he was going to be the, have the ice crown. And that he was going to, yes, that he was going to go into the woods and go like so deep into the woods he discovered a new civilization. Ice town, right, ice town. And he would found ice town. 
And then he would get the ice crown of the ice town. Yes. And then he'd have sex with, with an ice, ice princess. princess. And that didn't happen. And that but didn't happen. You did look at the cover. By the way, this is the Winter's Heart ebook cover, which I fucking love. That's such a good cover. Isn't that great? Wait, can I look at it closer? You look up Winter's Heart ebook cover. It's it's Rand don't with the... Don't do it if you're uh, driving. Don't anyway. do it if you're driving. It's Rand with the Chide and Call statue. Oh, my God. And his half is... His, his face is half in shadow. Isn't that great? Okay, you know what? I remember maybe ta- seeing this cover at some point because, like, out of context, you have no idea yeah, you know what what's it is. Yeah, And I, like, a long time ago, like, I think this is one you were like, this is no spoilers because there's no way I would ever figure out what was going on. It no. was four years ago and so i looked at that i remember but i remember seeing this and thinking that rand became a giant yes i remember this because i thought yes. the statue was a person and somehow rand had become a giant and warren does and get big does get or big. fake that she gets big. and i remember that happening but yeah i thought that this was matt coffin going through his emo phase and now i finally understand the context of why the axe is in the tree and then obviously perrin got the axe and i was like okay perrin goes through an emo phase and my prediction was that his girlfriend died yes you remember this i was like uh that was also but this was back accurate. when i thought that matt coffin or, was you know, it i was like matt coffin's girlfriend died so he goes through an emo phase and he goes like Ugh, and throws an axe in a tree because he's like, I'm done with this I mean, this you're not far fighting. off. I'm going to walk away. I, that's why I said. I remember. Do you remember this? Can mm-hmm. you confirm mm-hmm. that this happened four years ago? I don't know. what. I can't remember fucking yesterday. Some things just stick with us. By the way, <clears throat> at the time of this recording, the oh, WGA yeah. has gotten their deal. And they have released the terms of the deal. It's a summary. And they're real fucking good. And they're man. really fucking good, you guys. You all. Sorry. I'm trying not to say guys anymore. It's real fucking all, good. It's It's unbelievable. They got pretty much everything. Everything that was definitely needed, they got. It's great. You can oh, you can look God. it up. Uh, WGA strike deal 2023. It's, it's very exciting. It's, We're very happy about it. And you know what? Really quickly, I just wanted to say, for all of you who donated, supported, sent you know notes, solidarity, supported on Twitter, informed your family and friends, like all of you, this that support and that the, your donations, that's what made this possible mm-hmm. that's what kept the faith going that's what kept solidarity alive and for that i just pr- expressed my profound yes thanks. you are all wonderful and thank you and sag next sag next <clears throat> ali here's what i gotta know though where did we leave off where did we leave off yes mm-hmm. Egwene. yeah and pavara and the tower and, and pavara and the tower and, and the and the alviard and before we get to parent chuck and stuff where are we picking up who are we with rand yes Oh, yeah. He. Oh, my God. All right. Let's talk about it. All right. Do you have notes first? Maybe. Varen and Catswain are together. Yeah. You know, I think people are being unfair about this book. Excuse me. Sorry. Do you? Yeah, because Varen and Catswain are together. Yeah. Well, do they talk at all? I don't know. I don't remember that they talk like much at all. I know, but they're together. And, yeah, that's and always that good. And that makes yeah. me happy. When you lose a battle, figure out what you did wrong and then fix it. Yeah. Yeah, Rand. Uh, that's and? called that's called strategy, buddy. I just every now and then I think Rand sometimes will talk to talk, <laughs> which I get. I also do that. But you know, you'll say something and then you go, "What a dumb fuck thing to say." I did not need to fill the silence this way, but I'm <laughs> terrified of silence. We've all been there. We've all done it. And what it might mean about me as a person. So here we go. Okay. And that's chapter 23. Do you want me to keep reading? Yeah, do 24 as well. Okay. 
It's one thing to read about men growling at women, but like, imagine how funny it would be if they did. Like, if a man growled at me. It's it's an interesting turn of phrase, that's for sure. I would chuckle for days. Yeah, I know, I, yeah. I would think, of, I would keep doing that thing where you like, rethink about it and keep chuckling. Yeah. Like, I'd be washing the dishes and be like... <laughs> remember when that guy growled at me like for years forever for the rest of my life i'd be on my deathbed going do you remember when that guy growled at me pretty funny hilarious we like the last thing i said logan is here everyone is here yeah logan's here diamond balls diamond balls bashir, diamond rolled balls up. bashir is here a brief pause in the sounds of pleasure eh huh is that a thing that, that was is said? a sentence that was not meant to be sexual and it was that's Robert. <clears throat> yes. Call him out, Logan. You've been ducking up, kid. Because he goes, you've not been at the Black Tower at all. And so everything Majram Taim says, everyone assumes is from you. And he's got his own, I loved this word. And I immediately was like, why don't I use this word more? Coterie. It's a great word. Oof. It? I went, Robert's got words. Robert's got good words. You know what? Robert Hot words take. good. The writer He does words well. good. He got he has the good words. Yeah. But he said coterie of um people or whatever. Yes. Of of there's some there's some word. Ashaman. Well no, he said like a coterie of followers or oh, something sycophant. like that. Yeah, yeah, that would be something weird. like that. And that he keeps close to him, and then everyone else just kind of assumes everything that comes from that group is you. That's a reasonable assumption. And it's kind of shitty. Yeah. And he's like, why haven't you been there? And I'm like, finally, someone says, hey, maybe you should visit the Black Tower now and then. Yeah. Yeah. Dance. Yeah. But at the same time, he's my sweet angel baby, and he's busy saving the world. It can be both. He's trying to delegate. It's both. A truce with the Sean Chan. I'm so angry right now. I could spit acid. We'll talk about it. I could spit acid. We are not. No. The just world that we are working towards, Robert, is not a world in which slavery exists. Yes. We are not making peace with slavers right now. I refuse to believe that my redheaded love, Rand Althor, is doing this right now. Absolutely, especially after his ex-girlfriend was enslaved. Absolutely, good goddamn not. No, sir, and I goddamn know that a white man from the South is not writing a book in which we are making agreements with slavers. I am not reading that right now, Robert. <laughs> may, may I? May Robert, I... I will paddle your ass. <laughs> Robert? Uh. Is it possible that we're doing a make peace with Stalin to fight Hitler? I don't give a good god fuck damn. I just this wanted is a to made say up that world because I knew with other people made were. up fucking rules. We are not fucking doing this right now, Robert. I absolutely know that you did not one name Gareth Prince goddamn fucking horse after Robert E. Lee's horse when General Grant was right fucking there, right there as a get out of jail free card or I don't know George fucking Washington was sitting right there unproblematic ish as fuck but better <laughs> but better but I mean Grant is right fucking there Grant is right fucking there he's right there in front of you he's Dis- got a horse and everything disclaimer we're not saying Robert Jordan was like into slavery or anything That's I'm just saying I'm saying optically I'm saying using our little brains 
our little brains. We are not Robert, Jordan, James Oliver Rigney. I'm using your government name. James Oliver Rigney. We did Junior. not. Jim. We did Jim. James Oliver Rigney Jr. Jr. Oh, that's even better. James Oliver Rigney Jr. I know that you are not a white man from the South going, we're going to make peace with slavers. I just refuse to believe it. I will paddle your fucking ass. You are absolutely out of your goddamn mind. Your goddamn wide-brimmed hat-wearing mind if you are doing this to me right now. You better hope. I will find your grave. I will paddle your ass. I, I love this. <laughs> um, I will spit acid, sir. <laughs> With all love to Jimmy. Uh, I hear you on all of that. Um this is said with love, mm-hmm. but also with a I'm not fucking around attitude. It's oh, like, no, look. It's like when you fucked up with your mother. Do you know what I mean? I also don't like the idea of, hey, let's make peace with the slavers. We're not going to hot nuance slavery on this podcast. No, slavery is bad. We will hot nuance until Gus and I literally can't talk, right? We are not going to hot nuance slavery on this podcast. And if that fucking offends you, then I don't give a goddamn fuck. <laughs> the, the only Sometimes thing, you have to offend the right fucking people. <laughs> the only thing I will say about, uh, 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 let's say, a truce with the Sean Chan is I do understand... The context of we need to fight with you for now. We can sort out our shit later because otherwise the apocalypse. Fine. That I do understand. But James. But. Oliver Rigney Jr. You look me in my glasses enlarged eyes. Her eyes look huge with the glasses. Ginormous right now because I forgot to replace my contacts because of who I am as a person. You look me in my goddamn eyes right now. If you fuck around with this and do not solve slavery by the end and we win and we have our ideal world whatever and slavery is in it i will find your grave i will paddle your ass well we do have four books left to address this problem you have four books we have a lot of pages you have four books use that time wisely sir and you know rand has done pretty massive overhauls on basically every other society he's touched all right but the clock's ticking jimbo you got four books left and I feel like there's been a lot of groundwork laid, like with the whole Suldom thing. I feel like we've got a lot of pieces in motion for, you know, some progress on that front. Certainly we do. <coughs> I'm just saying that if I get to the end of this series and that plot line is not resolved. Freezer. Freezer. A paddling is a coming. <laughs> uh, that all being said, Allie, chapter 23 ornaments. Oh, shoot. Is right. Hold a... on. I forgot to read the rest of my notes. Okay. Please continue. Ooh, intrigue. Elsa's trying to kill someone. Yes. It's evil, Elsie Grinwell. What, Elsa? Elsa? Oh, Elsa Penfell, yeah. Frown badly. That's her name. Well, it has been said that the opposite of the Grinwell cup is the frown bad umbrella. I love that for yes. us. That is a, I believe, uh, uh, Mitchell C. original. Mitchell C. Always coming in clutch. All right. What's up? What's next? All right, chapter 23, ornaments. What's that? The logo. It's a dragon in a box. Dragon in the box. It is a Katsuane chapter. I love Katsuane. Um, uh, Nothing happens. Okay, so ask me what happens. What happens in chapter 23, ornaments? Nothing. Chapter 24, Allie, 
is called a stri- well Narishma got promoted to Ashaman but then his Aes Sedai said give me that you can't take anything from anyone but me all right what yeah fuck you so right. chapter 24 Allie like truly y'all look this is a sweet chapter with a lot of people thinking about the power dynamics between Ashaman and Aes Sedai any thoughts on any of that we're seven hours in all right yeah we have nothing to say <laughs> We love you, and we love the character development, but there's not a ton we to break We covered down. most of this in the notes. Rand goes, Rand says, ah, yeah, we gotta, we gotta adapt to do like the Shan-Chan do. When they lose a battle, they regroup and think about it and incorporate that into their future planning. And Cad Swain goes, that's what all the great generals do. Yeah, that's what everyone el- ever has ever done. When you fuck up, you go, what did I do wrong? Let me fix it. And then you fix it. That's just called being a person, Gus. I just, uh, Rand, sometimes words can waste oxygen. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's adamant. Well, he's currently adamant well, I, that he wants to defeat them eventually, but colon, colon. Here's what hyphen, I understand. Hyphen, yes. Here's what I understand. Sometimes you just, you want to say something, especially when you're leading, you know, you're like, oh, I, there's a lot of pressure on me to like say something in this moment. And then you'll say something and it'll be the most dumb fuck thing you've ever said in your <laughs> life. And you realize that and you're like, oh my God. That was the most dumb fuck thing I've ever said in my life. But you have to commit to it because it came out. And you're the leader, so you can't look like a dumb fuck. So you just kind of let it land. And then you move on. I do like... And hope no one remembered. His comment is, I've been talking with Olivia about the Sean Chan. They call their army the ever-victorious army for a reason. It's never lost a war. Battles, yes, but never a war. When they lose a battle, they sit down and work out what they did wrong or what the enemy did right. Then they change what needs changing for them to win. And she goes, yeah. Yeah. The great captains all do that. Olivia's like, do you not do that? And, now and I he, see why like, he goes, we've all won all the wars. He goes, yes, yes. Five men, all great captains. The Sean Chan all do it. And it's like, R- Rand? Rand? Rand. What? I, I, I Call me crazy here. I just don't feel, I, I don't I, feel like I'm adapt starting, your tactics is a revolutionary I'm starting war to come strategy. to a theory as to how the Sean Chan keep kicking ass. I, yeah. Maybe the Westlands just suck at war. Maybe they're just idiots. That could be. Anyway, then, then a bunch like, of... This is what makes the great generals. And it's like... Uh, uh, being probably, yeah, well, competent? A bunch of other people also come up and it's probably because Rand is bonded and, you know, somebody can... Yeah, okay. That's the end of chapter 23. Chapter 24, Alley, Strengthening Storm, what's this? It's the Black Aja. Black Aja logo. Scary lady. Uh, we start with Rand. What? Can I ask a question? Of course. I've always wondered this about the Black Aja lady. Why has she got a helmet on? That's her hair. No, it is It's her hair. <clears throat> no, like I understand beehive. that you are telling me that this is her hair. I am telling you, no one's bangs were ever that fucked. Look at that. Look at that. That's her hair. Yeah, no, that's her hair. What's the cowlick at the front? It's her hair. Look at the little pointy. Yeah, it's her hair. That's fucked up hair. Sure, maybe. How do you even get it to lie like that? A shitload of hairspray. When you don't have a hair dryer. Very carefully. This Magic. This is unrealistic. Magic. Helmet hair for real. My goodness. Now, so, the person who made that logo is crying. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't mean it. I'm just being an ass. As a reminder, Rand is chilling out at Lord Algarin's house. Lord Algarin. Uh, Lord Algarin is this dude. At one point, 
Kats, his brother started channeling and Katsuane took his brother to the White Tower and, you know, took care of him. And he lived for 10 years. And really cool thing, by the way, uh, uh, Algarin is now asking to be tested because the source is clean. Oh. Which I think is a really great marker. Here's the thing. What I will say about Crossroads of Twilight. In these two chapters, we do actually get a great indication of what is different. Unfortunately, I say this with all the love in my heart, it's only these two chapters and it's basically while Rand takes a nap. He had a big day. Now, yeah, it's true. I think he deserves this nap. Yeah. But I love that they all the Ashaman are like, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. And Listen. even even the Aes Sedai are like, I mean, it feels better than it did. Listen, after the, the WGA stuff came out, right? The strike ends at midnight tonight. Mm-hmm. I'm exhausted. Like, people are going out drinking and stuff. And I'm like, I'm so fucking tired, like emotionally and physically. All these writers are posting pictures on Twitter of themselves before and after the strike. They've walked so much mm-hmm. that they've lost noticeable amounts of weight. Like, it's actually wild. And and I'm just like so tired. So I get it. I get the need for a nap. I get it. I fully support Ren taking a nap here. And it's I'm nice not to saying see there's a problem with it. And afters. I just I just I just wish I just wish there was more about like, hey, we can channel magic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe we'll get that in Knife of Dreams. Perhaps. So, uh, Strength and Storm, uh, we start off with Rand. He's hanging out. He's in his room. Min's in there, pressed Always. tight against his side. Always. Uh, vibrant. The bond being vibrant. And he wants to keep women safe and all that. Uh, oh, and my he's God. loose there and he's like, just don't murder him. <laughs> the bar That's a is good in start. hell. Let me tell you where I, what I, where I went wrong. The I murdered them. The bar for loose there is in hell. <laughs> Don't murder the woman you love. Anyway. Bashir and a shitload of dudes showed up. Logain's here. That's exciting. Logain is here. Uh, how's he doing? What's his aura? Um. From Min. Per Min. It's complicated. Great glory. Oh, well, yeah. We know that about yeah, him. Yeah, it's still true. It's even more so now. I missed that you said Min. Yeah, so she, he's going to have great glory to come, probably because he's leading. He's going to end up being the one that leads the good side of the Black Tower. What's up with Davy? Oh, Dav is there to report about the fact that Deera got stabbed. There's something dark in the images I saw around Lord Davram. If he turns oh. against you or dies, I, oh. I, I heard one of the soldiers say Lord Dobrain might die. I'm mean, losing oh, even well, one of them would be a blow. What? Lose all three and it might take you a year to recover. And he's like, all right, whatever. You've, it's going to happen or it won't. I don't give a shit. We'll figure it out. I have no emotions. I'm harder than a boner. I, I mean, I mean, a, a boner. A, a, a Quendiar. I like the repeated mistakes. I love it. Thank you. That was amazing character work. Thank you for that. <laughs> um, <laughs> you never cease to amaze me with your comedic time. Okay. Uh. <coughs> so <clears throat> that's weird. I kind of missed that on my read. It's very brief. Okay. So bad stuff around Davram. Something dark, but she's not sure if that means he's going to do something bad or something bad is going I... to happen to him. I worry for Fayil's parents. I really do. But she said either he's turning against you or dying. No, she didn't say that. She said something bad. Ellipsis. Oh. She goes, if he dies or if he turns against you or if Dobrain dies or if all three of these guys die, you're fucked. But she saw something that maybe Dobrain could die. Did she see that? Some of the men are discussing the concern about... That One Dobrain of the soldiers said Lord Dobrain might die because maybe he got stabbed. Oh. Well, I... I mean... I'm worried about Davram. I think Davram could totally die. I worry sometimes that Rand might accidentally kill him in like a fit. That's a real concern. Because that would make things real awkward with Perrin. Yes. 
Um, yeah, I worry about that. So loyal. Though I guess. Sorry. No, please, please. I guess Rand's not going mad anymore, right? He's so, not getting madder, but so he's still got a little of that. But thing. when he grabs Sidine, he still does the exorcist puking thing. That is cute. Yeah. What? What was fuck? I guess that it's not. They're not going to retract any madness. I think that's part of it. Yeah. Anything that already affects you is still affecting you. So then there's Loghain kind of mad still? Loghain has as much madness as he had accrued. So they all have as much madness as they had. It seems as though that is the case. Okay. So there's no like... This is not getting worse. Take backsies. No. Okay. Well, I mean, it could be worse. All you're doing is laughing to yourself. You hear, you know, your past life screaming death and Eliana in your head. And Cash. you're puking. Because again... Right, Rand would no longer be hearing Luz Theron if it undid everything. Right. Presumably. Well, unless he's real. Whether he's real or not, he is an effect of the channeling, right? I mean, probably. Yeah. You know, he really needs to be useful in some way. What, you mean instead of just gibbering at him? Like, I really, I'm like, can you be useful at all? All you do is scream. Don't forget the crying. He also cries. So Loyal busts in. He's like, this dude has big ass beds. And who are you, me? Uh, All you do is scream and cry. Uh, <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. And Loyal is pleased. This guy has huge beds. And also he's like, he's got a shitload of books. And I'm thrilled because some of my books got wet. I want only good things for him. And um, I have no notes about Loyal. And that's rare for me. Not in terms of character, but in terms of. Who he is as a person. <laughs> Rand's tired, of course. He had a big day. Loyal's been with the elders. What's the news? Mm, they're closing the way gates. The great stump is meeting in Shanghai, and that will attract crowds. This is the first time a great stump has been called in a thousand years. The ants are meeting. Yes. The ants moot. Not since you humans fought the war of the hundred years. And it was Shangtai's turn. They must be considering something very important. But no one would tell me why it was called. They won't tell you about any stump until you have a beard. It's the Entmoot. The Ents are going to war. And Rand is like, oh, all right, cool. I mean, maybe go there and get a, get a good eye on that sitch. And what does Loyal say? We keep sending Loyal away from me. I know! We keep sending Loyal on fetch quests! No! Fetch quests we don't even see! I know, they're cool! I would have loved to watch uh, Loyal and Carlin close the way gates. I also would have loved to see Loyal or at least heading one. toward the setting. Like, time's running out. Well, we gotta get there. I would have loved to see that. Yeah, because now he's just kind of bopping around. Anyway, Rand's like, well, why don't you head home for a minute, get a, get, get a look at that, you know... And maybe send a POV character with him. Also, you can take a quick nap, rest up, undo any longing that might be coming. What do you think? And what's Loyal say? I'm good. He says, absolutely not. I, we went to all the other settings. I don't want to go home, man. Why doesn't he want to go home specifically? Because he doesn't want to get married. My mom's going to marry me off, bro. But Aerith. I know. He likes Aerith. Go home to Aerith. She'll have Aerith in tow, too. She will. And Min is like, yeah, but you like you her. You heard right? Allie. You like her. And also, you know, Thanks, what's the Min. problem Thank here? Thank you for backing me up on this. Well, I, I do want to, Min. Of course I do. Aerith is 
beautiful and very perceptive. And uh, did I ever tell you how carefully she listened to me explain about? Of course I did. I tell everyone I meet. I, I do want to marry her, but but not yet. Everyone knows that women are ring hungry harpies, <laughs> and no. men get. Dragged down the uh, aisle uh, in sacks. Well, that's kind of what he says. It isn't like with you humans, men. You do everything Rand asks. Aerith will expect me to settle down and stay home. Wives never let a husband go anywhere or do anything if it means leaving the steading for more than a few days. I have my book to finish. And how can I do that if I don't see everything Rand does? I want to fuck bitches and get <laughs> money. As you humans do. Aerith just wouldn't understand. You do everything Rand says. Min? The fa- Min, are, are, are you angry with me? And she yes. goes, what makes you think I'm angry? <laughs> yeah, um, I don't, I don't like this idea that people are like, ugh, oh, I mean, Rand has the perfect relationship. Min does everything he says. Is that the perfect relationship? I don't know about that one, When boss. a wife does everything her husband says? Why are we looking at that as an ideal? I'm just asking a question. So they, they, Rand's like, anyway, fuck all that. You know, do whatever you want. But hey, uh, how else are things? And he's like, oh, quick comment, Rand. Quick comment, Rand, about these Aes Sedai. And Rand loose there and is like, kill him, kill everybody, kill, kill, kill. And oh, my God. Can you do one useful thing in Rand's head? He has just been a freeloader this whole time. And then we, we switch perspective to uh, Katsuin. She's like, are you telling me these fucking assholes are bonding I Sedai. What a bunch of bullshit. I mean, we should be mad about that, but can we also talk about the fact that, like, but you bonded, but Rand got, Land got bonded against his will, and Rand got bonded against his will, and well, that's she, also fucked she up. She was pissed about those things. She was pissed about those things. I just feel like the people who did them got off kind of easy. They did. But yeah, she's, uh, can, how, how, how does this go over? Not well. Bad. And Rand doesn't like it either. No, Rand is also pissed. Rand gets pissed at Loghain about it, too. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He's like, this has got to stop. And Loghain's like, I understand, but I kind of had no choice because Mazram Taim totally would have killed them otherwise. Yeah, Rand, Rand's... And Rand's like, okay, but this this has to stop now. We're Rand, not doing this anymore. Rand's talking with, uh, with, uh, with, with Lo- Lo- Loghain. He goes, it has to end. I don't need a war with the White Tower, and you bloody Ashaman, bloody, bloody well won't give me a war with the White Tower. Do I make myself understood? And Loghain is like, I mean, do you want me to let them go because like they would need to let our guys go and that's not gonna happen i think you should just bond each other i think that would be a great great middle ground i do too just bond each other that way you're you have to agree on stuff now logan claims that this was taim's order which is weird to me logan claims that this is taim taim ordered them to bond huh. eyes to die so is that real or is he punting the blame on somebody who's kind of a dick anyway? We guess Taim gave the order. I, I assumed it came from you. Taim does a great many things people think are at your direction, but he has his own plans. And Rand, you really have only yourself to blame for that. Flynn and Narishma and Manfor are on the deserter's list, like every Ashaman you've kept with you. And he has a coterie of 20 or 30 he keeps close and a trains coterie. privately. Coterie. Every man who wears the dragon is one of that group, except me. And he would have kept the dragon from me if he dared. Ooh. No matter what you've done, it's time to turn your eyes to the Black Tower before Taim splits it worse than the White Tower is. Yes. 
Thank you. If he does. I've been saying that for like two books You'll now. find the larger part is loyal to him, not you. They know him. Most have never seen you. Tell it like it is. Oh, at one point, Luz Theron tries to grab the source, but Rand like fights him off and he's like, this is getting harder. Oh, that's not good. Rand is like, all right, good talk, but like, fuck that. I'm going to punt that and do that later. Okay. I'm not going to think about that um, one right now. I disagree with that decision. Like, I'm not, I'm not, we're not going to deal with the Black Tower because I don't make uh, a habit out of giving a fuck about the Black Tower. Please give a fuck about the Black Tower. They could actively really fuck you up. By the way, remember in the prologue when, when Bashir is like, tell the man I will meet with him. What man? It was Logan. Oh. Yeah. So mystery solved. Good to know. Uh, uh, Rand is like, what else are we here for? What, what the fuck is going on? Why the fuck did you fucking fuckers come all the fucking way out here to my party house, my Mojo Dojo Casa nap house, and 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 like just impinge upon my bang sesh with men? Like, what are we doing? What what the fuck is going on? You took the words right out of my mouth. That's man. exactly that's verbatim from the book. No, it's not. And uh, what does Bashir say? Bashir says. Bashir's like, yeah, man. So they stabbed the shit they out of Dobrin. They wife. tried to stab my wife. And uh, you know what? You know what they were looking for, right? What, Gomez Adams? The seals. The seals. Ah, yes. The seals that they do not have. Uh, or they do have. They did. They did. I forget have. exactly where they are right now because they have some of them, remember? They did they have, have several some of, them. of them, actually. You're right. Where I just they? don't remember because Rand got one from Taim in book six. So I think Rand has a few. But where? In Kyrian, probably, maybe in And I don't remember. But like it was it was very reasonable for them to assume that uh Taim and or Dobrain had one. Taim? Uh, sorry. You mean uh, Bashir, yeah. Okay. Yeah, somebody has them and I can't remember who. Oh yeah, because Rand almost broke one. Yes. He says, I forgot about that. Uh, Bashir goes, you have three. And you say three are broken. Maybe the shadow knows where the last is. And then Loyal goes, I'm that is serious, Maybe. The Shire Logoth's gone. No, I meant, I meant, I meant Oh, Shire Ghoul? Yeah. Oh, that would be then a Then we got to go to Shire Ghoul. Blood on the rocks. But we broke the seal. So Rand goes, all right. So anyway, the thing about the Black Tower I don't give a fuck that. I don't. I, that's stressful. I'm not going to think about that. I'm going to pretend that's not happening. That's not exactly what he says. I'm being hyperbolic, but you know. Uh, he thinks the seals on the Dark One's prison on one hand, Taim splitting the Ashaman on the other. Was the seventh seal already broken? That's a Bergman movie. Was the shadow beginning the opening moves of the last battle? You told me something once, Bashir. If your enemy offers you two targets, strike at a third, Bashir finished promptly. Mm. I can't fight the Shadow and the Sean Chan at the same time. No, I'm don't sending do the it. three of you to arrange a truce with the Sean Chan. Ah! And then Bashir and Loyal both Bashir, Bashir and Logan are both like, "Motherfucker, what? No, dog, that is a horrible idea." But, that is a horrible idea. But instead of uh, one of your worst, hearing more. So to be clear, Asses this is not this is not something that anybody is excited about. So I I, I agree with your frustration. I do. I just want to make it clear. That it's not something anybody is like, yay, I let's do it. I just wanted I, to state that out I loud. understand. Listen, I understand that it is not the Sean Chan so far have not been portrayed. Well, not totally been portrayed sympathetically. However, James Oliver Rigney Jr., <laughs> you have four books 
to meet my demands. My demands being that asses of the Sean Chan variety are paddled and slavery is no more. Yeah. You have four bucks. So we switched to Elza. What's up with Elza? She's trying to kill somebody. Yeah, she's like she's gonna have to kill some people, and her warder is also a dark friend, and she and she's gonna she's well, like kill anybody who threatens easier. the dragon reborn, and yeah, I'm so cool and evil, and that's the end of chapter twenty four. Chapter 25, Ali, it's called When to Wear Jewels. It's this logo. What's that? It's a Sean Chan helmet. Sean Chan. Can you give me your Perrin notes? Of course. Chapter 25. You're right, Perrin. The people who think you're stooping bear lane are stone-brained idiots. And if Perrin's calling you an idiot, you must be a real <laughs> idiot. I love this guy. I love Perrin. Okay. But for joke purposes, we have to be a little roasty and he's not real and he can't hear me. You're right, Perrin. I already said that. See, I'm also an idiot. Can we please have an intervention with Aram? My God. Oh, yeah. He's doing real bad. My God. He's doing so bad. Who the hell is Arganda? I... Gerard Arganda. Yeah. Well, now yeah, I know. Yeah, you remember Arganda. He's been around. But he... No, he hasn't. Yeah, he has. Arganda? Where... When... No, he's Damon Dredd who's just shown up. Arganda? I'm just kidding. Arganda's been around since... Um... Oh well, mm. no, he like just showed up. Yeah, book uh, book nine. He's he's uh, he's uh, uh, what's her name? He's oh god, the fucking queen. Oh, Berylanes. No, Aliandra's. No. Oh yeah, this he, he's the guy who's just he's like so annoying. Dicks out for Aliandra all day every he day. He is so annoying. Well, he wants his queen back. He's annoying about it. Like, oh yeah, you love your queen and your job more than I love my wife. Like, yeah, we're gonna get her the fuck back. Sure, give me a second. See, I'm on Perrin's side also. I just also think sometimes he's a little slow on the uptake. No, Perrin. Berylaine is coming with you because she's a ducking adult. That was a typo. Yeah. Um, yeah. Perrin's like, Berylaine can't come with me. She's a woman. Fuck off. My God. Fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off. Is it because she's a woman? Yes. Oh, boy. Fuck off. God. Go ahead and read the rest of your parent notes. Men's clothing did not suit her. This book is screaming for the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> Stay. So Perrin's got. No, God, please. No, no. Stare starts like prancing a little bit. Like oh, Perrin, yeah. Like, the back at Perrin starts like get it. Stubber gets like or Stare, Stare gets yeah. nervous and like kind of wants to leave. And I want Stare does not want to stay. Chapter 26. Oh, yes. In Sohabor. I used the wrong there, so I'm fixing it. I support that. <laughs> I wrote these very fast, and I will not have this grammatical error be published. Okay, chapter 26. Why did they ask if they're alive? What are their... What? Are there white walkers now? Ghosts. Ghosts? Ghosts. By the way, I just want to say, before we discuss anything about this chapter, this chapter is 100% a vibes chapter. Oh, as is this book. This book is 100% a vibes book. This is a vibes book. Vibes book. It is like a no plots, only vibes. No plots, just vibes. No plots, just vibes. Absolutely true. Maybe that's the book, the, the episode title. No plots, just no vibes. No plots, just vibes. Oh, I, I like that. Yeah. Make that the title. Gus, in the future, make it happen. <laughs> Thank you. You're very welcome. 
Ghosts? Ghosts? Wait, I think I did a good Scooby that time. Wait, hold on. Ghosts? No, that was bad. Anyway, it was a good effort. But it was something. I'm it proud of you. It was interesting. Well, well handled. <laughs> Wait, maybe if I lower the pitch. Because I feel like the the mouth movement was correct, but the pitch was too high. Yeah. Okay, let me see. Okay. Hold on. Let's, I'm, I'm really trying to nail this. Okay, ready? Ghosts. I liked it. It wasn't good, but it was fun. <laughs> you know what matters? It was committed. <laughs> I committed to that. Though. I'm proud of you. I committed to being bad, and that's really what matters. Yeah. Actually, I'm a hero. There you go. <laughs> this city is weird as hell. Yes, it is. Are they eating people or something? You'd think, but no, it's just gross. I just really felt like they were eating people. Yeah, I, you'd it think. It gave me Terminus in The Walking Dead vibes. Do you know what I mean? Yes, but no, it's just vibes. Yeah. It's literally it's just, just the town of bad vibes. It is the weirdest vibe town of all time. Yeah. Like, I feel like if I were in a town and there were ghosts, I would not be as weird of a vibe as this town. It's fucking weird. Why are the dogs gone? Uh, if they ate the dogs, I'm going to lose it. There's no confirmation of that. I'm going to lose it. No confirmation They better not have eaten the dogs. There's absolutely no, no confirmation. way they ate the dogs. There's no endings or beginnings to the weevil of time. And I wrote, is it ghosts again? What's with the ghosts? Ghosts. Ghosts. The answer, Allie, is ghosts. Know that each time I am trying to do a Scooby impression and failing miserably I am at not it, trying to do a Scooby impression at, at all. But I just think that that will add an added layer of joy to the I ghosts. I agree with that. Is that I am failing so abominably each no time. No plots, only vibes. Chapter 27. This is upsetting. I don't remember what. Uh, uh, well, it could be any number of things. We'll find out. I'll know what it is when we get there. Day 1,547 of me begging Perrin to have an intervention with Aram. You would think. I've been begging for like three years now. Am I wrong? You've been begging since book five, six, since book six. So about a year and a half. Well, let's see. Okay. Because he's okay in book When four, did mostly. Aram pick up the sword? Book Christmas four. 2021? Christmas of 2020. So for Actually, three years that, now. I think. For three years now, I've been begging, almost three years. I've been begging you to have an intervention with Aram. Three years of my life, parent. Please. What the fuck? Parent cut off the dude's fucking hand. Yes, he did. Look at this. Try and pronounce what I typed. Because uh, I was so I'm gonna try to read animated this. suddenly. <sighs> Fuckskinfin. Fuckskinfin. Perrin cut off this dude's fuckskinfin hand. He did. I didn't think he had it in him. Guess I have to hand it to him. I can't think of any more jokes. Oh, God damn it. Guess you could say I'm stumped. Okay. You know what's funny is we're really not even using that correctly because now we're just using it for jokes. Now we're just using... No, now we're just using it for cringy jokes. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, but leaving the axe in the tree is so aesthetically dramatic of him. It's a great... Sh- this scene... Look, here's the thing. Nothing happens in Crossroads. Yeah, 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 yeah. This part... This part. Like, President Snow from The Hunger Games would have been proud of the oh my theatricality God. of this. The man would have fallen over dead. He would have been so excited. Uh, he, um, the man loves theatrics. Um, Yeah, I said, okay, but leaving the axe in the tree is so aesthetically dramatic of him, and I mean that as a compliment. Please. I'm a theater kid. Oh my God, this was the funniest ending of the chapter possible. 
Perrin just sits down and goes, so tell me about these Sean It's chants. so fucking funny. I keep thinking maybe we're being too hard on Perrin and his inability to get with the program, but this made me laugh out loud. Holy shit. Hey, that's a that big was time. perfection. Big time bingo square for uh, 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 Perrin belatedly understands something. Yeah, I definitely got at least one bingo. This You definitely did. I'm sure I did. I've yeah. gotten so many. Yeah. Well, because, uh, You're telling me uh, that there's Sean Chan? How big is this Sean Chan? Stop me when I get there. Six feet, six one, six two, six three, six four, six five. He can't be six six. <laughs> this is fucking funny. All right. Chapter 25. When do I have to fight this man named Sean Chan? <laughs> Chapter 25. When to wear jewels. Sean, uh, Sean Chan's helmet. Is it not? Yes. Because Perrin asks at the very end, so tell me about these Sean Chan. Uh, truly nothing. Which I, I can't remember why, because aren't we still looking for your wife? Why is this pertinent to well, your plot Perrin at this time? Well, Perrin knows about the Sean Chan. I mean, he, he knows who they are. Okay. He understands Does the basic. he? Yeah, because he knows that, uh, that, uh, what's his fuck? Masima was negotiating, dealing with Surath. So he understands who the Sean Chan oh, are. Oh, that's right. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, so it's not that he doesn't know what the Sean Chan... He was, he was okay, at Tolman head, head in book two. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I forgot. Ever. But in my head, this is the first time he's actually like registered that there's a group called the Sean Chan. I don't think that's what no, it I've is. No, it's my headcanon, Gus. Who are you to correct my headcanon? He's saying sit down to about these Sean Chan, these specific group of Sean Chan. But it is, you know pretty funny but i i think of it like um you're like well-intentioned grandfather asking you like um a vaguely like it's well-intentioned but vaguely problematic question well you know it's like i'm surprised so tell me about these queers i'm surprised (laughs) what's going on I'm surprised, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm surprised you're not more upset about this because what happens at the end of these chapters is that talonvor comes back uh, and he goes, I'm just going to skip to the end. We'll come back to where he goes, 15,000 Sean Chan, near enough. Uh, most are Terraboners, actually, but they ride under Sean Chan banners and and they have at least a dozen Damani. Uh, I know it's like taking help from the Dark One, but they're hunting the Shido, too. And I take the Dark One's help to free Magdin. And Perrin is like, maybe we can make a deal with these Sean Chan, is what he's saying. Why are we all lining up to make deals with the Sean Chan? It's the green button. God, please, no, no. Are we going to play it all the no. way through? We're going to mm-hmm. play it all the way. Yeah. No. Let it reach its conclusion. So chapter. <laughs> yeah, I know. Describe my face. Extrem, very pouty, scrunched, uh, very pursed lips, uh, furrowed brow, arms crossed. Yes, arms crossed. And you'll note it's across the breasts. It is across the breasts. Yes, that is yes, true. Yes, which is where they are usually crossed that's the that's the most comfortable place to cross them uh yeah i know i am displeased by I, this I understand development and i i sympathize so the one plot we're going to develop is this plot well look look at how all three of our boys now have some degree of connection with the sean chan i hate it all of them do i hate it so so anyway, Perrin, uh, chapter 20 fucking five. Fix it. Uh, when to wear jewels. Literally nothing happens. They're running out of food and Perrin gets a haircut. Could you imagine if Rafe 
is listening right now and he just like writes down <laughs> all of the things that I am mad about. Make Allie he's like, mad. Mate. Piss He's Allie like, the off. only person I'm trying to make happy is Allie. That's hilarious. Actually. And so I'm writing out all the things Allie hates. <laughs> One, slavers. And I stand by it. I, that's not a hot take. Uh, Aram, it shouldn't be. Aram's doing bad. They're going to go to Sohabor and get food. There's truly nothing. Do you, do you? Is there anything to discuss in this chapter? It's vibes. It's nice vibes. It's character stuff. It's good character There's stuff. It's fun character stuff. in the food. Not until next chapter. This whole chapter, they go, we should go to a town and get food. And that's the end of chapter 25. Oh, and there are Shanshan coming. And that's the end of chapter 25. Chapter 26, Allie, is called In Sohabor. This is the logo. What's this? Birds. Birds. Uh, what? Give me the rundown. Of this chapter? Yes. Okay. So... Because here's the thing. It's I think it's kind of like maybe a little bit of a cool, kind of a spooky chapter. But does anything happen? Does anything happen in this spooky chapter? No. They go to the town, okay? Everybody is like weirdly hissing at them and asks, are you alive? And I'm like... I've never been asked that before by a person. And so, um, and if I walked into a town and they asked me that, I would assume it was some kind of children of the corn situation, which is a movie. Which, uh, but I would assume it was something like that. Like some kind of, there, sure, was, there yeah. would be off vibes from yeah. the get. And I go, you know what? We can get weevil infested food in another town. And I would leave and go somewhere else. Because this would freak me out. Also, the lack of dogs. Why are there no dogs? So they get to the town. We've heard of the troubles plaguing this land, but we're merely passing through. And we come for trade, not trouble. To buy grain and other needful things. Not to fight. This gave me Terminus from The Walking Dead, which is a show. <laughs> I have the honor to announce Berylaine Sapendrag Peron, fist of May, first of Mayenne, blessed of the... Uh, da, 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 and she's going to create a new Argentina. And... Because <laughs> oh, her last name is Perron. And then this guy goes, How do we know you're alive? And it all goes from from there. But yeah, the parents like, I hate this. We should leave immediately. This place sucks. Yeah. For once, let's listen to Perron. And they go Bad Vibes City. They're looking for a place to buy food. Anora goes up to someone's like, What the fuck is going on here? Um, Why is everyone acting so fucking weird? It's once again a bubble of weevil. And they start bargaining for grain. And Perrin is like, mm, let me see the grain in the warehouses. And they look in the warehouses. Uh, and uh, so he says this. And then Berlin goes, I was about to suggest a visit to a warehouse. I would never buy grain without seeing the warehouse. Okay. And they look well, in the... Again, sometimes I think the people in this book are just talking to fill the silence. <laughs> Uh, and they look in the warehouse and, and they basically like they get to the sack and the sack like collapses into weevils. Gross. And 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 parents like, Y'all gotta like, sift these out. Huh. The weevils are in every food. There's a lot of this is like a million weevils. Tell me about the weevils, Allie. How do you feel about the weevils as like a premise? I feel about the same as the fucky weather. You yeah, know? It it's is exactly kinda, the same thing. Yes. We replaced the fucky like, kind of not exactly, but it's very similar. It's like at one book we were too hot and in this book we were too cold. And in this book, weevils and ghosts. And ghosts. 
Ooh. Anyway. <laughs> that was oh the closest I've God. ever been. Parent asks for extra beans. Good. And then this guy is like, hey, man, I just saw a ghost. Gross. And, <laughs> and, uh, Gross. and then the people are like, well, time to come clean. We got a million fucking ghosts. And people keep on having heart attacks because of the ghosts. And some people are killing their loved ones because they think they're ghosts. And I'm like, what? Why? Well, that doesn't make Stop. sense. Stop. Well, I guess I guess if they were surprised by their loved one, like it was like, honey, yeah. I'm... Ho- you know what I mean? People strike out at shadows and surprises with whatever's to hand. And sometimes they found a husband, wife, or neighbor dead at their feet. But I'm like, what are the ghosts doing? Because it seems like they just show up Notably, as Jason Denzel pointed out, I noticed I found this online at, at intersections, so crossroads. Oh, and then they of, of Twilight. Twilight. That's the title. And I think mostly at evening. And then they just kind of like walk what? away at evening, Twilight. Robert. And then they just kind of like walk away. And Perrin is like, "Well, you had one chance to that think it sucks." And this other dude is like, "Hey, well, we got to." Are the ghosts violent ghosts? Are they vengeful Apparently spirits? not. I think they just show up and then, then walk away. Then who cares? <laughs> well, spooky. Spooky. Yeah, but... Uh, spooky. But, spooky. But, but, okay, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. If a ghost shows up, but was just kind of a vibe... Spooky. If a ghost showed up and was kind of a vibe... I'd be, I'd be spooked. Like, hey, great Aunt Bertha. Like, uh, but also, depends, like, but, you know. after a while, it'd be kind of like, okay... They're here. So yeah, one of the ice. Please don't come in while I'm showering. Sayanid, notably. Sayanid, who I once said has shown up once, and I was immediately told how wrong I was. Uh, Sayanid is here, and she's like, you gotta leave one of us behind so we can figure out what's up with the ghost. And And Perrin is like, no. No, we have to find my wife. Okay, here's the thing. Also, the last battle. Do you think, wait, this is kind of funny. Do you think that any of the loved ones that they actually stab come back as ghosts? That would be wild. What the the fuck? What the fuck? Fuck, Mark. What the fuck? What the fuck? Mark. Stabby Mark over here got too stabby. And Perrin is like, damn, this sucks. All oh, right. well, not going to do anything to help, Let's, though. Well, he's like, I wish I could, but I can't. And yeah. then that's the end of chapter 26. Chapter 27, Ellie, what must be done is the chapter. They winnow grain. Uh, they winnow grain? To get the, the weevils out. Sure. There's like, I'm skipping a lot of weevil talk. There's, There's a, a lot, lot of weevil talk. There's a lot. There page after page of weevil. I didn't know before this book what weevils were. I thought that Robert Jordan legitimately made these fucks up. Yeah, no, they're real. Uh, Do and we have the them in California? Probably. Are there Californian weevils? I have never so, yeah. heard of a weevil. You've never heard of in a my weevil? Li- never in my life ever have I heard of weevils. It's ever. the whole thing. I would remember because weevil is a funny name. No, I've heard of cockroaches. I've uh, heard weevils of... Weevils are specifically like... Like... Grain pests, I think. Like, like, is that the little bugs you sometimes can get in rice if you leave the rice like... No, un- they're bigger sealed? than that. So that's not weevils. I don't think so. Okay. Then I don't know what the fuck a weevil is. They're beetles. They're little beetle guys. Maybe I just don't they're, leave. Well, they're about a quarter inch long, so maybe. Maybe I just don't. No, no. What? The rice things are like microscopic, practically. They're teeny tiny. They're really little, and they're kind of like clear. 
They're, they're, uh, you see them crawling. Yeah, well, it could be, but probably not the ones that are going to show up in like a, a very old bag of rice. Because I've seen those. Yeah. Okay, I, 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 I'm, I am reading about weevils. I have to stop doing this right now. I'm going down a dark path. Uh, well, that was what Robert Jordan apparently he, did he before really he wrote Crossroads weevils. of Twilight, because we are... Okay, there are fungus weevils, leaf-rolling weevils, primitive weevils, straight-snout weevils, true weevils, whole, uh, pine well, one true weevils. weevil. There's a lot of families of weevils. There's this New Zealand giraffe weevil. Oh my god. So So I know enough about weevils now to fill a lifetime. Uh not half as much as Robert did. And I'm proud of him. Me too. Santa and Missouri are like, we should stay. Or Santa wants to stay. And Perrin is like, I'd have to send Adara back to get you, and that doesn't seem like a good idea. And how about we don't do any of that? Um, yeah. Okay. So Perrin heads back to camp and the two rivers guys are like, Hey, man whore. And, uh, okay, that's just a thing that's continuing. Yeah, I hate that. And Dan Lewin comes up and goes, The maidens brought in five Shido, Lord Perrin. Argonda took them over to the Geldan and Tents to put them to the question. Masima's with them. And he's like, I don't get five, fucking, whatever, Masima, whatever. Why, 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 why is Argonda questioning? Is Argonda doing some bullshit? Yeah, kind of always. And Idara goes, Even shy, though, know how to embrace pain, Perinibara. It will take days to bring any of them to talk. And there seems no reason to wait. And, uh... Sulin goes... Sulin goes, My spear sisters and I would could have done it fast. <laughs> My spear sister... And the bug just flies into her mouth. She starts spitting. It's a weevil. My spear... Yeah. My spear sisters and I could have done it faster ourselves a little. But Danny Lewin said you wanted no blows struck. Gerard Arganda is an impatient man, and he mistrusts us. You may not learn much. In any case, they are stone dogs. They will yield slowly and as little as possible. In this, it is always necessary to put together a little from one with a little from another to make a picture. Mm. My accent is shifting, and I need to bring it back. That's all right. So... Perrin goes to these Shido. You're still on strike, so. (laughs) Hey, it's true. Uh, Perrin goes to these Shido. Your accent went on strike. Tell me about (laughs) that. No, actually, it was really good. I'm I'm just joking. It turned like Italian or something. Uh, I don't think it did. I think you're too mean to yourself. Tell me about these, these Shido guys. Um, they suck. Yeah, they're, you know, they're, they're just chilling. Well, I mean, they're, they are being tortured, which is not awesome. Yeah. Um, it's a war crime. It's not good. It's not a good war crime. Yeah, this is bad, actually, because they've got... If there is a good war crime, it's not this one. They've got... I think the best war crime, and the only one that's kind of okay, is when you put uh, the Red Cross logo in your video game by mistake. Yeah, that's that I think is acceptable. Yeah. Uh, Perrin, they've got this one dude, he's, he's, he's spread-eagled, naked, and they've put hot coals on his stomach. And I'm like, this is not it. This is horrible. Uh, that's inventive in a creepy way. This like, is... who suggested that? Like, if somebody was like, hey, let's get them naked and spread them and then put hot coals on their stomach, I would look at them and be like, no. Bob, are you okay? So, uh, so Perrin comes up and he kicks the coals off the guy's chest and he's like, what the fuck? And Masima is the worst and goes, the savage makes a sham, my bar. I know them. Yeah. They pretend to feel no pain, but they do not. Not the other may, not the way other men do. You must be willing and able to hurt a stone to make one of them talk. 
Okay. And that's too much. Argonda's like, much. I'm not happy that Masima did this either, but man, you 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 don't get it. I want to get Aleandra back. And Aram is like, I'm so, I I am so close right now. Can you please put the oh. goals back? On? Oh <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. No. That's just my read on the no. guy. Oh, it's so accurate. Actually, though. what he says is, "Oh my god, it has to be done." Aram said, half pleading, half demanding. He was on Masima's other side, clutching the edges of his green cloak. Somehow, what you said was less weird, as if to keep his his hands from the sword on his back, on his back. His eyes were almost as hot as Masima's. You taught me that a man does what he must, and Perrin is like. Okay, Parents like, do I actually what I haven't do. taught you anything. Actively, I've avoided you against Ali's express orders. He goes, all right, fucking fine, fine, fine. You got to do what you got to do. All right, fine. We'll do what we got to do. And he undi- unties the rag from the guy's mouth, and the guy immediately starts singing Wash the Spears. Okay. Good throwback. Masima's laughter rose in the middle of the singing. Perrin's hackles rose, too. He'd never heard Masima laugh before. It was not a pleasant sound. He did not want to lose a finger, so he pulled his axe out of its belt loop and carefully used the top of the axe head against the man's chin to push his mouth shut. Eyes the color of the sky looked up at him out of a sun-dark face, unafraid. The man smiled. "'I don't ask you to betray your people,' Perrin said." His throat hurt with the effort of keeping his voice steady. You Shido captured some women. All I want to know is how to get them back. One is named Fail. She's as tall as one of your women with dark, tilted eyes, a strong nose, and a bold mouth. A beautiful woman. You'd remember her if you had seen her. Have you? And the Shido stares at him and then stares directly into Perrin's eyes and starts singing what sounds kind of like a drinking sound sort of he just starts singing a goofy song and starts laughing you know i don't think parents request was really that um unreasonable and aram goes if 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 you can't do this aram said desperately then go away i'll help see to it and parents like what is wrong with you what had to be done Perrin looked at the faces around him argonda scowling with hatred at him as much as the shido now Masima, stinking of madness and filled with a scornful hate. You must be willing and able to hurt a stone. Idara, her face as unreadable as the Aes Sedai's, arms folded calmly beneath her breasts. Oh, good, I hope so. Even Shido know how to embrace pain. It'll take days. Sulin, the scar across her cheek still pale on her leathery skin, her gaze level and her scent implacable. They will yield slowly and as little as possible. Berylane, smelling of judgment... A ruler who had sentenced men to death and never lost a night's sleep. What had to be done? Willing and able to hurt a stone? Embrace pain? Oh, light. Fail. The axe was as light as a feather rising in his hand, and came down like a hammer on the anvil. Jesus Christ. The heavy blade Uh. shearing through the Shido's left Uh. wrist. Uh. Heal him, Perrin said to the Aes Sedai, stepping back. He did not try to wipe his face. The blood was seeping into his beard. Ew! He felt hollow. He could not have lifted the axe again if he had to for his life. So, wanted to read through all that. Uh, how do you feel about this? Okay, on the one hand, ew, yes. and, ah, uh, 
On the other hand, if someone kidnapped you from me, I would suggest you not try it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah. uh, <sighs> let me let me read this next part. So she heals his stump, and it cauterizes over. Perrin goes. I've been told you can hold out for days and still say next to nothing. His voice sounded too loud in his ears. I don't have time for you to show how tough you are or how brave. I know you're brave and tough, but my wife's been a prisoner too long. And the reader goes, yeah. I mean, the word, definitely. You'll be separated and asked about some some women, whether you've seen them and where. That's all I want to know. There'll be no hot coals or anything else, just questions. But if anybody refuses to answer... Or if your answers are too different, then everybody loses something. Oh, it's the prisoner's dilemma. Sort of. Kind of, but they're all incentivized to tell the truth. Right. Yeah. He was surprised to find that he could lift the axe after all. The blade was smeared with red. Ew. Two hands and two feet, he said coldly. Light, he sounded like ice. He felt like ice to his bones. That means you get four chances to answer the same. And if you all hold out, I still won't kill you. I'll find a village to leave you in. Some place that'll let you beg. Somewhere the boys will toss a coin to the fierce Sailman with no hands or feet. You think on it and decide whether it's worth keeping my wife from me. And Masima's like, dog, are you okay? This is fucked up. This is fucked up, even for me. No, everyone's like, whoever, the Bob who suggested the spread eagle coal thing, he seems tame in comparison. I know. Well, it was Masima suggested that. Well, I'm sure it was Masima. Uh, and then he walks away. Which is a weird thing to suggest. S- so let's... It's very specific. Let's discuss this moment in Perrin's evolution with violence and how he responds to it. Specifically, I think how he responds to it is more so important. You know, you know how in, in some TV adaptation that we won't talk about? Um, how it seems like a running theme is like what we do to each other, whether it's good or evil, if it's in the name of good or if it's in the name of evil, or if it's like we're doing the hard thing, but it's good, you know? Yeah. Woo! We're asking that question right now. A little bit. Like if I were just meeting Perrin for the first time and I hadn't been with him on the journey, I might not think he's such a good guy. On I the would other think hand, he was a pretty shitty dude for this one. On the other hand, on the other no hand, no pun intended. Yay! <laughs> I think about how not nice of a person I would be in this situation. Um, and I sit here and I go, "Ooh, I don't like what that says about me either, though." But I'm also like, mm. and then I go, "Is this a if I were a worm, would you love me?" Situation where we turn <laughs> to each other and we go, "Would you cut your uh, cut someone's arm off for me?" But I'm like, no. Yeah, I don't think that's what this is. You know, I, I think this is much more. <coughs> and I don't feel like I'm being very eloquent right now. No, I understand. It's late. Do you know what I mean? Uh, there's th- a lot. There's a lot to unpack here. I think the other thing here is this is a situation where Parrot realistically could have waited. He did this to get information <clears throat> faster. <clears throat> and I understand. I think I think his justification here. And I, I, I really like how this is presented because his 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 rationale to me is i can let them put hot coals on these guys and torture the fuck out of them for a week or i can do something really heinous to one of them and i'm not saying that that justifies or excuses what he does because what he does is really fucked up yeah it's really fucked up it's monstrously fucked up on the other hand i mean he will get Oh, it goes into that thing of like, do the ends justify the means? Yes, it does. You know what? Here's my thing about it. 
I hope I'm never in a situation like this where I have to make a decision like that. Yeah. Because I don't know what I would do. I think... It's not a fun choice. I think the important thing to take away from this, though, he walks away. He walks for a long fucking time. The blood was thick on his face, in his beard, beginning to dry. How many times had he said he would do anything to get Fayil back? A man did what he had to for for Fayil, anything. Abruptly, he raised the axe behind his head in both hands and hurled it as hard as he could. It spun end over end and slammed into the thick trunk of an oak with with a solid chunk. The chunk. Okay. I like that. Letting out a breath that seemed locked in his lungs, he sank down on a rough stone outcrop that stuck up as high and broad as a bench and put his elbows on his knees. You can show yourself now, Elias, he said wearily. I can smell you there. Would it help if I said something racist about your wife (laughs) in this trying time? Elias asks him, I told you once to keep that until you got to like using it too much. You start liking it back there? Baron goes, no, no, not that, but... But what, boy? I think he almost had Masima scared. Only you smell scared, too. The axe. I didn't notice it the first time, only looking back. That, that was the night I met Gaul, and the White Cloaks tried to kill us. Later, fighting Trollocs in the Two Rivers, I, I wasn't sure, but then at Demise Wells, I was. I'm afraid in a battle, Elias. Afraid and sad, because maybe I'll never see Fael again. Oh. Only, I've heard Grady and Neil talk about how it is holding the one power. They say they feel more alive. I'm too frightened to spit in a battle, but I feel more alive than any time except when I'm holding Fayil. I don't think I could stand it if I came to feel that way about what I just did back there. I don't think Fayil would have me back if I came to that. Mm. So they have this lovely conversation. I'm not going to read the whole thing. Um, Elias essentially says, it's not going to happen to you, dude. They sit there for quite a while. Uh... Yeah, it's, yeah. It's let's tough. let's let's think about this. I mean, because it's it's really, it's really tough. This is very. This is a very Here's the thing. from Just the heart thing. I think when I'm for, threatening for to paddle Robert Jordan, which you know what he probably would have liked. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Just when I'm at my finger waggiest, he pulls this kind of thing. Yeah, and I go, "Damn, though, do you understand your thesis?" Yes, sir. What if we all just decided to stop being mean (laughs) to each other? Yeah, well, that would be nice. That's the Tinkers. I know. And that's stupid in a different way. Well, no, it's not stupid. It's wonderful. But things are complicated. Oh, you know what would be nice? I want one. Like, I haven't had an uncomplicated year since I turned like 22. Sure. 16, actually. I would like an uncomplicated year again. Yeah. You uh, know, where there's nothing going on. We all just decide to be bored for a year. That would be interesting. Do you want to all be bored for a year? Can we just be bored for a year? All that to say, Ugh. it's a, I, I, I think he's doing a really phenomenal job of giving us really the pinnacle of parents struggle with uh, doing violence. I mean, this, this is, this is the most parents talked in a while, you know? He's laying out how he feels, how he feels alive in a battle, but there's a difference between battle and butchery, you know? Yeah. I think that's that's why it was so important to have Perrin at Demise Wells, too, because he doesn't do anything there. He's just there. Right. But he sees it. And I think I think Perrin in battle, to me, 
is the most human in battle. They're all they're all three of the boys, I think, encapsulate different uh I guess philosophies of warfare. Right? Right. Matt's all hectic all the time, just you know, ah yeah, turn you go, 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 go. Rand And it's kinda like, ah, I don't know. Rand detaches himself and yeah, Perrin King of Dissociation. Perrin observes and and participates and goes fucking ape shit. But you know, but he's not happy about it. He's not. Even Rand's if even like, if I gotta be hard, I gotta like it. You know, I gotta do. Not that. even like it. I have to have no feelings about it. Yeah. You know, parents like I'm gonna feel bad about it the whole time. Matt is just like I'm just gonna stay alive. That's the main thing. Yeah, I just fuck it. Yeah, it's tough. Being a person is tough. It Being is. sentient is really tough. It is, and uh, this is a beautiful passage, and I just wanted to make sure we gave it. It's due enough time. So it's. Yeah, appropriately, it's beautifully done. To and, to complement this thesis, uh, Aram shows up. Oh, great! He goes. They talked, and they all gave the same answers. <sighs> I think the threat of leaving them to beg frightened them more than your axe. But they say they've never seen Fael or any of the others. We could try the coals again. They might remember then. And then we have this kid. Well, you fucking. Because I really, I've had enough of this dude. This kid comes in with the other side of this argument. Which is not even an argument for the other side of this examination. Yeah, which is like, he would be totally down for this. Here's the thing. Perrin needed to give him the, like, when you like it too much, put it down speech. Like, did he? When he picked up the sword. No, he needed to. Yeah, he needed to. Yeah. Elias did that for him, and he failed to do Aram that solid. I would agree I with that. He says, uh, Aram goes, well, then we have to kill them. Sulin and the maidens made sure to take them when they had no weapons so they could be questioned. They won't just settle down to be guy shine. And Perrin is like, oh, for God's sake, just guard them, okay? This this is, not only did I chop this motherfucker's hand off, I did it for nothing. Like, why didn't they just say we don't know anything? That's not how they do. No, whatever. Yeah. I mean, probably they wouldn't have been believed anyway, but. Yeah. It's still, I mean, that's, it's. Ugh. Hey, if we're looking at a plus side, and this is really not a plus side at all, at least we didn't spend weeks for nothing. Elias points at the axe and goes, what about that, boy? And Perrin goes, leave it for whoever finds it. Maybe some fool gleeman will make a story out of it. He strode away toward the camp, never looking back. With its empty loop, the thick belt around his waist was too light, all to no purpose. And then they get the grain back, because this was actually, we were just waiting for the grain. Uh, (laughs) This was just a holdover for the grain. Yes, it was. They were winnowing the grain, and then Perrin decided to chop a guy's hand off. So that's the other thing. They weren't going anywhere until the grain came. So they could have questioned these guys for three days. Well, shoulda, woulda, coulda. Yeah, no, I'm not. No, I'm not saying like no, Perrin. No, that's tough. It's it's tough. It's tough because what if they had seen something? And then we already discussed uh, this at the end, where uh, Talonvor is like, "Hey, man, there's Sean Chan out there, and they're looking for the Shido too. You want to buddy up? You want to buddy up? Let's buddy up with them. No. I think we should buddy up with them because I will do no. anything for uh, for Megden." And Perrin is like, "Careful what you say, boss." Now sit down and tell me about these Sean Chan. And that's the end of chapter 27. And that's where we're going to leave it for right now. We'll see you in five minutes with the rest of the book. done it wow she finished it holy she read it the book is completed 
it has happened. This part of the podcast contains spoilers through the end of the book. Here's what I'm going to tell you. Yes. The emotional whiplash of the WGA getting a deal and then reading what happened to my girl Egwene. At the very last second the there. The very last second there was an emotional whiplash unlike any other. Truly the last <coughs> second. <coughs> Honestly, we should call this episode Cough Roads of Twilight. Cough We were sick for a lot of it. We've been sick for like all of it. Allie, how you doing? It is it is the day after the last time we recorded. And in two days, we're going to release released. this monster episode. I have a lot of editing to do between now and then. To plan. And I think I think it will. I, what, Gus, are you feeling confident? I do feel pretty confident. I, I think I can get this done between now and then, even though I have six free hours and probably will be about ten and a half hours to edit. I feel weirdly confident in my ability to get this done. I'm weirdly confident in you as well. Thank you. You're very, very kind. Uh, But you know, on this podcast, Delulu is the Salulu. That is true. Delusion is all of what we're about. Mm -hmm. Uh, Of grandal, of grandeur, what have you. That kind of delusion. Allie, this is what I have to know before we start. Mm Mm-hmm. Where did we leave off? Oh, jeez. What the fuck? Um, Perrin. Weevils. Yes, and the, 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 the most dramatic thing that has happened in this book oh, so far. Oh, and he far, chopped off a hand. He chopped off a hand and had Which a very... Which is going to happen to Matt, too, probably. Matt's going to lose a hand? I thought, somebody, uh, I thought you said somebody else was going to lose a hand. Oh, no. Rand loses the hand. Rand in the hand and Matt in the eyeball. You think Matt, right, okay. Oh, come on. It's been so foreshadowed. Well, you know, we'll have to uh, read and find out, I suppose. Uh, but we've got we've got three chapters and the world's shortest epilogue to discuss today. Uh, I think the epilogue might be as short or shorter as short as or shorter than Mockingjay's epilogue. Uh, but before we get into it, Allie, do you have any notes for the Matt chapters? I do. Hold on. Puffed up Poppin' Jay is my new band name. It's true. Matt really needs to chew the Sean Chan out for repeatedly threatening to put a leash on the Aes Sedai. That would be good. And he's not being a good ally right now. <laughs> he's not. No. Casual Matt-sogyny all over the place. Matt actually thinks about putting collars on the Aes Sedai, and I'm losing my mind right now. Yeah, well. James Oliver Rigney Jr. Do not make me come over there. <laughs> <clears throat> Maybe she had been a panarch of Terabon, but Matt was beginning to doubt it. He had heard some of the contortionists joking about how the Terabonner serving girl was wearing the thief catcher out till he could hardly walk. The essay I could write about this sentence alone. <laughs> I mean, is it good for them? He's doubting that she was panarch. Oh, that part. I've, 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 I've already memory holed that part. Oh. Of... The fact that she and Julian are obviously hooking up. Oh, that's a shame. I, 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 I just tuned out the, the first part. The essay that I could write. Or is the interpretation that she's a nag? I assume it's not. I assume it's meant to be that they're, they're just fucking all the time, which good Wearing for them. the thief catcher out till he could hardly oh, walk? Oh, yeah. No, that's definitely... That's good for them. I'm happy for them. We should all be happy for them. Yes. Life gives you, like... 10 things that are fun. <laughs> okay? There's a lot of fun things in life. What is this dour Ten. attitude? Is this just crossroads speaking? Sex, eating, sleeping, 
Friends. There's a hell of a lot more. Thi- oh, come now. Reading. Extracurriculars. The, nature. The sunlight. Oh, okay, read that broad. Entertainment. Entertainment. Fun. Happiness. Those are it. Okay, fine. Family. So there, many things. Ten. So Those many things ten. bring joy. What, what are ha- you on about? Other. <laughs> That's a big other. Hammock. It's a wide That's range of other. Uh, hammock, hammock gets, gets a whole thing. Oh, hammock. God. Dog. Dog. Wait, no, no, okay. I can do I can do it in ten. I can sum up all of human existence as ten good things. Ready? Yes. Cute butts. Yeah. Love. Sex. Eating, sleeping, nature, diversions. <laughs> the fuck? Okay, again, you're always gonna have a category in here which is everything else that's great. Interests. <laughs> sure. Animals. Sure. Oh no, you know what? Animals goes under nature. Okay. Uh, Allie, are Wait, you... Wait, okay. I've got two left. Toys slash games. Oh, sure. All right. Comfort. Great. Comfort? Okay. Wait, no. <laughs> okay, so in place of cute bots, put friends slash family. Great. That's 10. Uh, That's amazing. all of human existence. Uh, there's more, but okay. All, Allie. Oh, name one can, more. Name one more that doesn't fit the categories. Name one more. Name one more. Exertion. Uh, that goes under interests. Okay, fine. Or extracurricular. Can you continue your notes? <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <clears throat> Snakes and foxes again. Huh? Yeah, they, they come up a lot. Nah, I totally nailed it. what happens. They go to the Tower of Genji. They find the door. They use the Shandarai to carve a door into the Tower of Genji. Okay? Get in there. Okay. The snakes slash foxes are like, we eat people. And they're like, well, that's cool. Except we brought iron to bind, music and all the things. We brought everything we need. Music to deafen, fire that's to Tom. fire to blind. No, that's wait. Moraine. Wait, it's not fire to blind. Courage to strengthen. Courage to strengthen. Uh, iron to bind, music to dazzle, fire to blind. Clear as crystal. Okay, so courage to strengthen. That's got to be Jane Farstrider. Okay. All right, Iron to Bind, that's Matt. Okay, obviously, Jane Farstrider, who according to you is Noel. Oh, he's, according to me, that according, according to everybody, to it's so obvious. That is according it's to you, that's what you have said. as Crystal. Okay. Okay, his last name is Tureen. It is. Maybe he's his cousin. He's old as fuck. Maybe he's his cousin. There can only be one old man. There's many old women. No, there can only be one old man. I see. Um. Okay, oh, I have more notes. <laughs> Hour nine, everybody. Prophecy Hour eight, time. Actually. It's prophecy time. Yes. It's prophecy time. Well, Yay. I got of. dreams it's, and prophecies in it's this. Song time. Isn't oh, it? St- well, it's all about Matt. It's yeah, clear. No, it's all it's, about I'm Matt. Very clearly about Matt. Fortune rides like the sun on high. This is clearly about Matt, but I'm not sh- quite sure what this one means. Fortune's obviously Matt because of the luck thing. Sure. But the sun on high is not quite clear to me. Maybe that's too on, you know, he rides. The- anyway. Oh, my God. <laughs> With the fox that makes the ravens fly. That's I'm pretty. thinking this likely has something to do with the fan and Matt. Sure. Or the Sean Chan. Uh, or that's Matt. Wait, with the fox head medallion. Yeah, probably. Oh, and the Sean Chan. Yeah. Well, because they can't do anything to him. Yeah. And also <laughs> if he makes if he if he gets involved with and changes anything about the, yeah. the future empress, oh, he's kind of God, making and the, the whole culture. Fly. God, I fucking hope. <laughs> oh, James, you have four bucks. <laughs> Luck his soul, the lightning his eye. Okay, Matt's losing an eye for sure. I mean, come on. 
he snatches the moon from out of the sky. Well, that's clear. Oh, my God. I put Lanfear? Question mark. Who am I? An idiot? It's obviously Tua. Oh, my God. It's all just about Matt and Tua. Eh. Blech. Relationships. <laughs> Eck. Just kidding. You shipped everybody for six straight books. Yeah, but I don't ship them. This I don't is the ship one, them either. This ship has shumped. It shumped. The <laughs> ship has shumped. <laughs> Two one is asking for Matt's body count. A whole graveyard. But also, let's not slut shame him, please. Good for him if they were into it. You each say someone's your Which wife you know. slash husband three times and then you're married? Yeah. So they're half married at this point? Yeah, you remember how remember how Seleucia was specifically like, you can't say that. And he was like, I'm gonna say it thrice, <laughs> actually. Yeah. And hopefully nothing bad happens from that. Yeah. Can someone please sit Matt down and explain the Sean Jan? By the way, you like, it's almost like you should explain your culture when you people are interacting with you. Like, as, hey, that's a cultural thing, actually. As I recall, I'll explain it to you because you're new to it. You did twig a little bit on. It's weird that he said that that way, didn't you? It's weird they said what? 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 She is my wife. It was weird. It was a weird thing to say. It was a weird way to say it. Do you want me to read chapter twenty nine as well? Yes, please. All the Matt notes. They're shopping. Yes, but also... Eludra's here. Well, before that, Allie. What? what? Ghosts. 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 That might have been the best attempt that was very, yet. That was top tier. That might have been the best attempt yet. I'm determined by the end of this podcast, I'll have done an accurate Scooby-Doo impression. I okay. believe in you. Eludra's here. Will that mean drama? Egyanin's hurt. Why? Oh, fuck. Rena stabbed her. Yes. yes. Kill the jerk for what she did to Egwene. Get her. Yes. Oh, the secret's out. Time to fundamentally change the whole society, Tuan. Get Tuan on it. Oh, we get Tuan on it. Get it? Because get to it and get on it both work. Oh, I like it. Okay. Get two on it. Get two on it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like that. That's clever. And then I was like, I'll shut up now. Let's ride. Hey. Yes, yes, yes. Everybody dance now. Is this when, when she gets shot? Everybody dance now. Is this how you felt when she got shot? Is this what this is? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> slash like also voguing which i can't do but if i could i would have been voguing i support that i guess we're pouring one out for rena am i right go fuck yourself oh yeah fuck rena rena sucks oh no she's dead what a shame now matt do you, do you remember how matt responds i'm not to done this? with my notes <laughs> All right, sorry, please continue. Oh, do I remember how Matt responds to this? Oh, no, I killed a woman. I killed a slaver um, with a vagina. Oh, no. The <laughs> 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 response should have been, Everybody dance now. I'm really enjoying your enthusiasm. And it's just like a picture. 
Admittedly, look, admittedly, I will. I just have to say it. Admittedly, I think he's more upset that he shot down a fleeing prisoner, but he does specify that again. it's a woman. <laughs> Do you like that? I like half the time I'm like, here's a very nuanced. Take. And the other, and the other time, the other time you go, like, shit her like, again, get her, get her. What a shame! Oh no! I'm like I am not a violent person, except in this instance. I'm liking all of this. Do you have any more notes? Also, fuck Renna. Fuck Renna. Ghost? 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 Robert, don't make me agree with Tuan. I know. She's like, don't give a fuck. It's Renna. She sucks fundamentally. Yeah, but she said she sucks because she's a traitor. But like, yeah. I mean, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Ugh. I can't. I hate the Sean Chan. Oh, me too. They're terrible. They suck the worst. They're awful. Arr! Fix it, Ray. Fix it. Fix it. <laughs> Fix it. Hey, you got four books left. Okay. Let's see where this goes. I agree. I agree. They're the worst. Oh, I'm sorry. Is someone in the Wheel of Time community not allowing something to go to its natural conclusions (laughs) before coming to conclusions? (laughs) Am I alone? I'm at sea alone on a raft all by myself doing that. Just all by myself. Nobody else has ever done this with any media property related to the Wheel of Time. I'm just leaping to conclusions by myself. And I'm not letting it come to its natural conclusions. I'm just deciding how it's going to end and that it's going to be a disaster. Just me, all by myself. Never happened before. Never happened. Never again. heard of such a thing. All right, chapter twenty-eight. I am losing it. <laughs> you finished Crossroads, and I, we're doing it all in a week. Well, we didn't record it all in a week. We recorded this in like three and a half weeks because we got sick in the middle of it. More like four weeks, actually. Ah, whatever. The, anyway, Allie, chapter twenty-eight. A yes. cluster of rosebuds. You for sure, by the way, get Matt two on enemies to lovers moment in here. Man, man, man. Because he starts making rosebud things out of paper for Seleucia, and then Tuan wears them. Wait, no, 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 you're wrong. Maybe. Because I thought he bought, oh, he bought Tuan a gift. He bought her a dress. He bought her fabric for a dress. Right. And then she gave it to Seleucia. Is that what happened? Yep, that happened. For, no, no, oh, no. Okay. He didn't buy her fabric for a dress. He bought her a necklace. And then she gave it to Seleucia, like, ew, a necklace. And then Seleucia was like, ew, a necklace. And they made Egyanin wear it. And we're like, next time I see you, you better have a veil on. Because I guess, I don't know. If I were Egyanin, I'd be like, go fuck yourself with a chainsaw. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. Okay. He gives her a necklace and she gives it to Seleucia. Throws it at Egyanin, insulting her and liking her to a Shay dancer. Oh, and then two. Oh, I forgot this happens. Two unrenames her. So did she? She calls her Lielwin shipless. A chainsaw's too good for you. Yeah, she. I she, don't like Matt's new wife. I don't like her at all. I feel like if I met Tuan, first of all, I don't think I'd hang out with Matt, even though I am Matt to some extent because of all the Mattsogyny. Like either mm-hmm. I would need to educate him, and we get into a bunch of fights at parties to the point where everyone's like they're not fun to hang out with together, or um, something. I don't know. He'd have to change. But <laughs> but if we were to hang out and Matt brought two on to the barbecue and was like, I married her really quickly in Vegas. Here's my new wife. I feel like you and I, after she left, would both just do the thing where we're like, so 
two on seams. And then we just wait for the other to go <laughs> to finish. The I sentence, don't like yeah. her at all. And then you're like, oh, my God, it's the best hey, hey. when you and your spouse don't like the same. She person. has four books. She has four whole books to undergo character development. We just got to know her. I'm not. I, I'm not. I'm just saying. Give it. Let's. Let's. let's I agree with you right I'm now. Sorry, she's am I jumping to I agree with you that right now she's a colossal pain in the ass, and she sucks. And she's and mean. She's, and she's the one percent slaving queen heir. But you're right. Fuck her. She's awful. But give you know. Give her time. Give her time. Oh, should I let her cook? Maybe. I can't tell you where it goes. Obviously. What? Should I let her cook? Yeah. Is this a let her cook situation? Maybe. Or can I hate her this whole you can, time? You can do whatever you want. It's not my place to, to to influence how you feel about a character going down the line. Great. Then I hate her. Okay. Chapter 28, a cluster of rosebuds. That's the logo. What's that? Dice. Dice. Matt, from the day they left Abu Dhar, traveling with you know Valen. What? I think Matt's luck's run out because his wife sucks. And <laughs> Luca's grand traveling show and magnificent display of marvels and wonders was every bit as bad as Mark. Mark, Who the fuck is Mark? As Matt's darkest. Is the guy darkest, named Mark? I tried to read Matt oh. and darkest and I said Mark. Marcus? Uh, as Matt's darkest thoughts had made That's it. That's the most Markest thought, am I right? Yeah. So Luca stops at every town to play, uh, to play, you know, do a show. And everyone's like, good God, this is taking forever. What a slog. And then half the community shows up and is like, no, it's not. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and Luca's like, hey, we're going to do, we're going to make a bunch of fucking money, 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 money. I love money. It's so good. Money. It's oh, all yeah, about the money, 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 money. Capitalism is a hellscape, hellscape, hellscape. <laughs> So this first chapter, frankly, not a ton happens that Matt is like worried that they're being looked for because Sean Chan are out and about looking for people uh, and the women are channeling sometimes and not always. Yes. They're, the Ice and I are like going out and about and visiting towns and doing stuff. And Matt is like, can you please fucking stay in the goddamn wagon, you guys? Like, you remember you're kind of fugitives and like stop doing that and uh bethaman and seta are like hey you know what they stayed hidden so you know kind of let them do what they want to do and rena goes if my lord wishes to keep them contained we can always use the idom they really shouldn't be trusted loose i don't worry she dies you dead she dies very soon. I want you dead faster. And Matt is like, let's, So that you could not say that sentence. Let's not do that. And in fact, let's never do that. And maybe I should just throw out those IDOM. What but do you say? But then he thinks also, oh, well, you know, I'd be lying if I hadn't thought about collaring the women myself. <laughs> that is the angriest harp sound do you ever. Want the, do you want the yellow button? No! Oh, that, no, but you want to do that one. No, I thought I no, thought you were going to do the yellow button. No! Not the green button. No! Because I really, I've had enough of this. That's game. what I was expecting. Okay. Okay, stop hitting buttons with your toes. Stop it. <laughs> People are trying to sleep. Wake up, bitches. <laughs> I think it's really sweet that people sleep. Okay, all right. Uh... <laughs> Why got Bretchen? Sean Chan are on their way to Ilion. Oh fuck, that's not so good. Uh Surath, uh what, I don't know. What the fuck? What happens in this chapter? 
I mean, I'm I'm looking through here, and it's not a great deal right out the gate. They collect a lot of rumors. Matt tries to give Tuan a sock so Tuan can be free. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Trans lives matter. Uh, speaking of another series that never resolved its slavery plot line. Oh, it really didn't. It really did not. It really did not. This podcast is brought to you by Vicks VapoRub. Vicks VapoRub. Rub stuff on your chest. Okay. But it's not sexy. So he wants to go talk to Egyanin, but he's like, all right, I'm talking to her alone. I'm bringing a, a, a sorry. Uh, he wants to go talk to Tuan, but he's like, I'm not doing it alone. I'm taking Egyanin with me because fuck that. I need you to smooth things over. You're a Sean Chan noble and you can keep me from putting my boot in my mouth. Why do you need me to smooth things over? Why do you need to see her? Haven't you done enough? And Matt is like, she's like four foot five. And wh- what? It, why are you afraid of her? She's, she's a little, little itty bitty child looking thing. I'm going to keep saying that to myself. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you... What, 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 and, and Doman goes, Egyana, do not be afraid of anything, boy. If she does not want to go, then you trot off to court the girl by yourself. Stay the night if you choose. I do be do be doing her. What? I do be do be doing her. Oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> Should I just start talking like him? Always, But I make yes. it so much mouth you can't understand anything I'm saying. Oh, the breakfast and the eggs and... <laughs> <laughs> I saw I saw a video the other I day. Couldn't, I couldn't improvise it. I, I couldn't <laughs> improvise it. I lost it. I lost it. You spent it. years studying at Second City. Uh, well, I got a really expensive t-shirt and a certificate <laughs> and fuck all else, apparently. I saw I saw a video of uh, the caption said, imagine being an English as a second language speaker and hearing this. And it was the guy about going... <laughs> You can call me whatever you want, but don't call me that. <laughs> Okay, it's so wild, though, that A, that was really accurate, and B, I understood every single word of that. Yeah, what he said, by the way, if you are English as a second language, and you're like, I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about, is you can call me anything you want, but don't call me that. So, yeah, it's a great video. It's quite something. Anyway, so... Matt goes in to... Which wagon is this? He brings Egyanin with him. Uh, he 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 goes to visit Tuan Egianen's there. She's playing Ugh. she's playing snakes and foxes with Oliver. Cute. And Oliver goes. Noel has been telling us about Kadansen, Matt. Uh, that's another name for Shara. Did you know the Ayat tattoo oh, their faces? My, that's what they call women who can channel God. in Shara. And Matt is like, oh, is he just making up dumb fucking bullshit again? No, he's Jane fucking Farstrader, and you'd know that if you'd read the fucking book. Suddenly, Noel slapped his thigh. If you and read sat up any straight. book ever, I remember now. He said, and then the fool began to recite. Fortune rides like the sun on high with the fox that makes the ravens fly. Luck his soul, the lightning his eye. He snatches the moons from out of the sky. I've been trying to remember that. It's from the uh, Prophecies of the Dragon. And Matt is like, I, uh, 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 that's uh, okay. I don't give a shit. All right. I don't <laughs> fucking care. <laughs> guy is so obviously talking to a celebrity <laughs> it's so obvious i'm realizing that, that my just like i don't give it a good god fuck what you are my my flustered matt is just becoming um uh, how do i do this without referencing you know the actor glenn howerton no yes you do do i yes hold on he plays a twin 
in a show set in Philadelphia. Fresh Prince of Bel Air. No, <laughs> uh, but anyway. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. what my flustered Matt is becoming more and more. Apropos of nothing. All right, so uh, I got to stop doing stupid shit like that. All you right. mentioned two, so we have to do it. I mentioned what? I mentioned one. Oh, okay. You did, didn't you? Um, not that that actually really... Anyway. Two one keeps ta- calling him Toy. I Toy doesn't mean it. to be rude. He just has never been trained in manners. But it is late, Master Charon. Time for Oliver to be in bed. Perhaps you'll escort him to his tent. We'll play again another time, Oliver. Would you like me to teach you to play stones? And he's like, hell yes, board games. I'm a huge nerd. This is awesome. I love this, which is how I feel about that as well. Mm -hmm. And we get another of those moments where Matt's like, he's being kind of weirdly flirty. If I figure out which one of the guys taught him that, I'll smack the shit out of him. It's you. Slap yourself in the face. There are so many young boys that need some fuck to talk to them about the fact that they're being problematic and neither of the boys that are most equipped to do that discussion will sack up and fucking do it. I will say, Matt is a much better caretaker to Oliver than Perrin is to Aram. Oh, no question. Not close. Not but you close. know what? Perrin's just <laughs> above call CPS. That's true. Uh, and before Matt gives two on this gift, we're actually going to take our first proscribed ad break of like this entire fucking thing. Welcome back. What? We haven't think, taken an ad break? Well, the chap we've been doing chapters in about eight minutes. So they've just been added in. I want an ad break every eight minutes. <laughs> that makes for good content. That's what money, people, money that's me. What people want. Me money. Money money. That's what I want. So Matt no. Matt comes in with this necklace. That sounds like me. <laughs> and he's like, I got you this. It's a nice ass necklace. It's a Sean Chan necklace. Maybe you'll be less mean to me now. Hey, uh <coughs> excuse me. Here's this necklace. You want the necklace? And she takes the necklace and gives it to Seleucia. Ugh. And Seleucia takes the necklace between thumb and forefinger as if holding a dead rat by the tail. Okay, so I bet they have something about jewelry. There's like the like certain kinds can only be worn by certain people. A piece for a Shea dancer to wear with her veil. With a twist of her wrist, she hurled the necklace at at Egeonin. Okay, that's rude. Put it on. She catches it and Matt okay, when is like, someone gives you a gift, even if it's not a good gift, you just explain like we don't do that. Matt goes, oh, man, she's going to yell a lot. She's going to yell so much. But Egyon immediately fumbled open the clasp and pushed her heavy wig back to fasten it behind her neck. Her face might have been molded from snow for all the expression on it. Turn, Seleucia commanded, and it was a command. Let me see. And she turns around and... Nat is like, I have no goddamn idea what's going on. Like, this doesn't make any sense. I am so oblivious to what's happening right now. Some cultural something. Well, I think it's basically like, Matt basically got her nipple tassels, I think. Yeah, and they're, this is what I'm saying, like, certain jewelry means certain things. Nipple tassels, that's that's good. That's like the, that's I, I'm assuming that's what's happening here. I mean, got her nipple yeah, tassels. I think that's probably what happened. I think that's probably the best way to explain what just happened of all time. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so I'm assuming that necklaces are for like sexy dancers. Or this one anyway, yeah. Or this kind or whatever. And earrings are for servants or uh, something. Tuan goes, she came for a new name. What does she call herself? 
And Salucia goes, Leowin, a fitting name for a Shay dancer. Leowin shipless, perhaps. Tuan nodded. Leowin shipless. And Agiana is, is like having the worst day of her life. And she goes, May I withdraw? And Matt's like, Yeah, what? Why are you asking the prisoners? I am so tired of this mean girl bullshit. This is this is trash. And then she 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 oh, like oh Petey, it's okay. Hi Petey, I'm yelling as a joke. You're a very good boy. The dog looked up oh. like what's wrong? Oh, his ears wiggled when I said good boy. Oh, he's okay. a good boy. Uh, and she falls to her knees and goes, "Please, may I withdraw?" And then she starts kissing the floor. You know, the Shanshan seem like great people. Definitely a cool culture with fun folks in it. I hate them. I hate them so much. High high value culture. She goes, please, I beg leave to withdraw. And Seleucius boots her out. You will go, Leowin. And you will not let me see your face again unless it is covered by a Shea dancer's veil. (laughs) The dog is now trying to insert himself onto our laps in the microphones. Okay. <laughs> We're good. Wobbles. Okay. So anyway, tell me about this because I've just been reading for a while and I, 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 I need to hate stop. them yes. so much. I want only bad things for them. And I am not happy about the fact that we are on all three sides working with the Sean Chan. Yes, I know. There's a lot of that. Uh, These colonizing slaver motherfuckers. And I'm going to be real. I think that they're the worst and I hate them. And they're not even hot like the Forsaken. I don't it's know what not I, wait, because wait, wait, of their on, funny hairstyles. Yeah, okay. That's, it, uh, that's, let me yeah. be clear. They're not hot because they have no, like, they just don't have it. They just don't have it. There's just something about them. It's the bug helmet of it all. So... Uh, Matt is like, anyway, that was bullshit. And and Seleucia kicks him out. And he goes, she, she she calls him toy. And he's like, can you please call me by my fucking name? It's I hate they're you not so goth much. Girls. They're not they they have the audacity to be this mean and have this much mean energy. But they're not goth girl. I hot. know, man. I just. Mm. And Seleucia's like, look, if you're sticking around hoping to get a glance of a titty, uh, you're going to be disappointed. And that's not really an exaggeration. That's exactly what she says. Who says that? Salute you? Actually, wait. Oh, my God. It's Settle Anon. Settle Anon kicks him. Why are you friends with them? Yeah, that's a really good question. Why the fuck are you hanging out with them? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Settle Anon's like got a soft spot for Tuan. Okay. I can see why she's so endearing. So what just happened to Egyanen, by the way? If in four books, I'm like, I love Tuan. Muon forever. Muon! <laughs> if I'm like that, play this clip back. <laughs> I, I, maybe I will. <coughs> what, what just happened to Egyanen? I get, Allen, I get my first and only tattoo. Not I, as a judgment, just because I'm afraid of needles. Yeah. And it's Muon. I don't know. Maybe you will. What What just happened to Egyanen, by the way? Uh, she got renamed. She got and? demoted. Yeah, she lost like all of her societal progress. Which, you know what? That's bullshit. Yes, it is. Because you know what? Right now, I don't think we're in Seanlandia. So hey, I... Shondar, technically. Shondar. Ew, city. we're the, renaming The, the nation is Seanchan. The Seanchan are from Seanchan. Seanlandia. Seanland. <laughs> the land of the Seans. Yes. And only Seans. So, I mean, how can they rename her? They're all named Sean. 
So Matt, Riddle me this. Matt and Tuan start playing Go, and he gets his ass kicked, and then he starts getting better. You need to start getting better at snakes and foxes because imminently that is going to be a problem for you. And then they start having fun, <laughs> kind of like he there because he's trying to make her be less mean. And so this totally counts as an enemies to lovers moment, too, I think. So we'll talk about how many multiple every moment with you them get counts, later. because unfortunately, that's my wife. And he starts bringing her like silk rosebuds and shit. And the muon stands are screaming. How about you go, hey, now that we're half married, why don't you stop being a slaver? And Tulan is like, hey, man, I've been putting up with all your shit for a while. Can can I go? Do, let's let's make a deal. Let's do a thing. Tulan says I've been putting up with your shit for a while. Yeah, because she hasn't tried to escape or betray him. And she's like, I wish to take walks after dark will do. You may accompany me to make sure I won't run away. So they they walk, which is important. And they talk about how about stuff. you stop being uh, on our walks. Let's talk about how you're going to stop being a slaver. He's how about like, that? yeah, Arr! they talk about their parents. Why? Because they're getting to know each other, I guess. How about we get to and know you like, not being a hey, slaver? What are your hobbies? Says Matt. And she goes, I train horses and Damani. Uh, uh. And Matt is like, you fucking what? Never mind. We're not going to dwell on that. I would dwell on it. I would dwell on it. <laughs> That would make me sl- swipe left on Tinder, for sure. Egyanen is like, man, you, you and I are supposed to be the lovers, dude. Like, why are you spending so much time flirting with Tuan? He's like, I am not flirting with Tuan. And she's like, you just really, you really think she's going to go through with it? And he's like, go through with, wh- what are you talking about? I don't understand what you're saying. And she goes, you named to your wife three times that night in Abudar. You really don't know? A woman says three times that a man is her husband, and he says three times she's his wife, and they're married. There are blessings involved, usually, but it's saying it in front of witnesses that makes it a marriage. You really didn't know? And Matt is like, I hate my life so much. This is the worst. But she didn't say anything. So whatever I said, it doesn't mean anything. With the blood, it's a little different. Sometimes a noble from one end of the empire marries a noble from the other. An arranged marriage... The Imperial family never has any other kind. They may not want to wait until they can be together, so one acknowledges the marriage where she is and the other where he is. As long as they both speak in front of witnesses inside a year and a day, the marriage is legal. You truly didn't know? Well, I don't... I'm not from there, so of course I wouldn't know. Can somebody have any kind of awareness that your culture is not indicative of the culture of the entire world? I, I feel like I'm talking to a brick wall at this point. Uh, and Matt keeps on looking at Tuan and, you know, stuff. I hate it. Yes. And the dice roll. And uh, and then a few days later, they they uh, they get to the salt town of Jurador. And he, he accedes to a request that Tuan makes, which we learn later is, can I buy some fabric? And the dice in his head stopped dead. She smiled at him, and the dice in his head stopped dead. He would always remember that. She smiled, and then the dice stopped. A man could weep. And that's the end of chapter 20. I'm weeping. Yes, me too.
Chapter 29, Allie, is called Something Flickers. That's the logo. What is it? I don't know. That's Wait. the uh, sea folk, isn't it? I thought the sea folk were the birds. You are right. It is the sword and anchor, and the only other time we've seen it, uh, according to this, was in the Egyanin chapter. Okay, so it's like an Egyanin symbol. I guess it's an Egyanin symbol. <coughs> so this is the one where they go shopping. Okay. Thoughts on this? They go shopping. They go shopping. First, ghosts. Ghosts. They, they, they walk towards this town. Egyanin keeps going like, dude, you're flirting with her so hard. You really think she's going to marry you? And he's like, I am not. I don't. Matt goes, question is, did she mean to marry me? The strangest people marry sometimes because he knows that they no, are going to No, 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 no. So they go towards the uh, the town and like Matt keeps having to dodge out of the way of people who are walking directly into him. And then it, when they look back, it's ghosts. They weren't there. Allie, thoughts on what? ghosts? You know what my thoughts are on I ghosts? I mean, I feel like, why? You know why? <laughs> well, it's because the apocalypse is coming. So we get ghosts? Apparently we get ghosts. But the ghosts don't do anything. They're they just are there. there. Yes. Uh, for the rest of it? Like, M- are maybe? we constantly just like, oh, Aunt Bertha is walking by? Maybe. Or I, until he throws a dart at the board again and hits something other than ghosts and weevils. And weevils. That's what he hit that time. What's he, he going to hit sure next did. time? What's on the board? I, I don't know. Uh, we, we made a joke about this uh, earlier this episode. Of course I we think. did. What, what do you want on the... Uh, Jazzercise. Gravity is weird. Although I, I would actually kind of want to read that one. Front wedgies. Everyone oh, has them. Oh, fuck. We've had weapons come to life twice. So mm-hmm. that's a big wedge. Uh, time travel. Buttholes start talking. <laughs> <laughs> Tattoos attack. Uh, (laughs) Everything is glass. Books aren't real. (laughs) Uh, Hair is snakes. Cavities. Spelling? Spelling? (laughs) What? I didn't know how to spell it. (laughs) C-A-V-I-T-I-E-S? I I don't. What? What 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 do cavities have to do with anything? Everyone's got cavities, but spelling? you didn't know how to spell it. Yeah. Oh, oh, cavities. Spelling. spelling. <laughs> um, Is like the parentheticals with the SP with the question mark? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> stupid. So stupid. Katniss shows up. He doesn't know who Katniss is. This is my water potato. Water potatoes for all. <coughs> Bugs, parentheses, water water bugs yes mm. uh what else could we got we got bugs parentheses grain we can do bugs parentheses water um bugs parentheses trees bugs parentheses nostril. people bugs parentheses nostril yeah what if Bu- there were nostri- bugs, in your bugs nostril. coming out of a guy's nostril either way it's horrific i don't want bugs Bug coming out of people no- or into in people the nostril or out the nostril bugs as relates to the inside of people is the worst thing that's no the thank worst you kind of bug no i do not want this so i feel like that's that kicks the bubble of weevil's ass no offense to the weevil bug not ugh. 
<laughs> Nose bug. Listen, if you puked up a bunch of like beetles, would that be considered a GI bug? <laughs> what? Okay, moving on. Uh, so there's ghosts. No. I can't take the ghosts seriously. The sections are cool, but I just... Every <laughs> time there's ghosts, she's well, just it's like... the fact that they, there like, were ghosts. they're there, but they don't do anything. Don't so do after a while, yet. you're just like... Hey, hey, four books. Okay, but after Maybe a while... Maybe there's a ghost battle. Oh. Well, uh, there's already been a ghost battle because... They got the Here's the Horn. Isn't that just okay? Never like mind. The, we did already have a ghost. When battle. Aragorn goes into the cave and gets the dead people, it is basically very similar to the Army of the Dead. Yes, is it not just kind of like the same thing? Kind of is the Army of the Dead in a lot of ways. So anyway, they go shopping and they're gonna get like. Except these clawed. are heroes as opposed to like disgraced. Yeah, sad guys. Sad dudes. Green dudes. Yeah. They they need salt too. Good. I okay. like salt. Salt's important, actually. So you know. Yeah. Salt is important. People don't have their titties out. No titty shirts in this town. Oh, there were no deep le- necklines exposing cleavage here. No skirts sewn up to display colored petticoats. That's a bubble of evil right there. <laughs> Robert Jordan is sobbing as he writes this passage. <laughs> <laughs> There's some real tear tearjerkers <laughs> in crossroads. <laughs> oh, they don't have their boobs out. That's te- horrible. I think the tears are over no jerking. Am I right? Oh, it took me a second. Tears, dear, no tear jerkless. Tear jerkless. Um, God damn it. Uh, so anyway, uh, that he sees the Ludra's in there. Hey. Two ones there. Well, I mean, we knew a Ludra. Keep was her there. away from two one. Uh, the people are like glaring at Matt. Why? I don't know. Uh, Tom walks around. He's very sleepy. Why is Tom sleepy? Maybe they're glaring at Matt because Matt's leering. <laughs> it's very possible. Uh, why? Why is Tom sleepy? Um, I don't know. Because he's up. Apparent. What is this? He remaining awake till all hours, burning a lamp so he could read and reread his precious letter. Oh, what Moraine could be letter. so fascinating in a letter from a dead woman? Um, how to get her back? Mm. Instructions. Edison. Would he care to share the letter with the glass so we can know what's so interesting about it? Well, I don't know. Maybe Please? if Matt like fucking asked him, he might. But apparently, he doesn't want to impose. Ah, uh, impose communication Please. in my wheel of time. Can anybody share the gossip, the tea? You know, if you if you communicate, you get your dick cut off. Is that why? That's why they don't talk. Oh. No wonder they're so upset when women die. It's their only chance for communication. <laughs> uh, 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 Matt loses sight of everybody and he's like, oh my God, I looked away. And then what if they ran off? They ran off. And then he spins in, certain, in a circle at random and points and goes in a random direction and crashes into like a knife man. And sure. Why not? And then happens to bump into Tuan and Seleucia and they're still there and didn't run away because they are actually obeying their stuff and the indoctrination these children must go through must be unbelievable uh julian and uh julian runs up and he's like hey man agiana got fucking stabbed yeah oh no that's bad and they run back and 
Luca goes, this could be a disaster. You may have brought me to disaster. And I have too much fun doing his voice, I tell you that much. I'm sure you do. And uh, Tuan and Salushia run back, and Matt is like, what the fuck is going on? Did you heal her? Let's heal her. I don't want Egyanan to die. She's cool. And Doman goes, Rana! I did see her stab Egyanan in the back and run. If I could have reached her, I would have broken her neck, but my hand be all that holds Egyanan's blood in. Where be that bloody Aes Sedai? And Teslin goes, I be right here, pale Doman, because she's also an Ilyaner, which is kind of funny, even though it's very dramatic. And so, you know, they heal her and... That's great. This is this is this is deeply ominous. What what's going on with Rena? So Rena randomly just goes, "All right, now I'm going to escape, but before I escape, I'm going to stab Egiana because she she's the only other person." Was Rena the one that was being like accosted by the questioner? Was that Rena? That was Egiana, wasn't it? No, Egiana's friend. Oh, Bethaman. Is Bethamin with them too? Yes, Bethamin's okay. with them too. So that was not the stabber. So Rena was like, I'm going to make my escape. No one's going to know that I am also magic. And I'm going to stab Egyanan in the back on my way out so that the only other person that knows this information other than Egwene, Elaine, and Nynaeve dies. Probably that, yeah. So they're, they're looking for... The match's like, all right, who's looking for Rena? It's very dramatic. It's very exciting. And... Luca goes, disaster! Oh my god. And uh, uh, Matt is like, what the fuck? This is bullshit, man. Rena was like a total brown noser suck-up up until now. This is ridiculous. Well, it's almost like you shouldn't trust people who would enslave other people because it might be fundamentally indicative of the rest of their personality. Huh. And as you say, uh, Egyana goes, I'm the only one who knew her secret. The only one who might give it away, at least. She may have thought it'd be safe to go home with me dead. And Matt goes, the fuck are you talking about? And she's like, um, uh, uh, okay, uh, Rena was leashed once, so were Betham and Setter, they can channel, or maybe learn to, I don't know, but the Idom worked on those three, maybe it works on any Suldom, and Matt is like, oh man, that's gonna fuck up the whole society, shit, oh, that's fucked, that's a big deal, man, the Shanshan are gonna have to really, really think about that one. Uh... Please do. And you have four books to do it. And Seleucia gets ready to do something to bail Doman. And Tuan is like, no, no, no. And then Matt is like, wait a minute. She tri- oh, God damn it. Is my wife a potential channeler? That's the worst thing I can think of about her. Doesn't actually think that. What? He does. He does like on top I of everything else. I would be more else, upset. Well, he, he, I'm, I'm being facetious. Okay. He goes on top of everything else. He was going to marry a woman who could channel. I have bad news for you about your sister. <laughs> and I would like to be the one to personally tell you. <laughs> so they pursue... Tuan doesn't really have a ton of response to this right now, by the way. Deconstruction takes time. Yeah. It's, I hope. It's possible she also thinks, oh, uh, well, it's just those three. No, 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 no. No, she does not. No, no. A healthy dose of reality check for you, ma'am. So they pursue, and Val and Luca, he, Matt is like, Luca, you gotta fucking get out of here as soon as possible. Why do you think you look fucking 12? And Luca goes, are you crazy? If I try to chase those people out, I will have a riot, and they'll want their coin back. 
And Matt is like, I hate you, man. You're going to get fucking stabbed all over the place by the Sean Chan, bro. Question. You got to get out. I have a question. I have a question. Why has no one noticed that the Suldom have unnaturally long lives? They don't channel. They can learn how. So without learning. But they, they definitely like link with their Damani. Yeah, but they are not channeling. The Damani are channeling and they're leading the flows through a Terran Grail. Yeah, but that's still isn't that is that not channel is that not is that not channeling? Apparently, it doesn't count enough to do anything to your lifespan. That is convenient, Robert. It is <laughs> fine. So they ride after. Uh, well, then Rena. if I were still on, I'd be like, wait, I could have been like living for way longer. Yeah, but you know, per the Sean Chan, you would be chattel. So. Oh yeah. So they ride after, and they, they, they finally, after s- several pages, they see a lathered bay was laboring its way up the slope on the other side of the river, a woman frantically kicking its flanks, urging it to climb. Rena had been too anxious to reach the Shanchan to stick with the road. She was maybe 200 paces from them, and she might as well have been miles. Her mount was on the point of collapsing, but she could get down and run within sight of the garrisons before they could reach her. All she had to do was reach the crest, another 50 feet. My lord, Arnon said. He had an arrow knocked and his bow half raised. Matt's felt something flicker and die Take inside her down. him. He did not know what. Something. The dice rolled like thunder. Do it. Shoot, he said. Yeah! He wanted to close his eyes. The crossbow snapped. The bolt made a black streak through the air. Rena slammed forward when it hit her back. She had almost managed to push herself erect against the bay's neck when Harnan's arrow took her. Slowly, Woo! she toppled from the horse, sliding down the slope, Woo! rolling bouncing off saplings tumbling faster and faster until she splashed into the stream for a moment she she floated face down against the bank and then the current caught her and pulled her away skirts billowing up on the water slowly she drifted toward the l bar maybe eventually she would reach the sea and that made three and another one's gone another one's gone another one bites dust now what is I think this is really funny because I think this is supposed to be like a deeply upsetting moving moment for Matt and you're over here nah. like fuck her fuck, fuck her. her ding dong the witch is dead yeah I'm I'm pleased as punch I'm grinning like the cat that got the canary so what do we think the intention was <sighs> women are innocent all the time uh, man kill woman no I think there is an element of that yes and she was fleeing. Okay, she, but she stabbed somebody in the back who didn't expect it, so that's also bad. I will say, I really don't think this would have been the same if it were a Naive. guy. Although... Yeah, it wouldn't have been. Although, some might argue that the, uh, the, uh, the Shido arm chop is meant to be a parallel here. I consider these to be incredibly different situations. Maybe I'm kind of a dick. I'm like, they both kind of deserved it. Yeah. Eh. I, I think the other well, thing about I don't this know. is... With like, the Shido, it's like, some of them just might be like, I don't know, I'm following orders. I don't yeah. really know what's going on. I'm just trying to, like, figure my shit out during the apocalypse like the rest of you. Whereas this woman directly stabbed someone in the back. Like, these guys could be just... These guys did turn out to be just randoms. Whereas this woman actually stabbed one of our allies in the back. Don't forget how she also tortured Egwene. And oh, I, and never really had any remorse for yeah, that. Yeah, I just, I just, it rubs me the wrong way. After all we've seen of the whole Rena situation, that we're like, oh, but let's pour one out for Rena. Rip Vag. 
And I, I really I, didn't mean to say the poor one. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Yeah. Unfortunately, accurate I, verbiage. I do think there's an element of rip vag here. Uh, R.I.P. Yeah, no, it's it's giving rip vag. rip vag, and which like, is my least favorite thing. I look hot take. Fuck Rena. I'm glad she's dead. Me too. Ding dong, the witch is dead. Matt, I'm sorry you had to shoot a fleeing prisoner, but in this case, justified. Turnabout's fair play, and it's fine. You know, here's my thing. Fuck Rena. Fuck Rena. And I, I cannot believe that I'm advocating for violence against women but i'm advocating for violence against some women who are fictional yes but i'm like listen i don't think that the tragedy of them dying is that they were women to me that like i mean innocent civilian women sure that's the upsetting and awful and like i get it but also innocent civilian men is upsetting and awful and i just think it's really weird that we're like "Mm, these civilians are more important than these civilians like it's oh they're all civilians who have like no involvement in your bullshit so we should just leave them all alone but like they're just the day-to-day people who are being buffeted about by the winds of like you know wealthy powerful people who are like playing with toys in their minds when really it's like whole ass people's lives so i just that that's one thing but when a woman like stabs someone in the back and leaves her for dead and enslaves people. And like we have basically seen her on camera oppressing my girl Egwene. Fuck her. Let her fucking toast. Yeah. And in, a, in an unfortunate twist of events here, uh, the worst person you know just made a great point because Matt is like being yeah, sad. The worst. <laughs> and Tuan goes, I forbid it, toy. I forbid you to mourn a traitor. She earned death by betraying the Empire, and she would have betrayed Period. you as easily. She was trying to betray you. What you did was justice, and I name it so. This is devastating, because I agree with Chuan. It's the worst day of my life. That is actively bad. So, uh, and, uh, and Luca goes, uh, the, the, the lady, uh, the high lady, forgive me, high lady. She talked to Marilyn and Santa and, well, you see how it was. A very persuasive woman. He's no longer Zap Brannigan. Now he's just like every showman ever. Let me see if I can get Zap Brannigan back. A very persuasive woman. The lady, the high lady. Cawthon, about my gold. You said they would have handed over, but Marilyn said he'd slit my throat first. And Sanda <laughs> threatened to crack my head, and uh, look what the lady gave me. A warrant, not sealed, of course, but signed. Valen Luca's grand traveling show and magnificent display of marvels and wonders is now under the personal protection of the high lady, uh... Twan Atham Karapandraga. <laughs> Everyone will know who Twan. that is, of course. <laughs> I could go to Shan Chan. I could go to Shan Chan. I could put on my show for the Empress. Uh, may she live forever. And Matt is like, oh my God. So, like, I didn't I even... take the Twan. <laughs> Twan. Twan. Your Zap Brannigan impression is freakishly good, by the way. Uh, and it remains freakishly good. Thank you, Matt. What is Matt's response here? Uh, I just killed a person. Can I have a minute? It's not even that. It's uh, I killed her for nothing. 
Oh, it is kind of a parallel to the parent thing, huh? I really, I think it's meant to be. Yeah. But I really don't think they're remotely similar. No. Like, I understand the juxtaposition. I think it's an interesting juxtaposition. I do feel like the two things are markedly unsimilar in, in, in almost every other way. Listen, I know this has to do with Robert Jordan's particular oh, I, trauma. Yeah, and I, I, I totally get that. Space and I that. 100% feel that. But on yes. the other hand, it's just like also vaguely insulting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know. He was going through it. And I'm holding space for that. Yeah. Both things can be true. And uh, Tuan is like, don't bust that bad boy out unless you really got him, my dude. And then Tuan goes, I did make specific mention of who is not under my protection. Toy, can you guess whose name heads that list? Mine. And, <laughs> and she's wearing the rosebuds and Matt starts laughing and he throws his hat on the floor with everything. All his efforts. He did not know this woman at all. Not a bit. He laughed until his ribs hurt. And that's the end of chapter 29. Okay, but she's into him in her gross twanny way. I think so. because Every time she pisses me off from now on, I'm going to call, call her twan. Okay, I like that. Um, because Tuan. Look, consider the Shan Chan as a people. Do you think that their courtship is like love letters and kindnesses? No. What do you think it is? I don't know, but I, I can only fucking guess. Yeah. I'm sure it's like, let me slice off like the tip of your pinky. Like, I'm sure it's going to be just awesome. And I'm not even going to explain to you what's happening. I'm just going to slice it off and then be like, this means I love you. <laughs> oh, boy. Chapter 30, Allie, is called What the Oath Rod Can Do. That's the logo. What is it? It's tear. It's the tear. Uh, do you have notes for this fine Egwene chap? I fucking do. Are you ready? Oh, shoot. That lady is dead. Definitely Halima again. What's up with the rude novice? Nicola ran away. She doesn't seem the type. That felt weird. Well, yeah, probably. So she's probably the betrayer, isn't she? <gasps> Nicola! Sure. No way! I mean, she has been blackmailing people all series. It kind of makes sense. You Wh fucking saw. What's her whole deal? What's her whole thing? She's a lesbian? Well, that probably is also true. But, like, what's her whole bag other than that? She sucks. Can you fuckers teach me stuff more quickly? I would like to learn more things, and I hate that I have to wait. That's kind of valid. But that doesn't mean well, that we betray people. She's comparing herself specifically to Egwene, who was forced by the Sean Chan. And she's like, she got strong fast. Why can't I be like her? And, you know. Mm, that's not great. The fuck kind of name is Liu? Liu? Like, you try to pronounce that fucking name. Liu? Liu? L-L-Y-W. What the fuck? How do you pronounce that? Liu? 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 that's a that's a name that ghosts, ghosts? <laughs> can we not talk about marilla's worry marilla sorry oh marilla's warders please i knew it yes oh yeah you were right about that and then i went no <laughs> there are eyes in that no, aren't there? Yo mm -hmm. yo. And then this was I, I sometimes I just leave the typos in because it's funny. Fuck got 
Fuck. 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 Look, you, you try to you try first. to do it. Uh, it's all caps. Fuck. Guck. Fivkuv. Fuck. 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 Guck is my favorite. Guck. 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 Yeah, so um, they've captured my girl, my yeah, woman, Ali, how you my feel friend, Higuain. Tell me about it. I am bereft. I am devastated. This is the worst timeline possible. How did I not see this coming? But uh, how could I have seen this coming? This is horrible. This is the worst day of my life. This is worse than anything that's ever happened. I am bereft. I am bereaved. I am shaken. I am besmirched. I am... I, I hate it. No. What? What? What do you? What's on your Gowen's mind? Gowen's gonna murder her because he's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's not out of the question. She's gonna die because Gowen is stupid, and I can't stand it. If that happens, I will lose my fucking mind. There will be no more Allie. There will only be. A- a. Uh, ah. There will be no more alley. There will only be ah. <laughs> uh, Liu, by the way, was Kyron's warder. Liu, <coughs> that's a dumb name. And for the for the record, Liu comes up because Lelaine comes into this meeting and is like, "Myrel, why don't you snap up Liu real quick?" <laughs> Such a stupid. And Myrell is like, nah, man, I'm chock full of warders. I got three of them. Uh, I mean, two. I'm out. Listen, in fairness to Robert Jordan, when you have 8,000 characters, their names can't all be bad. No, no, no. At a certain point, you are making alphabet soup. I bet Liliu is one of the handful that is a real name, and we're just shitting oh my god can we just triple check right now that it's not someone's fucking name? I've done this before, and I won't do it again. Name. Just Llewellyn. Okay, not Liu. So I guess it'd be like short for Llewellyn. Maybe. So is it Liu? Is it just Lu- I don't care. I'm saying it Liu. All right. Why don't I just say say Liu? Because it's more fun to say Liu. No, no. Robert keeps doing this shit. He's like, all right, I'm going to take this normal ass name, but I'm going to make it fantasy. And I won't have it. <laughs> yeah. Well. All right. All right, Allie. Chapter... Chapter 30, it's really long, which is kind of odd. Uh, Egwene Chap. We're going to get to the exciting conclusion fairly quickly. Chiron died. Bummer. Probably Halima, right? Probably. Almost definitely, because it was Sidene. So Halima is doing dick to Egwene. But... No? No. Uh, No. But she is... uh, That was uh, concerning. Running around killing sisters. Yes, she is not so because she's like, well, they can't find out about Cabriana McCondes. <laughs> uh, by the way, which this, can't be traced back to her really anyway. This, <laughs> like, <laughs> like the the route at which it's like, OK, Cabriana, wait, like, OK, they shoot up in the middle of the night. Like, By the way, from Emperor's New Groove. For the record, we do learn in New Spring that Chiron is a close friend of Cabriana McCondes. OK, OK, here's the thing. All right. So so Anaya shoots up from a dream 
Like she's Kronk from Emperor's from New Groove. It's animation. Oh, okay. Like she's Kronk from Emperor's New Groove and she's like, wait a minute, Cabriana McCondes. And then I don't even know how we get to Halima. How do we even get there? Uh, Cabriana McCondes never knew, never wait, mentioned. Wait, say it fast. Halima at the meeting. <gasps> she didn't button her shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Halima said she knew Cabriana McConaughey. Cabriana McConaughey always said she knew a lot of maid girls, but she said that all the maid girls she knew had little boobs. Not no, no big titty maid girls. Here she didn't like big titty maid girls. She only knew little boob maid girls. She was really, really specific about that. That means Halima can't know uh, Cabriana McConaughey. That means Cabriana McConaughey must have. She must be knowing all these things about Cabriana McConaughey from another source. I haven't seen Cabriana McConaughey. She was tortured to death by the Forsaken. <gasps> oh yeah, it's all coming together. <laughs> like I just don't know how they would figure out that she was not a friend of Gabriella McCondi. I know, it's very, it's very elaborate. Like, this is all very stupid. No offense. But, like, Halima... By the way, this is for sure Forsaken OTT murder because they killed her with Sidine by, like, spinning her, her neck. head 360 degrees. Yeah, that's an OTT murder. Which means, by the way, you have two bingos this Two, possibly three. Uh, uh, let me see here and what's appalling and both bingo the the original bingo and the full bingo will be down down the bottom there you have five different rows that are one thing away from having a bingo it's such fucking five in a row you you were so close you got all but nine tiles so the bingos that I have here are Millie Skane crime boss moment for like, yeah, what do you mean what happened to my nine o'clock? My nine o'clock's not here no more. Fuck is it to you? Uh, Sean Chan pursued two on. Perrin is obtuse about suffering. Brigitte party girl mentioned and Egwene notices cleansing. And then Millie Skane crime boss moment. Elaine notices cleansing. Problematic gender dynamics. Perrin belatedly understands something and forsaken commit over the top murder. Only two X notices cleansings. And if Gawain thinks he's the main character... Which I don't think he does in this book. I remember him being in the prologue. He's, he's in the prologue very briefly. But does briefly. he think of himself as the main character? For me to answer that definitively, I have to go back and read it, which I you are not won't be doing do. That. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm glimpsing here. Take a gander. You know what? He, he. Uh, uh, there is enough pretentiousness here for more for me to consider this gawain considers himself the main character so you take it you get three bingos Ben-a-ben-a. all right anyway kyron's dead congratulations on your bingos uh we're all very happy for you she's gonna have meetings swan lists off random omerlin names again we do that thing where she goes Mother, by now even Lelaine and Ramonda know you're the Amarlin seat in truth, whether or not they'll admit it. That pair wouldn't have fallen in line with Dana Ariman. I think they're beginning to see you as another Adarna Noragovna, which means nothing to me, but I'm sure it means something to Egwene. Actually, sorry, she immediately explains, uh, Deanne is the White Tower's savior, and Adarna is the most politically skilled woman ever to hold the staff and stole. So it's a compliment. And she goes, but you have to, but as you've reminded me, I have to make sure I don't end up like Sheehan. <laughs> Sheehan, her name is Sheehan. <laughs> like the clothing store. Oh my God, her name is Sheehan, like Sheehan the clothing Chunla. store. Sheehan had begun as a strong armorlin, firmly in charge of the tower and the hall, and ended as a puppet, doing exactly what she was told. And she's like, all right. She, God forbid a woman retire. Now I got to smack the shit out of Phelan <laughs> and Theodrin. 
uh, and then I'll gut the shit out you know of them. What? Looking back on Rena, God forbid a woman stab someone. I mean, <laughs> and geez. Then, and Sherryam just busts in, and they're like, "Hey, never mind." And Egwene's folding chair falls over, and uh, oh yeah, the folding chair makes a reappearance. She gives her a letter that says that Nicola Treehill ran away. Nicola Trader. Yes, probably. I got a crossbow waiting for her. Her 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 co- her cousins covered for her apparently. I got crossbows for them as well. Nicholas' cousins covered for her mother, not from love. Apparently, they were glad to see the child go. Oh, this was actually really funny. I'm afraid she'd be brought back. <laughs> she was quite overbearing about her talent at foretelling. I'm afraid Tiana's very upset with them. <laughs> she just sucks so bad. Everyone's like, "Don't." Tell now, what uh, she's I may be misremembering this. These are not her actual cousins. They've organized the novices. Yes, into, yes, they've yeah. organized the novices into families, which. Red flag in a none workplace, will be, but <laughs> none will be sitting comfortably in their classes today or for days to come. I fear. Tiana okay, says, but it was funny. <laughs> Tiana says she intends to give them each a dose of the strap instead of breakfast every day till Nicola is found. I don't think she might relent, though. With Nicola gone so long before her flight was discovered, it may be some time before she's located. <coughs> and Egwene is like, oh, I remember getting the shit spanked out of me. I'm glad we're done with that and uh are we oh no i should have seen the spanking foreshadowing the force spanking <laughs> and she's like hey what does everybody think about my dream about how the sean chan are gonna uh, attack no one us? will listen to her about her dream and i'm like normally this would be understandable but this one actually seems important Though now that she's in, captured by the White Tower, I'm like, go ahead. Let the Shan Chan go for it. The attitude among the sisters, mother, is still that the Shan Chan are a thousand miles away. They don't know how to travel. And if they start marching on Tarvalon, we'll learn of it before they're within 200 leagues. Who are they now? And I just want to remind everybody that they have tr- flying machines. I, they're just so dumb. Why are they dumb? Okay. This is why I can't work in an office, because I would say those kinds of things out loud. So then Sherryam just leaves, and Egwene is like, did you just come here to tell me that Nicola... What the fuck were you here for? You 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 did nothing. Well, I told you that Nicola Trujillo was gone. Yeah. Uh, oh, and at one point she's like, Mother, uh, one of the girls, who's a cousin or whatever, is from the two rivers. And Egwene's like, okay, but if I show favoritism, that would look shitty. So do you think? So e- spank her, I suppose. Do you think? Do you think Egwene is being alarmist about the Sean Chan? No. How can you be alarmist about slavers? But Ali, everybody's everybody's making tenuous pieces with them. I feel like I'm being gaslit. Them, right? I'm being gaslit by these books. <laughs> I'm being fucking gaslit right now you've got to be absolutely shitting me what i felt like my eye just popped out of my head <laughs> have you ever felt like the feeling of like your eye just fucking popping out of your head yes that's how i felt for a second i was like oh my god my eye just spilled its ass out of my head that's what this is doing i feel like i'm the crazy one Who's like slavery's bad, and everyone's like, "There's nuance," and I'm like, "There isn't." <laughs> and I would be the one to find the nuance if there were any to be had. Oh my god! Uh, um, so they named Megan the new uh, uh, blue advisor, which is cool because Anaya fucking died because. <laughs> 
Kojima just has so nothing, nothing better to do than kill it's everybody so who ever spoke to Cabriana McCondy. But we'll, we'll, we will, we will, we will, we will. Are you okay? <laughs> uh, we will, we will. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, I have the hiccups. Shit. We will. We will make this woman's head spin around 640 degrees, whatever. <laughs> spin it like a cartoon top. But we won't. But the worst we'll do to Egwene is fucking headaches. It's, I, I don't know what that word was. Is what? Headaches. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. I thought you said eggs. <laughs> like an egg. Now, listen. This is what's happening. Remember Perrin and the Porridge? Is that a euphemism? No, Perrin and the literal, the guy didn't come with his porridge. And I made the joke that was like, where's my, he brings my porridge every morning. He's 30 seconds late. Hang him. <laughs> Hang him. <laughs> Although I actually read that again and he thinks like, oh, hell yeah, I can get my own oatmeal today. Maybe I can put walnuts and raisins in it. Um, but I think it's funnier if he's thinking, <laughs> hang him. <laughs> Listen, this is the parallel. The, the Halima has been slightly undercooking Egwene's eggs. And she's also giving her headaches. No, I, well, you said e- headaches sounded like eggs. I was making an eggs joke. Also, I know you're extremely picky about how you eat your eggs. Extremely. Like, really, really picky about it's how you really eat. It's really weird. It's, it's quite entertaining. I, there's a wetness factor that cannot be had. <laughs> I understand. And every place ever makes them too wet. Have you ever seen Japanese omurice? No, it's where they they take this uh like a uh, well sauced rice, not drunk rice, but like rice with a bunch of sauce on it, and they cook scrambled eggs, but they kind of fold it in such a way that the center is basically uh liquid, like totally runny still. Ugh. It's like an omelet, but the no. center is basically runny. No, and then they put it on top. It's no. very cute, and I they, can't. They, they, and it looks really delicious. Um, I'm sure it is. You would hate it because it's got runny eggs. It's a sensory they, nightmare. They put much like, like me. <laughs> they put the <laughs> the the omelet right uh, egg on top of the rice, and then they slice it, and Ooh. it like it it. I've seen this, and yeah, they give it like a little face. It like pillows open, and all the gooey egg runs out, and then they sauce it, and sometimes they put a little face on it. It's really cute. Oh yeah, super cute. Yeah, I would not eat it because I would die. Sure, and that's not dramatic at all. <laughs> Not from an immunodeficiency standpoint. You would just not be able to handle that it's runny egg. It's just, there's a consistency. There's a texture. I just it, it is a neurodivergent nightmare. I need my eggs to be chalk. <laughs> 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 you remember back in the, when you were in middle school and people would do those like weird games and things where like they would recite stuff and do stuff and one yeah. of them was always like crack an egg on your head and let, let the, the yolk, yolk run d- and i'm did like that, absolutely did that just make not you flee the scene yeah actually i didn't were like those that games i i truly looking back i don't understand what the point was of any of that except for like touch each other i don't know either well i know that we would and i don't know how yours ended how did yours end i don't remember because we we would be walking up a cliff and you like run the fingers. Oh, and up then the they back. like push you and, and go then like, they go, what Close color your did eyes. you see or something? And then they tell you how you died based on the color. Yeah, which uh, is very cute. Is it? No, but it's, you know. <laughs> it's a little scary. Adolescents often have a fascination with death. Going on a treasure hunt. 
X, I remember it. Why do I remember it? Going on a treasure hunt. X, X marks, marks the, the spot. spot. Yeah. Spiders crawling up your back. They bite you. They bite you. Oh my you. God. So, spiders crawling up your back. They bite you. They bite you. Blood rushing down. Blood rushing down. Spider. Go, go on. And then it's cracking. Egg on your head, let the yolk drip down. Crack an egg on your head, let the yolk drip down. And then it would be either, it would end one of two ways. One would be a cool breeze and you blow on the back of their neck. Yeah. And then you do tight squeeze and you squeeze their shoulders and you go, now you have the chills. Mm -hmm. Or you do the other one, which is you're walking up a cliff. Someone's about to push you off. Close your eyes, and then they close their eyes, and they and they push them really hard, and then you go, "What color did you see?" When's the last time you did this? Fifth grade. What? Okay, so you remember this? How does every Wheel of Time book open? The Wheel of Time. That's correct. Good. Good job. All right. By the way, I'm, I'm not suggesting genius. there's any actual comparison there. Uh, so. I'm being a little fast and loose with ad no, breaks. No, if you put something in a song, I'll remember it for the rest of my That's life. That's a real fucking thing. Um, I'm being a little fast and loose with ad breaks because I'm concerned that I didn't take enough earlier and that I, editing me is looking at the number on Spreaker and screaming right now. So we're going to take a quick ad break. Welcome back. Swan and Egwene are here. You know what's so great about this podcast? What? I never thought in my life that I would recite that entire uh, yeah, song. I, right? Anyway, that's what Halima was up to, essentially. Yes, she's just been doing that. She's been like, close your eyes. What color did you see? What color did you no, see? No, 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 no. I'm sorry. You mentioned Halima. I have to do the stupid ass sexy no, baby voice. Oh, no, no. How are the talks going, Allie? The talks between SAG and the AMPTP? No, not oh. those. Those have not started. Well, uh, apparently they're not going to meet at the Sherman Oaks Galleria. Really? Yeah. They're not going to meet at the <laughs> Hellmouth. Variety just released an article saying that they will not be meeting at the AMPTP offices. For context here, um, the Sherman Oaks Gallery, <laughs> we are like, we, we, we're an hour, ten and a half. The eight people who are still listening are like middle of the Sahara Desert. We are eight. We are ten hours in. Fuck it is they, what we're they, at. They are like pleading for us to finish. We are pages oh, from the end. Are you dying to get back to the weevil content? <laughs> and we're over here talking about the Sherman Oaks Galleria, which is a mall in Sherman Oaks, which yes. is a neighborhood of uh, of uh, the Los Angeles County. Where the AMPTP offices the, are located. Yeah. And famously, it's anchored by a cheesecake factory. And a P.F. Chang's. And a P.F. Chang's. <laughs> so the running joke was always that the, the, the they would meet to talk at P.F. Chang's, which was probably Yeah, they'd meet true. to talk shit about the writers of the P.F. Chang's. And then it was like the work, the writers who are inevitably working at that P.F. Chang's right now have the opportunity to do some of the funniest shit of all time. Oh, their food is 80% spit. Oh, I... I mean, if you, if I'm sorry. If Bob Iger eats there, man. Oh, and that's boy. not a threat. That's not us. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I don't <laughs> no, work there. I'm just like, just I'm saying, just like, hey, rough. hey, you live in Los Angeles and you've pissed off all the actors, which is 160,000 people. Well, that's globe. That's that's nationwide. But yeah, whatever. And sad. I mean, don't how many of the them though are here? Of which there are tons of tons us. and 11,000 writers. Right. So um, 
Yeah, I mean, I think that Listen. most of those people do sometimes customer service jobs, especially in Los Angeles. This is why the AMPTP went back to the table. They realized that if they couldn't get the writers back, the writers back in writers' rooms, they'd never have another spit free meal in their life. I mean, that is the because concern. right now. We're all at the restaurants, right? So I'm mm-hmm. being facetious. Anyway, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. anyway, they have a there's a bunch of fucking meetings with people. Do you do you want to talk about the meetings? Because they just kind of like reiterate everything. No, I want to talk about what they've done to my girl. Okay, so they cover a shitload of stuff about meetings. Did I not say last time we were together that they would be using this Quendiar shit to? You make did. You the nailed it. I was very proud frozen. of you. Frozen. I was uh, really proud of me. And uh, there's poor you to deal with. <laughs> Perhaps my rel will take him. Two of her three belong to someone else okay, first. Okay, it's definitely Lou. <laughs> no one else has ever saved two warders whose eyes to die died. I hate Morel. Yeah, she's 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 fun. <coughs> I hate Alana. I hate Morel. I hate Tuan. I hate Solucia. I hate, and all and everyone's like whoa 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 whoa. Wow, at the Solucia thing. Wow, that's too far. Uh, Wheel takes is canceled <laughs> for Solucia. Yeah. yeah, I mean, people really like her. Look, she is a cream cheese woman. Have you ever had a bagel without cream cheese? That's, that's the wheel of time without Solucia. She is the the dairy glue that holds this 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 rounded cylinder torus together you know what i'm thinking about what you know it's wild bagels i won't eat runny eggs but my when i was eating gluten my (laughs) my bagel order was the um the cheese bagel right the one with the like the asiago bagel with garlic and herb schmear oh that shit was oh my god i like that shit that shit's great i know it was so runny it was like garlic bread yeah it was like cheesy garlic bread it was good as fuck Anyway, and if the bagel's hot, it melts. Yes. Yeah, you won't eat runny eggs. But I, will I actually eat that. totally understand that they're very different things. But, uh, for a minute, I thought, "Wow, that sounds really gross." Actually, and then I said it out loud again, and I was like, "No, actually, that fucking smacked." So uh, I was going to skip most of this. And speaking of people that like their ass smacked, Robert Jordan. What a guy! Characters. <laughs> I was like, I done Robert Jordan, and then I was like. He's dead. Have some respect. Uh, they, they, uh, they. And I do have respect. The, I the, the, Egwene is like, how do you guys feel about retiring into the kin? And Ramonda dies. <laughs> and, uh. Ramonda <laughs> answers by just fucking just keels over. What a shame. Uh, anyway, they, they talk about that. She doesn't actually die, of course. Uh, you know what? You know why Egwene suddenly pro oath again? Why? She's like, you mean if we undo the oaths, I'm gonna have to deal with these bees for, for like three hundred more years? Fuck no. Uh, Egwene is also like, hey, what are we gonna do about the Black Tower? Thoughts on the Black Tower? What do we think about the Black Tower? Let's make some plans about the Black Tower because Chiron's death might throw some wrenches in there, and probably true. And uh, who's talking to here? Lelaine is like, well, you know, we should bond the shit out of them. And Egwene is like, I don't, um, I don't think all of them are going to go for that. And Megan goes, the water bond could be modified slightly. As it is, you can make the man do as you wish with a little tweaking, but the need to tweak could be removed quite easily. And Egwene is like, that is compulsion. 
Wow. That's fucked up. That Megan. is compulsion. Megan, that's a fucked up thing to say, Megan. And she goes, compulsion was used on sisters in Kyrian. That seems certain now. But I was talking about the bond. A different thing. Entirely. Megan, it's not different. Stop trying to justify mind control. So they talk about this for quite a while. Lelaine proposes that they just turn it into compulsion. I think I should be Omerlin because these people are morally fucked. Egwene is like, absolutely not. I'll spank the shit out of anybody who proposes that. Word, Egwene. Because apparently that's my thing now. What is what? Okay, so you become Omerlin and suddenly you're like, you know what's good? And definitely not damaging. Spanking. 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 Don't do it unless it's fun and consensual. All right. Uh, so then Egwene is like, all right, it's time. Is everybody in position? Because the hall knows about her plan, which has been kept secret until now. And what is her plan, Allie? Um, Turn the chains into Quendiar. That's right. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Liana and Bode have already right, left. Right, right, Like I said, and I'm so proud of me. Liana had to deliver Bode, then ride downriver. Where's Liana heading? Um. Well, if Egwene is turning the North Harbor chain into Quendiar, Liana might be doing what? Oh, oh, with the 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 other side, the South Harbor, of course, probably South Harbor, huh? <laughs> so, uh, you know, she gets on on the you horse. Know what they say about Liana and South Harbor. What? What is South Harbor in this metaphor? She makes it. Rock art. What is the what? 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 You know what I'm saying. What? What are? I don't understand any of what you're saying. I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying Liana likes to party on the South Harbor. She likes butt stuff. No. Where, what are you talking about? The below the waist stuff. North Harbor is a clitoris. Oh. That's always the metaphor. No, I, you know, going down south. Oh, I see. Okay. I was very confused. <laughs> Everybody, everybody I've seen online is North Harbor. Uh, <laughs> Men can't find it. <laughs> well, well, everyone in the world's like South. <laughs> you know what I mean? South. <laughs> it, really? I don't know. I don't participate. Then Robert Jordan goes, I'm from the society. South. <laughs> is that what he would be saying? <laughs> okay. Yes, Robert he Jordan would, would actually love do him. That. Oh, thank God for that old pervert. Uh, thank God for that old pervert. As as uh, as 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 Harriet apparently once said, he was a dirty old man. Um. Anyway, so Swan's coming on Bella, and R- and Egwene's on a different oh, horse. That's what you would say about me? Well, you're a dirty old man. Well, not a dirty old, I, <laughs> a dirty old lady. Oh, probably. Yeah. And then Egwene hops on on Bella, and she, you know rides off and and then this stillness and then a muffled curse and these guys are you know doing dragging something what is it i don't actually know oh oh it's 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 the soldiers that are that are escorting her is it like black tower soldiers or regular it's her it's gareth's men okay yeah and they take her to bodwin and and bodwin's there and she's like holy fucking shit it's bella Oh my god. Fucking Bella? Really? Holy fuck. And Egwene goes, watch your language. <laughs> and she goes, you're staying ashore. You can go back with me when it's done. Bodwin goes, why? I can do this. Liana Sadai explained to me and I can do it. I know you can, but not as well as I can. Not yet. I am the Amberlin seat, Bode. Some decisions only I can make. 
and some things I shouldn't ask a novice to do when I can do them better. Well, that saves Bode's ass. Yeah. So Bode does not go with because she listens to orders and they get in the boat and, and they slowly. She's, and she's kind of right about the fact that she, she right. shouldn't be asking a novice to do this. And she's, she's nervous because Nicola and Lorene have vanished and she worries about what that might mean. Well, we're about to find out. And she paddles across to the, the thing and she sees what she sees something. She's like, oh my God, was it a drat car? And she was like, no, it was just a bat. But she's nervous. Well, apparently I mean, that's somebody fair. asked Robert Jordan at a signing. He said it was a bat. So I like that. It was a bat. She gets to North Harbor. Uh, <laughs> the the uh, the the oarsmen have a lot of trouble locating it at first, but with a little guidance, um, a little communication in my wheel of time. Just gotta listen. And uh, the oars made only a small gurgling noise as they swept back, though, and the boat stopped where she sh- where she could have touched the massive iron chain across the harbor. There was no need for touching, though. No need for waiting either. Embracing Sidar, she was barely aware of the thrill of life filling her before she had the weaves in place. Earth, fire, and air surrounding the chain, earth and fire I touching it. I know. Sailing on The black iron flashed to white across the whole width of the harbor mouth. She had just time to realize that someone had embraced the source not far away, ah, above her, balls. on the wall. Then something struck the boat. No! Struck her. And she was aware of cold water enveloping her, filling her nose, her mouth. No! Darkness. Gawain's gonna kill her because he's stupid. And then she wakes up and she hears, Do you know who this is? (laughs) Well, well, we certainly got better than we bargained for tonight. And they pour fork root down her throat. No! And she sees that it's an Aes Sedai that is pouring. No. That's it, girl. Drink it all down. No. A strong dose for now. Egwene tried to push the cup away, tried to embrace Sidar, but she could feel herself sliding back down into darkness. No. They had been waiting for her. She had been betrayed. But by whom? Fuck you, Nicola. All right, Allie, tell me, what are you thinking? I I know you already yelled about this a little bit earlier. You think she, you 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 close this one? She's gonna die. She's gonna die because Gawain's gonna Why kill Gow- her. Why What Gawain have to do with this? Because he's stupid. Well, yes, he's not gonna know that the like propped up armor lid is a Gwen, and then he's gonna like execute her or some stupid thing. He's gonna be like, I want mommy Elida to love me, and so then he fucking murders a Gwen, or somehow he saves her. But I feel like that's giving him too much credit. It's a lot of credit. Gawain, Reginald, trick hand. <laughs> you look me in the fucking eyes right now. You look into my bulbous peepers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That sounds like the way Robert Jordan would describe my <laughs> bulbous peepers. Her bulbous peepers. <laughs> she furrowed her brow over her bulbous peepers. You heard it here first. I'm as good as Robert Jordan. Okay. <laughs> so look me in the my bulbous peepers. If you save my girl, Egwene, I will get over the tower coup. I'll get over it. All right? What's a little misunderstanding? What's a little accidental coup? What's a little slaughtering of a mentor amongst friends? Cash. All right? If you save my girl, Egwene, it's forgiven. I will get over it. And we will be friends again. Okay? You have four bucks. Allie, we're going to... If Egwene dies, 
The books shall live in the freezer. That seems Our fair. Our children's children's children will go into the freezer, the deep freezer in the garage, and they will go, why are there books in here? And they'll go, nay, child, leave them be. <laughs> leave them be. That is where we keep the books that have wronged us. <laughs> that is where we keep the sinner's books. So that's in the deep, dark freezer is the end of chapter 30 as a message to the other books <laughs> to fly straight or to the freezer. They shall go. <laughs> Allie, the epilogue is here. It's called where they e- lie twitch the peas and <laughs> <laughs> and the fish. Yeah. And we have the kind of fish where we've had it in the freezer for so long, we Google, how long does salmon keep in freezer? Pretty long. Pretty long, as it turns out. This is not based on a true story. (laughs) The epilogue is called an answer. This is the logo. What is it? A wheel. A wheel. It's, it's, My mind is spinning like a wheel. It's less than a page long. Now, this is the other rant that I shall go on, Jim. Yes, go ahead. I'm, I am... I am bereft, bereaved, be-smirched. Because now Rand is going into what is an obvious trap. Well, yeah. Because Sarah's like, can I introduce you to my friend Tuan? And I'm like, hold on. Tuan's not with you. So that's gotta be Samarog. What if it's Wanon? Oh, wait, Wanon got like made Doc of all, didn't she? Did she? I don't remember. Probably. I don't remember. Well, the, the Empress had two favorite on. has two favorite daughters, one on and two on. This, the second daughter, who was the favored daughter, I think. Well, it could be one on, but I think it's Semarog dressed up as two on. Oh, okay. That sounds ominous. Yes. How's he going to get out of that one? Fuck if I know. Well, I guess you better. Um, keep if you reading. say, if you say, Rafa, I was going to. No, don't, don't you, you, you do it? Don't you do it? Don't you do it? Ah, uh, he did it. Okay. Rand stared out of the window with the steady rain falling out of a gray sky. Oh, this is how I feel. Unfortunately, the weather in Los and Angeles is hurts. perfect. <laughs> Sometimes pain is all that lets you know you're alive. That's Theron whispered. the thesis for reading Robert Jordan's books lately. Oh, my God. In a good in way? In a good way. Yes, yes. But I am suffering because they have captured my girl and will likely capture my boy. So Bashir busts in. Well, the Shanchen are amenable. Crazy as no. loons, but amenable. I require a meeting with you in person, though. The Marshal General of Saldia isn't the dragon reborn. No. With this uh, Lady Suroth. No. Bashir shook his head. Apparently a member of their royal family has arrived. Suroth wants you to meet with someone called the Daughter of the Nine Moons. Thunder rolled again for distant lightning. Nature is trying to tell you not to go. <laughs> All right. Will you do the honors, go. please? Here we go. Ready? Ugh. We rode on the winds of the rising storm. We ran to the sounds of the thunder. We danced among the lightning bolts and tore the wind asunder. Anonymous fragment of a poem believed written near the end of the previous age known by some as the Third Age, sometimes attributed to the Dragon Reborn. The end of the tenth book.
of the Wheel of Time. We did it. I can't believe we fucking did that. And I was... I had predicted this would be 10 hours long as of raw recording, which includes a lot of like coughing and things that we have to cut out because we the dog like, say words making wrong. Noises. People once asked me, could we get an uncut version? You don't want you it. You don't want that. Uh, right now we're at 1036. So I think realistically this is going to be, I'm going to shoot my shot and say nine hours and 52 minutes. Hey everyone, it's editing Gus here. And I just got to toot my own horn for a second. Uh, before music was added and after all the cuts, I made that prediction at nine hours, 51 minutes and 55 seconds. And I cannot fucking believe that. Obviously, it's different now with music and ads, but I'm I, I, <laughs> have fun with the end. You'll have to put in a little extra music so it can be an even 10. 20 fucking minutes. Yeah, 20 of music. fucking minutes. Of music. Uh, Allie, Crossroads of Twilight. Done. And we gaslit Three all of you. bingos. I cannot believe that we fucking did this. All these people that were like in our Discord going, <laughs> you're going to do like one huge chonk episode of the whole books just to surprise us. And we were like, <laughs> that <laughs> would be, be like stupid. 10 hours long. Gaslit. We were stupid. Yes. Turn about is fair play, motherfuckers. How does it feel to be on the other side of the coin? Do you feel like your coin has been flipped? Yes. The wheel wheels is the wheel wheels, motherfuckers. So, Allie, uh, okay. you you have finished the most notorious Wheel of Time book. Yes. How you feeling? Um, I am devastated fundamentally because my girl is once again captured. Yes. How many times is that? What is a queen's captivity counter? It's about it's up there with uh, Elaine's concussion counter. And Elaine really said in this most recent episode, the concussion is concussing back. The concuss concusses. Ah! Yeah. Um, does it live up to its reputation of being the book where nothing happens? One thing happened. Two, Two three things, things happened. Three things. Oh, Renna died. Four things happened. Four things happened. Perrin cuts off a hand. Yes. Rena's death. Yes. Positive. Uh, Elaine's bath. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, and um, Egwene gets captured. That's three. Three things happen. Yeah. Uh, but your expectations. The, 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 the product itself compared to your expectations. It had three more things happen than I assumed happened. Sure. So that's exciting. That was exciting to me. But give us your unvarnished, I just finished Crossroads of Twilight verdict. Is, I, it, is it the most boring Wheel of Time book? So not far, yes. Yes. Not necessarily that that's like, it sucks. That's not what we're saying. No, we're but saying so far book, without yes. question, like the least amount that of plot things have happened. That is a thing that is said about it. So. Objectively. Yes. The least amount of plot things have happened. Uh, right up until that banger last chap. Well, banger last page truly banger last page yeah. but with um, all due respect most of that chapter is meetings true but yeah and it was funny because you were like you can read up until the last chapter the last time we recorded you were like yes. you can spoilers read. actually ali finished the book like two <laughs> recording sessions ago uh right after we read all the Egwene stuff yeah because i needed to get some stuff done at the point where she had been about to when before we recorded the Egwene stuff she read everything except the last chapter because i went nothing that happens in these sections impacts the next section 
Yeah. So he was like, you can read everything but the last chapter. And I was flipping through that last chapter like, why could I not read this chapter? Yeah, the and then the like literal last second, I was like, no, 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 no. And the Quendi art chain. Well, that too. Yeah. Uh, but here's the other question, though. I, I, is it the vibesiest book? It it vibes. It's got a lot there of vibes. vibes. Yes. There are vibes that are caught. Um, I am so, can I just say, I'm out of the slog. By almost all definitions, you are out of the slog. I how's accidentally it, played it them at the same time, but it felt appropriate. It, it was good. I'm... I think I'll need seven to ten business days to process that I am out of the slog when a mere four years ago <laughs> I was starting these books. So uh, as the we discussed this about four hours, five hours of podcast time ago, but having now finished what most consider the slog, you are firmly in camp by my interpretation and the way that I look for things in books. There is 100% a slog. A hundred percent. I must say that I agree with you. Yeah. I, I, when I read the books. Because we're married (laughs) and we combined brains. When I read the books. At the altar. The first time I felt the slowdown. And then I, after the fact, sort of talked myself out of it, I think. Really? Because. You gaslit yourself. A little bit. Because what happens is when you look back on them a lot of the time, you forget how much time happens between stuff. And you forget that the shit that does happen in these books, in these middle books, happens at totally random fucking times. I'm just so excited to be done with the slog. I am just like. Which, by the way, that is not to say you've had a miserable last year and a half. I've had a miserable last year. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. No, I, I've had a good time. I These have not been my favorite books no. of The Wheel of Time, but they have had some banger moments. Yes. And I think that is an acceptable sentence. Yes. And I think that we can put a crown of swords in the freezer. A crown of swords. I'm actually surprised it isn't there now. It should live there. It should live in the freezer. And uh, our children's children's <laughs> children will go, Mommy, Daddy, why? is there a book in the freezer that go we don't speak of this book in this family this book is banished to the icy tundras of the icebox nary shall it exit so you are very excited to start knife of dreams let me tell you this i'm not going to tell you much i will tell you yeah of all the wheel of time books two of my favorites you have not read yet really two of my favorites Top four. Well, I hope the best is yet to come. I, I will I will tell you, uh, uh, if you like things happening. I plot, do. Plot related events. I do. If you like closure. I do. If you like answers to questions. I do. You are going to be having a good time in the coming books. I'm so excited. Okay, so we've talked about this. We've talked about our schedule. Yes. This is the last thing I will say. Yes. Until my la- actual last thing. Yes. As is tradition. Yes. So we are right now in se- late September 2023. Yes, we started the podcast December 10th, 2019. Wow. I am finished as of today with the slog. Yes. I... Although, yeah, well, yes. By this time next year, will I be done with the Wheel of Time, do you think? No. no. This time next year? Yeah. No way. You don't think so? There's four no. books left. No. Look at them. They're chunky They're boys. They're huge. Okay, absolute units. 
Well, let's think of it this way. A year ago at this time, so September of 2022. Yeah, on me. What book was I on? A year ago today, you were at the end of Crown of Swords. What? Actually, not even. You were kind of in the middle of Crown of Swords. What? Yes. Which book is not up Seven. There? So okay. since then, you have read two and a half books plus the one book you read all at once. And those books are books where we sped up. What? Okay, so like two years from now. Two years from now, you'll be done. I'll be done. I will know everything. Oh, oh, when I know everything, we'll have to do something. I don't know what we'll have to yes, do. Yes, we will do something. Like a party. Yes. Uh, Al? Yes. 11 books down. Four to go. Oof. Good and, times. Oh my God, I'm on the last Robert Jordan book. You are. And that is a really melancholy That's thing. really sad. That is a really sad thing. Oh my goodness. This is really sad. Yeah. And, and I mean, look. And the look, one person that's listening to, to this still is sad with I us. I know. Here, here's the thing. I, prepping you, I guess, for the Sanderson Jordan books. Um, nobody really, except Sanderson and, you know, the team, really knows exactly who wrote what. Brandon has come out and said certain scenes were almost entirely Jordan. Certain scenes were very vague outlines. Um, so it is not as though you are going to start uh, gathering storm and all of it will be whole cloth Brandon Sanderson writing. Sure. Um, it is very much still Jordan's name is on there for a reason. Okay. You know, but fanboys being the way that they are. Yeah. I'm sure that some people were not maybe the most kind to Brandon Sanderson when he first took on the project many people are not kind to and about brandon sanderson's work on the project now uh you know there there is a lot of criticism sure um everybody is people entitled to their series. opinions as long as as long as they're Respectful. expressed res- respectfully here's the thing there there is there just, is there are definitely differences and there are there are places where i think he excels and there are places where i think he falls short i just think it would be really funny if <laughs> one of those people who we know tends to be like one of those unreasonable disrespectful people who's like this one like sentence or this one section was absolute ass and it's like robert jordan actually uh, wrote that i've seen that happen before really i've seen that happen on reddit where that's fucking funny where somebody has gone like this section is trash it's clearly just sanderson fan fiction insert it sucks and i hate it and then somebody will respond actually there there are interviews where Brandon Sanderson has pointed out that that is something that is whole cloth, a scene that Jordan wrote. This pleases me. It's kind of funny. This pleases me. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not here to. I'm not here to suggest. And we're getting way out of ourselves. We got a night for dreams to read. Still, we have all of that yet to discuss. Um, in no way am I suggesting that that Sanderson does a perfect job. In no way am I suggesting that uh, that uh, that anything along those lines it's complicated uh and no i know i just i have a little like schadenfreude of people who say something's objectively bad and then people just go what sure. you know i just have a little i just have a little i get it it pleases me but before we get all of that we have knife of dreams uh, a book that i will say has an enormous amount of banger chaps i'm very excited about many this. banger chaps i'm so, very excited to be at Jordan Con this year and go, I have finished the slog. Yes. This is very exciting. Could not say that this year. Anything else on Crossroads looking back before we wrap it up? This is so crazy that 
it's so wild that my first Jordan Con, I was I I hadn't read Dumai's Wells yet. No, you were early book six. Your second Jordan Con, you were early book. Where were you? Book nine. Book nine. God, that book took us a long time. Yeah. And now here you are, <laughs> book uh, book uh, book eleven. Yeah. Of the main twelve. Now now it's. I want to tell you this. If we had read in publication order, mm-hmm. we would be doing New Spring now. No. Yeah. I'm and glad we did it when we did it. That's how I read it. And I didn't mind it. I'm glad say. we did it when we did it. But I also read New Spring in a week. Yeah, that, that took us months. That no, took us I'm glad we did time. it when we did it. This was the right order for me. Yeah. Uh, more than that, and I, I, I looked this up, uh, the release, I think another, another thing that's important to consider when we think about, we're fucking 10 and a half hours in here. I'm revising my estimate up, but let's not worry about that too much. Uh, it, another thing if, that's... By the way, really quickly, as you're pulling this up, if you got to the end yes. of this, you tell us, because that will be funny as fuck. Tag us at Wheel Takes Pod on Twitter. The the release here, Winter's Heart came out in November of 2000. Uh, Crossroads came out in January of 23. So it was two years. And then a full year later, New Spring came out. And then a year and a half later, Knife of Dreams came out. It was a bit of a wait. And then, of course, it was four years once Sanderson picked it up. Now, it's funny to think about four years for a book being an exceptionally long wait, in my opinion. When we think about many other, other many, many other series yeah. that are in progress right now. Anyway, uh, we've been talking for quite a long time, and I have to edit all of this before uh, <laughs> Let's Friday. Let's finish, please. On Friday. Thanks for listening, everybody. We have uh, social media if you want to know what we've got going on. It's linked down below. We also have a Patreon if you want to support us that way. It's patreon.com slash wheel takes. You can also leave us a rating and or a review, which really helps a lot. Uh, and other than that, anything else, Allie? Oh, we're going to take next week off. I know we just took some time off, but this is a 10-hour episode. You you can handle it. It's a 10-hour episode. Yeah. Anything <laughs> else, Allie? Um... I'm done with the slog. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. Bye. I cannot believe we fucking did that. I can't believe we fucking did that. Thank you again for listening. This was Wheel Takes with Allie and Gus. Music by Alexander Nakarada. 